I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich. I'm sitting here with Clint. What's up? And Brent. How's everybody doing? And all the way from the beer fueled podcast. Oh, I got it right. I almost didn't have to think about it. Chris. I never get that right. I wouldn't <laughs> hold it against you. I'm 380 some odd episodes in. What's up, guys? <laughs> We're uh can, can very you, special can, episode. Can you say uh, Blackpool Combat Club without thinking about it? I yet? can now. I had it took me a week and a half I'm or just two. Stick to BCC. <laughs> BCC. <laughs> it's easier. That's why I still call you know, American Dragon. That's why his name is that now. Well, that's because his name's fr- forwards, backwards are confusing. Well, then Dan House fucks with it. So then I've got like three options to choose from. <laughs> anyway, we got Chris here with us from uh, Beerfield. Uh, me and Chris go way back. Way, 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 way back. To the back of the bus. A long yeah. time. <laughs> uh, he was at Rumble with us. Were you the one? You were sitting there talking to Brent when we were. Yep, from okay. from down below. And then he, he texting did, him when the sign caught fire. <laughs> he was also at the historic CM Punk return. I was. With me. Yep, and I was seeing double by the time we got back to town that night. <laughs> did you guys record a podcast in the car on the way home? No, we didn't. Oh. We probably could have. <laughs> Might have kept me awake. He, he almost did ask about six or seven different people walking by with boxes full of ice cream bars for another one as we were waiting to try to get out of the United yeah. Center. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. You remember when that lady cut, cut me off? And yeah. what'd you, she, as, stu- as, yeah, stupid, as stupid. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure she was the stupid one figuring we were sitting in between two medians in the right lane, and she had the whole left lane to go around us, but she went in between us and the median. And then yelled at me out the window and yeah. called me a stupid. <laughs> it was a good time. The stupid. <laughs> you are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty much spot on. Uh, I work in an area where I hear stuff like that all the time. Uh, so this, this is where I do cheap plugs or do I get away yeah, on yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead. If you want yeah, to. You do as many as you want. Stop. Okay, cool. Um, so... Like they mentioned from the Beerfield podcast, Beerfield podcast on Spotify, Stitcher. You know what? The last episode these guys reported recorded everywhere their podcast is. You can also get mine because I, I can't list it off like Brent did. Well, so we had to record a thing with Brent had the whole list in front of his face and he just plays it every episode. Uh-huh. We, we ain't no good at it. Yeah, either. we recorded. I just figured he had it memorized. Uh, at Beerfield on Twitter, I am at Beerfield Hop with two P's. If you want to give me a follow there so i'm happy to be here 
But uh, it's a special uh, WrestleMania recap episode, basically. I mean, we're going to cover everything that happens like we usually do, but... It was Mania weekend. I mean, there's so much fucking wrestling that I've watched in the last seven days. Yeah. I think they time, I think there's 27 hours of wrestling on that weekend. Jesus. It's too much. It was. It's a... You could have literally... You could have literally... Are you talking all shows together? Or? Yeah, Ring On or impact like all the shows gcw that's too much for one week new japan one week one weekend whatever the fuck it's only weekend that's all a, friday it'd make me have to go to rehab for wrestling and shit it's only 72 hours in the whole fucking time period 27 of us filled up with well you gotta you gotta remember what just uh just wwe alone you had you had raw just for the week you had raw nxt smackdown hall of fame ceremony which he had Taker talk for what two hours at least. <laughs> they should have just let it you be mean, the Undertaker's only hall, like him by himself. You mean Tony Robbins? Yeah, that's it. You had NXT stand and deliver, and then you had four hours of Saturday night, four hours of Sunday night. It's too much. You need rehab after that shit. It's, it's a lot. Makes me not want to watch wrestling for six years if I would have watched. Yeah, I'm looking forward to SummerSlam. I can tell you that. Like, <laughs> <it's> nothing <laughs> much in between. <laughs> in nashville tennessee that's only six hours from here Ooh, summer slams in tennessee oh, nashville's a good time oh, too Jeff jared will be there i didn't know it was in nashville honky tonk mm-hmm. man dude nashville's a good time that too, might so. be worth the drive who it'd be worth a google if as long as it ends up better than royal rumble you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah honestly I'm if we're gonna base it on the rumble experience they or, can turn the fucking light off i'm taking my sunglasses <laughs> just in case they don't speaking of turn the fucking light off they never called me they, I emailed them complaining about the light being in my eyes the whole time because I had a migraine when I left. And they're like, oh, yeah, give us your number. We'll reach out and contact you. And then just I've never called nothing. You. They just ghosted. So good job, uh, WWE. I didn't give a shit. That's because I've got 44,000 emails to answer. Vince doesn't Turn care. Turn the light off. <laughs> <laughs> it got me that uh, Jim Cornette, they actually talked about it on his podcast, the Turn the Light Off chant. But a lot of the other places that I like listened to didn't talk about it at all. And like I tried to call Busted Open, and they had me on the line for almost three and a half fucking hours. And then they put me on like the last five minutes, and as soon as I get on, the fucking call cut off. And I got to say like two and a half words, and that was it. I was so fucking mad, dude. <laughs> I was going to straight just go in and start bitching about how the lights was in our eyes so we couldn't see, and I was going to tell him about how Dick could have walked right down the front row if he wanted to. Well, I was going to tell him about the whole security situation going in because they were wanting to know every detail about it because people were complaining so much. And one dude called and just slammed the whole city of St. Louis for the shit. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> we had a good time and we went to their, Pink Flamingo. Their security was great. Yeah. Sure. I'm I think saying, he, I, I I've just got the, experience in security. Yeah, I, I think you were the head of security for him. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like he was important. <laughs> you just need an LWO shirt, a, a suit jacket, and, and whatever. Cab, cabby hat. Yeah, whatever hat you were wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I had my light browns on, too. I meant business. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fuck Royal Rumble, though. We're talking about what we got to talk about. We already talked about. Man, man, we didn't even do it last week either. Excuse so we, man, what didn't we talk about last week? If, well, if we're going off our normal format, we'd usually start talking about the best thing to happen this week. Biggest thing would be WrestleMania. I was trying to figure out where the fuck we left off, but I don't really want to talk about the week before WrestleMania because I don't think we did that show either. The shows were bad. The filler, the go, the shows, the go home shows to WrestleMania were they weren't worth the shit. Well, we didn't do a show last weekend because we had twenty seven hours of wrestling to watch. Right, <laughs> so. Man. Those two, the Monday night Raw and the SmackDown going into WrestleMania were like 
two of the probably worst they've ever done ever, which blew my mind because like those are usually worse the, than Raw Underground and Retribution. Oh yeah, I would watch Retribution before I'd watch those two last episodes of Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> and I tried to watch them too because I it's hard for me to watch a whole episode of Raw three hours just in general, even when I like wrestling. Uh, not that I don't like it now, uh, but I actually sat through it because I was like, oh, go home show. Something cool is probably bound to happen. Nothing cool happened at all on either of them. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Showed me the same thing you've been showing me for the last six months. And then Nothing. What, and then what, AEW, we had uh, the debut of Tony Storm. Yeah. That was pretty much it. And she won her match. Which that whole format of major debut, here's somebody. Okay, they're buried three weeks later major de- debut who's somebody eventually they're gonna run out of people to debut eventually all debut they, wrestling they done piss me off with fucking jay lethal how they brought him in he ain't won a match yet just what they do time now he's, he's won a few Joe. he's won a few dark matches the formula is going <laughs> dark matches. the formula is going a little stale and i think tony khan's going off the rails on twitter did you see that yeah her Abr- was telling me about, about the bots about the bots and you mean yeah. herb abrams yeah <laughs> uh, we were talking about this oh, morning a, and he was reincarnated huh? AEW's. <laughs> i feel like it's just an american version of new japan wrestling Tony was channeling the UWF gods. Just not every match goes 60 minutes. <laughs> no, but they bring in and let go of so many other talent. You know, this guy's here, that guy's there. He comes in for five minutes, gone. Oh, we're going to sign this guy for six months for no reason. And then, he, you know, see him in three matches and let him go. Or they've just got, like, the crazy amounts of factions. Like, that's not a New Japan thing or nothing, is it? I don't know. It just really, really feels like they're trying to new. He's Tony's trying to do New Japan in in America, or like like you know when you see a foreign TV show and they try to turn it into an American TV show, some, sh- <laughs> some shit like that. You saying Tony's has the office? <laughs> kind of, or like uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of British TV shows that America will try to turn into something that's not. You know. This is a uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling America. Kind of. That's the way it feels to me. And like, the way they've been it's doing even got shit. Jim Ross. <laughs> Which I don't get me wrong, well, I love factions, but there's a mass amount of them in there. Well, you're just gonna have to wait and see if Kevin Kelly shows up because <laughs> he's, he's the voice of New Japan for the English commentary team. If he does, then we'll know for sure. They already got Jr. He did New Japan, so halfway there. I mean, kinda. So we just uh, is drunk the whole time, but well, there's nothing wrong with that. I think he is now on AEW. I, shit, he's got to be to call that fucking wrestling, sit next to that well, fucking goddamn. <laughs> masked fucking moron he's on there all the time man in the mask the man in the mask <laughs> fucking tope suicide all the time probably confuses jr <laughs> we'll be back in 90 <laughs> seconds you won't miss a minute of the action with picture in picture <laughs> see jr going what the fuck is picture in picture <laughs> is that what we're watching right now so wrestlemania we want to kick off saturday night I mean, kind of have to. It's night one. Yeah. I think the best place to start is the beginning. (laughs) Do we have to start at the beginning? Because, I mean, the best part happened at the end of the night. We don't have to, but just chronologically almost always makes sense. The first 20 minutes of the show is wasted to the American, well, I say wasted to America Beautiful for our patriotic friends out there. Hey, you got the Cowboys cheerleaders. After that, we had a bunch of mindless video packages for like fucking 15 minutes. What was it? The uh, Brad... Brantley Gilbert. Was it Brantley Gilbert? I couldn't remember if it was him or Thomas Rudd or one of those bro country guys. Uh, It was cool the way they set the videos up this year. Like like we were talking about the other day, we were watching an old pay-per-view on here, Old No Way Out uh, 2000. 
when they showed Triple H and Mick Foley at the beginning or Cactus Jack, their vignette going into it. And I was like, damn, they don't do that shit anymore. But they really made a really good one for WrestleMania. It was like 15 minutes long. But yeah, but then they over the fuck did it because yeah, every segment there was a video of the next. Fu- like, I've been yeah. watching this bullshit for fucking six months. Can you just get the, to the uh, point? The video that they showed hours. where it was like Undertaker shit and it ran into like 18 <laughs> different songs, they showed that shit like at least three times over WrestleMania. And I was like, this is just too much. Like, <laughs> 20 minutes right there it was like kid rock and then metallica then back into kid rock and then into some other strange shit and <laughs> undertaker's music and what the fuck is going on right now right kicking off the night started with the smackdown chag team championships you had the usos taking on uh shinsuke nakamura and rick boogs which uh boogs uh yeah boogs busted himself so that kind of gets a pass for me no uh, destroyed his or ripped his quad or tore his quad or whatever i could like, see it like did. i was trying to be like uh like i was like was that real you can kind of see that you know if when you the quad go back rips, and see you can the, see it you can roll see, up you can see now um when he's got the two dudes on his back if you go back and look at the freeze frame there's a huge knot yeah. on the top of his leg and it's that fucking muscle rolled straight up yep and it's uh tore his patella too in his knee ruined the uh well i think probably because he kept trying to fucking wrestle after that i'm surprised he was even able to get up and walk across the ring after that but yeah he uh ruined their it's all right they look like fucking road workers anyway uh (laughs) i did they came out dressed up like a couple of fucking highway workers and shit (laughs) they're orange and yellow and needed some stop signs (laughs) maybe a fucking dangerous curve sign i don't know Dangerous curve. Potholes. I don't know. Well, just... Boogs had a successful surgery, so hopefully he has a speedy recovery. What's that? Six months, probably. Hey, you know what? He can play guitar before that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They could just have him sitting in the wheelchair just playing have him guitar. Sit up there and play guitar. At least he. At least he can play the guitar. I mean, no one there's, forget there's who a he few is, other. One, there's a few other ones that have had guitars where it's like, okay, they're not definitely playing that guitar. Uh, who won the match? The Usos. Usos. Yeah. yeah. That's not important, Clint. Just I mean, it kind come of, out of it is. It's a WrestleMania review show. We got to let people know who won the match. <laughs> the Bloodline. Yeah. Uh, the Bloodline wins. So that takes them into, though, um, a unification title match now, correct? Yeah. Uh, or, but also, this kind of hard because Shinsuke is only one title man. You know what they could do? What would be cool? They bring up Little Loose to be on Shinsuke's, and he's like, I don't like my brothers. They picked on me when I was little. And then he turns well, on well, them no, and joins Roman's, the Bloodline. Roman's sending the Usos to Raw to take yeah. on RK, bro, for yeah. the tag team. Usos is teaming up with Cody. Leave him alone. No, actually, <laughs> actually, Usos is uh, challenging Cameron Grimes for the North American Championship Se- on next Sequoia week's. Santana or whatever his name is. Sequoia Seminice. Yeah. Solo Sequoia. Yeah, there you go. Santana. <laughs> smooth. So uh smooth. It's featuring Rob Thomas on Yo so smooth. On vocals. <laughs> Think his girlfriend's name's Maria. Could be. <laughs> All right. What happened after that? Well, I don't know. You got to I don't remember. You got the board. I don't know what the hell happened after that. Outside of Rick Boogs getting hurt. clipboard across the fucking ring, man. It, it kind of ruined the match probably a little bit. Would have been a probably better match if he wouldn't have got hurt, I suppose. It, it was on It was on track to be passable, I think. I mean, the Usos are just good at what they do. Nakamura is good at what he does. It was on pass to be a solid three stars. I'll give it a C- because of the injury. Otherwise, yeah. it would have probably been a C- plus for me. I, just, I feel like I can't rate it because of the injury, because you don't know... They just, what WWE was going to do at the ending, how right. they were going to screw that up. <laughs> they, they Roll just, up. They just finished the Roll match. Roll up. <laughs> Later. 
Moving on to uh, Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin. Is this when he fucking chopped the fucking ropes in half? Yeah, with yeah. the sword. Yeah, yeah with his sword that bent, the sword that bent in half on the bottom rope. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the Do you whole... think it was supposed to cut through all three? Yeah. That's funny. I don't like the Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss gimmick. So I, I fucking love both of them. Madcap Moss is great. I don't, they're good shits. The, Clint's been shitting on them for well, like they're no longer suspenders with the shorts and the weird boat shoes that are they're, running at wrestling. They're, they're no longer a team. Oh yeah, he turned on him on, on, Sma- on, Smackdown. on Smackdown. Smackdown. Madcap turned on Baron yeah. Corbin, so he's threw something at him too. He's after. angry. He's angry Moss now. He's he's unhappy Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. Well, happy Happy Corbin was not happy coming out. So he's Mad Corbin now, he, and <laughs> he, Happy uh, Moss, Happy he, Cap Moss, and Mad Corbin. <laughs> he told him to do his goddamn job and tell him a joke. I mean, he is a jester. So uh, he told him two jokes he didn't like, and then he's like, "Oh, I got one! I got one!" What do you call? And just starts ripping on him the whole time. Well, so joke was the show he tried to put on over in Saudi Arabia. That's the joke. Dude, the, honestly, the one I'm, where Drew McIntyre almost crippled him. Yeah, he should have showed that on the Tron. Him falling on his head over in like Saudi <laughs> Arabia. That, would, that shit would have been a funny joke. I'm really high up on Mad Cat Moss, man. I think he has huge upside. He sends a tweet out talking about how his his whole style he looks just like Scott Hall in the ring. I can see I, it. No, dude. I don't. Not once have I seen Scott Hall in the ring yet. Not at all. He's just he's no just has smooth coolness. I don't think to so. Him. He can work. He's got a good look. The he's huge suspenders jack. and boat shoes pissing you off are doing exactly what they're supposed to do, and the guy is hilarious. I guess yeah. I don't, I don't and, know. and honestly, he's a drop of a suspenders and drop of boat shoes away from being serious and right. But a, here's the thing: is they got all like everybody smiles way too much for even the seriousness. Like it's like I'm mean, but I'm smiling. Yeah, I think you're big. just a jaded asshole. We're talking about man. serious and Pontius just hit the ring. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to keep his good face. This part's the best. By the way, we're watching WrestleMania Sunday night. Yeah, I had to turn on night so, two again. I wanted to watch so uh, Pat they McAfee. All, they all go AD or ADHD. That's what they're on. Uh, the, best, the best part about this it's is, nice which make should we should probably wait till we get to it. But I'm the, not. Uh, but you guys are like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> the blue jean, this thong right here, was an ode to Steve Austin and fucking uh, John Cena at WrestleMania. By the way, because it's uh, blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> he said that shit online afterwards. Just to let you know, Pontius has the most butt cheeks out. It was the award was going to go to Becky, but Pontius won. Pontius did win. <laughs> I can't believe they let him do that shit at WrestleMania. But it is Party Boy. He can say that for the rest of his life. He got to Party Boy at WrestleMania and shit. Like, and his balls stayed in, which is even more impressive. I'm surprised Steve-O didn't jump off. I was saying the whole time, I'm like, Pontius has to have his penis out I, at I, some point, right? I thought for sure Steve-O was going to fly off the top of something out of nowhere and like, or get ejected off something, you know, or... All right, back to Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss. <laughs> Jumped ahead of night all or, of a sudden. Wait, Happy man. Corbin. The match was fine. I mean... Drew McIntyre is the first person to ever kick out of the, uh, the... The the way they fucking do their finishes are just terrible anymore, and I think that's more than what ruins it for me out of anything is the finishes to the matches. Uh, it just wasn't good, and then the fucking choppy with the sword and the ropes and all that, like, it was too much. I watched it the whole time. I've watched recaps of it. I've watched the fucking lead up to it three fucking times over the two nights, and honestly, the only thing I can remember is him breaking the fucking the sword. with the sword. The sword kind of wanged sideways when he <laughs> cut with it, and it was like it... Like you could tell it was a gimmicked rope that they set up up there, which maybe I don't know, maybe not because they were hitting the rope pretty decent in the match. I guess I, I had to pay attention again because maybe they didn't use that side of the ring that much in the match, and I just didn't pay that close attention. It was before the match, wasn't it? No, it was after. It was after. Was it? At the very end, he was uh, Madcap Moss was standing up on the ring like doing one of these with his hands, and he swung it straight down, and he jumped off and they the, fucking chopped the ropes in that. The only part about that side of the ring I even remember is that McIntyre dove over the top rope and does a 
Oh yeah, that's right. He did the he did the Undertaker fucking big <laughs> jump over the top rope for his yeah. a man his size. That's fucking impressive. It but. is. And as far as the the end of days go and kicking out of that, I mean, oh yeah, you can if it's one of those things where I would have been more impressed by that if the announcers didn't have to tell me that it never happened. Yeah, it's he's Corbin's been at this for so long that that's not even a storyline thing. It's not something you're gonna think about or or gonna remember. It is a casual fan. It's just they should have saved the loss to have the actual storyline of nobody's ever kicked out of this before. And now that we're actually back recording after the oh no, because <laughs> knocked everything off the fucking table. My, my footage. Well, watch for the cables. <laughs> Let's get you one of the still edges. Now I'm nervous to scratch it. <laughs> I don't even know where we were. What were you talking about? Something about the end of days or it was, something. It was the end of day. Yeah, it was the end of days, and just how nobody knew that. He was the only one to kick out of that because they didn't storyline build it. It was just, it was kind of a footnote they mentioned during the match. So you can't even be impressed by that. It was a fine filler match. I, I think that Corbin and McIntyre are both solid workers and there was nothing spectacular there. It was just kind of okay. Good, thing they, got, good thing they got a paycheck. Yep. Yeah, I'd give it Go a C. I'd rather seen Ricochet defend the title in a ladder match at WrestleMania than that shit. But Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad that the North American title is the most uh, important of the workhorse titles now. That's not even actually on WWE. I said it on an episode a few weeks ago that I feel like they should have, when Scott Hall passed away, that they should have had some sort of memorial show, or not show, but like matched for him at WrestleMania. The Scott Hall Memorial Battle Royale. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. They didn't have to call it a Scott Hall Memorial thing, but just to say we're having a ladder match for the IC title at WrestleMania and throw Shinsuke like in a rematch against Ricochet on there. I mean, that or you throw, if you want to get like Corbin and McIntyre on the card rather than you know, waste a lot of TV time with a grudge match while your two mid-card titles aren't on the show, then get them involved in the mid-card title picture and, and do something like that. But you just can't... There's no reason that those two titles shouldn't be have space on WrestleMania weekend and that workers like Ricochet and Balor shouldn't have space on WrestleMania weekend. I was going to make the women's tag title point again, but I couldn't remember if... Oh, you're good. If I had done that already <laughs> yeah. or not, because... Fucking computer. This is a waste of space. Like, the tag team match that got cut uh, on the first night, and they ended up having it on the second the, night. They could have just got rid of that whole match altogether. The, the and Ridge like Holland he said, stuff. they could have took those guys, out minus Ridge Holland, because he's a fucking... He injures people. Uh, they could have took them guys and threw them in a ladder match with those guys, or they could have had a four corners match, or fuck, they could have had a lumberjack match of some sort and just had a fuckload of people out there and showcased everybody. Oh yeah, there's another pointless match from Sunday. You uh, just reminded me of the the New Day and yeah, Sheamus uh, and Ridge Holland. The one that they literally cut it from Saturday yeah. night and then yeah. they then they decided to squeeze it in and give it four minutes on Sunday night. And they shouldn't have. Yeah. I mean they they needed to have a roll up victory because <clears throat> didn't didn't uh Xavier Woods. No, roll they up. they had a roll up victory. McAfee on well, Austin okay, Theory. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they got one. It's Vince's favorite type of win. I didn't hate that one. I didn't either. We'll, we'll get there though. We'll get there. I don't know. It might take forever because his computer's uh, Brent's driving me the off. bus. And Did it stop recording again? No. Okay. No, we're recording. Brent's driving the bus and he started drinking at lunch. Yep. <laughs> 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 <It> happens. <laughs> 
You were my supervisor. You didn't. <laughs> you, you you can tell me no. I, I changed my order from a Mountain Dew to a Blue Moon. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I never ordered a Mountain Dew. I just went with Blue Moon. <laughs> All right. Um, L- Logan Paul, Miz, the Mysterios. That was the next <laughs> match on the card. Uh, match surprised me quite a bit. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Logan Paul's been putting the time in, the work. A little too ballerina esque for my taste. <laughs> but uh, he looked good. I mean, like like a uh, uh, $5.1 million Pokemon card he wore to his, around his neck to the so, ring. It was a Charizard, wasn't it? I don't no, know. No, it, it was a Pikachu something or another. It's ridiculous. It was a trainer card. They're lucky somebody didn't reach over the fucking wall and snatch that motherfucker and run off with it. One of one. One of one. Yeah, I can't stand the Paul brothers on a personal level, on a <laughs> character level. I mean, controversy all around them, but... You know, Logan Paul's an athlete. He's got a good look about him. If he decided he wanted to dedicate himself, he would be pretty good at this. I don't see him leaving boxing or his fixed boxing matches where there's millions of dollars of paydays coming every time. But, you know, I like that he, the first redeeming thing he's ever done was defend wrestling on the internet um, (laughs) for, you know, even though it's scripted. You still have to take the bumps and the practice and... Your body's gonna get the shit kicked out of it. Yeah. Supposedly he signed some kind of deal, so maybe he's gonna get some training in. And Vince, Vince told got, him his future I, is. He I gotta go wrestle. off tangent real quick since we're watching fucking WrestleMania. Whoever did the eye makeup for the women this year, really, <laughs> really, really is fucking terrible. Because like every single woman's eye makeup is just fucking. Ter- like, it's bad. Shayna looks like Batman. I liked. Uh, she does, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky fucking. Uh, oh, what was, her, what was I calling her? Shit. Billy Idol. Yeah, she did look like Billy Idol. Didn't she? <laughs> Be- Becky. The Idol. fucking haircut with the with the the makeup was a lot. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but the orange makeup that she had to go on across her face was more like David Bowie. I, yeah, David. I, outside of like like nobody liking Logan and Jake Paul, or, I mean, there are people that like them. I mean, not particularly. Maybe a lot of people around this table right here, but. Like they bring a giant following with them. Oh, their whole career is talking and shit. It's a and different type of following, being maybe just better than what low expectations they have. That too. Doing. And his brother was on the pre-show, and people were chanting shit at him, and he was actually placating to what they were chanting at him. And like that already screams professional wrestler. I mean, they could have the the people like Conor McGregor, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather could come back and be a part of shit again. They yeah. they have a, a marketability to be able to pull more celebrities in, and that's what Vince McMahon's about. Obviously, with Jackass. Pat McAfee, all the oh. shit we've seen this year. They're marketable heels, and well, they, they make all of their following off of being heels. Very the, hateable. You did see the... Uh, and they're pretty. That's the part of the problem. You did see the stat that they put on the beginning of was a Raw or SmackDown that said that WrestleMania and all of its content got over 1 billion views this week, or this week in wrestling. That's crazy. Pretty good. Which, that's part of the reason why they like the Pauls. And, I'm, um, I'm sure. They brought, and, they brought, and they brought in bad bunny like mm. they have and that's yeah. the first thing i've heard of getting a billion views it's crazy and I'm, they're a part of it man because that's people either want to see them lose get beat up or do cool shit unfortunately they're 
they're the ish here right now for <laughs> whatever reason. You know what? I got what I wanted because the Miz hit him with a school crushing finale at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> which was kind of uh, I don't know what they're gonna go with that. Now. I love the, the way you could have read Miz's face like a half second before he did it. I was like, Whoa. does, does that oh. make the Miz a good guy though, or does that make Logan Paul the good guy when he makes comes back? One of them Logan Paul. Logan Paul wanted to be a face, and I don't see that working because he's pretty universally hated. Right, that's so. why I can't figure it out. Like people just don't like him because so. neither one of those dickheads are good guys. I mean, it would be a lot more smarter for me for him to come in as a get booed as a bad guy and the Miz to turn back to being a face. As much as I don't like that, Miz shit, is but. such a good heel though. Yeah, but Logan Paul is what the Miz wants to be. Unless so. Miz teams up with Jake Paul and they're like, "Ha ha, we're picking on you because you're <laughs> a little not, brother." <laughs> Miz isn't what Logan Paul wants to be. Logan Paul is what Miz wants to be. Also, yeah. is it just me or did Dominic Mysterio look like a floor rug? That your grandma would have yeah. like 40 years ago in front He's, of the door. He did. I will say this about Dominic, though, since the last time I watched him, he seemed to be moving a little bit quicker, a little bit more fluid. So the in ring work has definitely improved since the last time I saw Dominic, but I'm still not necessarily sold on him as a superstar. I, I, I don't know. He needs to be on NXT. I think, yeah. he's, I think he's Greg Gagne. He needs to do a heel turn, just take his dad's mask off and put it on because he looks like he's 12. Uh, Ray said that he has to earn the mask. He's 26. He <laughs> I just, I can't see. Is, he needs to get out from under his dad's shadow yeah. because right now, as long as he's running with his dad, and it's cool that they get to do that. You're not going to see Dominic Mysterio as anything other than, okay, that's Ray's kid. I wish they would have brought him through NXT like they did a lot of other people. And right. they could have let him be a Mysterio. Right, that's, but keep Ray on Ray the main Mysterio. roster. Let Dominic be on the, the NXT roster and learn and fucking wrestle with a bunch of people. I think that other that had than mostly have, to do with Ray Mysterio's negotiating skills. Yeah, so. I know, I know. And that's, it's, it sucks for him long term because he's David Flair now. Uh, like a, he ain't gonna like, win no titles and shit ever in his life unless they're just fucking um, so like ah, it's Rey Mysterio's kid we should give him the like a belt like oh, I was gonna like say he's at least alive well like, <laughs> like it made sense when they brought him in originally cause the whole Seth Rollins feud but no after, the only well, thing no, that ever made after, sense after for Dominic was when Eddie was his dad but after that feud, <laughs> after that after that feud they should have been like okay you're too green to be on Main programming, so right back to NXT. Let's go to NXT. Yeah. Hey, we need we needed a a custody battle on a pool match or oh, whatever shit. that was. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio on a pool match. Let's just rehash that. And uh, when he came out at uh, WrestleMania, people made fun of him because the way he was dressed and shit. I guess because there was like, so, oh, right. he's trying to be like Cody Rhodes, but he was trying to be like Eddie Guerrero back in the day. I guess with this, he had a, like Eddie used to come out in like a red. I don't know if he used to do it all the time, but he had like a red, white, and blue outfit he wore once. It was over the top with oh, America yeah. and shit. And I guess that was like a tribute to him and the shitty mullet uh, that he had cut. Nothing like Eddie Guerrero's, but, you know, he tried. And then, uh, well, since we do have Chris from Beerfield, we need a beer, Chris. Come on. <laughs> okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. You guys always have a beer and talk you, about the beer, so we might as well. pull something out of my, my bag of tricks here. Oh, here's a, something I was going to throw out earlier. We didn't really do the uh, the old rumor area this week, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it. We'll do it after WrestleMania. Oh, uh, say so Gable Stevenson is, uh, after the college semester ends, is going to be a regular on Monday Night Raw. You want something you're going to hate or something you're going to like? I brought both. I don't care. I brought both. Here we go. We're going to start with that. This is the one I had on our show this week. Which He was on night one, right? Or was he on night two? Who? Stevenson. He was on two. both. Dude, he got, he got in the ring on one of them. Not, it was night, night one. Night two. Night two. We just watched it. Yeah, he yeah, I I couldn't remember. Belly to belly overhead, Chad Gable. It's fucked up. I just seen it and still don't remember watching it until. <laughs> All right. So we got a Moore Brewing Company, Barlett, and Maybach. Yep. So Maybachs are going to be uh, pale type lager beers. Uh, they're basically a lighter version of a box. So, 
uh, German style, so it should be a little bit more bready, crackery, malty, um, with some nice like floral type hop notes. So basically, a lager with flavor. Have you uh, had Steve Austin's uh, beer or his lager? I've had the IPA. I've not had the lager. Yeah. I didn't even know that he had a lager until yeah, it just came out WrestleMania. It, so I'm gonna have to get my hands on that. I'll be on the lookout for it though. Him and some I can't remember who he named said the name of his guys on the podcast, but they're making all these beers and doing all this crazy. Uh, it's El Segundo Brewing yeah, Company. Yeah, that's who it is. Why am I gonna? Man, they just happen to know what I like. Why am I gonna hate a German lager? You're not gonna hate this. I have other things you'll hate. I gave you something you like first. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm not a not a beer drinker. He's not a beer guy. If you had a liquor of some sort, uh, I could have brought bourbon. A whiskey? I would have drank that. I am a big bourbon guy. Next time you come, you bring some bourbon. I'll drink it. I will bring some bourbon next time. There you go. Six point seven percent on this guy. All right, that's a good beer. Definitely has that bready note you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, spit it back in the cup and then drink it back down again. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Fucking wine tasting that time. <laughs> tasting. Our buddy Brad was fucking spitting shit. And <laughs> well, Logan Paul and the Miz got the win, like we said. And then uh, Miz turned on Logan Paul, just like the shit bag he is. Always has been, always will be. He's, He's awesome. He is. And then... Uh, you were talking about Gable Stevenson, yeah. so might as well talk about Stephanie McMahon came out and introduced him. Yeah. He looked, then, un- uh, he looked uneasy. That was a throwaway segment. <laughs> he, just, he looked uneasy to me, like he was scared. He ain't going to be Kurt Angle boys, I'm, I'm afraid. Do you think he was Stephanie's find or something like these guys prayed mm, now with all these other people? Or I don't know. Not hard to find. I mean, there's a, he's oh, from yeah. a pedigree that has a lot of success. I mean, Lesnar, Chad Gable, Kurt Angle. Um, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, basically. <laughs> uh, Shelton Benjamin. I mean, he's going to be athletic enough to have success. It's really going to depend on the on the character development. And I don't know if introducing him as himself and trying to ride that mainstream success he has off the Olympics like they did with Angle is going to work. Or, I mean, even Angle, once they brought him in, had to go and undergo some, there ain't never gonna be some character, character development. Here, here, so. here, here as far as athleticism, here, here we go. there ain't no transition in the ring quicker than that here, motherfucker. Yeah. Here, here we go. Yeah, Rousey was pretty close. They're talking about bringing L.A. No Knight way. up as a manager. A Ma- fucking manager? Yeah. Manager, For yeah. who? Keith Lee? No, you can oh. you can have him be you can have him be uh, Stevenson's manager. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, almost. <laughs> or Lashley. Why you don't want L.A. Knight to wrestle? That shit blows my mind. I have no idea, but they're talking about calling him up, and they're talking sure about him old, being right? a manager. He ain't that old motherfucker. He ain't old enough I to not wrestle. Young. It's his G- game. Give him to right. Lashley. We were just talking about Lashley needing a mouse beast before we hopped on air. That's true, I guess. Well, I don't know. He's a, he's a heel manager, though. He's... Yeah, nah, he's a, he's, a, he's a face now, right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't. I like the idea of giving him Gable Stevenson. That would work too. All right, uh, Becky Belair and Becky Lynch. I just called her Becky Belair, didn't I? Bianca yeah, Belair. Bianca, Bianca Belair. Belair and Becky Lynch. That was a really good match. This is my favorite match of the weekend. I think uh, of the two women's matches, really? it's my favorite. Yeah, it was my favorite match of of the weekend. I thought that that those two did. The storytelling I thought was was fantastic. It had good pace to it. Um, both can work very well. Um, they, there, there, was there was a one hard hitting. There was one miscue in the match. There's been a decent year long uh, like kind of build up to the match too as well. Yeah, she didn't definitely either, squash her. It was a good payoff. Either, yeah, either Bianca or Becky screwed up somewhere because the heel of her boot went straight into the other one's eye. 
on that uh, yeah, yeah. The flip her, off the top turn. Her face was all swelled up on Monday Night Raw. It was, but it wasn't a type of screw up that loses credibility. Well, it no, gains just, it because you just yeah. got kicked in the side of the freaking yeah. head. That's so. almost like Becky Lynch getting her nose busted and becoming the man. You yeah. know, it gives her a little bit of street cred because she got she got her face busted up for that title. You know, the one thing I noticed was the difference in Bianca's face year to year. When mm-hmm. she won the title last year, it was just, oh my gosh, like surprise, shock, like I'm the fucking champion, blah, blah, blah. First time. Big old smile on her face. And like this one was cool, collected, like I'm supposed to fucking be. I'm suppo- yes. Title. Yeah. It's about the business this year, bud. They squashed her out in fucking like six seconds on on SummerSlam, which is the biggest bullshit I thought ever, even though he was ready for a title run to be over with and everything, and a lot of other people were I'm too. Ar- I'm already ready for this title matter. run you, to be over. It was, yeah. a, it was a good setup, though, I think, having her squashed, and then... You don't like cowboy shit. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like the when EST it, of WWE. That, especially when that cowboy drives out in a Tesla and shit. <laughs> Fake cowboy. I thought that uh, the payoff on that was good, though, having her squashed and then build up for a year to... To win in what really was a good back and forth match. Well, and honestly, Becky might not have been as important this whole year if she didn't come back and immediately squash Bianca. That's true. I guess maybe. Plus, she never actually lost her title. Yeah. Right. She yep. she gave it to Oscar. So it's what happened to her? You think they lose lost faith in her or what? Uh, she had a shoulder injury. She's, injured, she's on her way back. I guess I think she's been she's, ready she's, to come back. She's good like to go. They months, just haven't though. brought her back. To, every time they want to bring her back, it's like, nah, it's not going to work. Never mind. Same thing with Bailey, and you got to bring them both back and infuse it. But I don't know if they were waiting until, you know, after Mania sometime. But if they were, I'd have expected that on, on this week's right. round of shows. So maybe we'll see them build something for SummerSlam, but. I'm not sure. They're doing weird shit the way they're going about bringing people back anymore. Thing is, is, is Bailey coming back as the heel, or she's going to be a face? Maybe she, she'll come back as her sister Haley. <laughs> <laughs> little, little sister Haley. Little sister Haley. Um, I think they need to bring her back. You can't bring back the hugger character. Why not? I keep telling him that shit. I because can't. you've... Because Izzy grew up, goddammit. Well, and... You, so did Bailey. That's the thing. She, <laughs> she I mean, said we ain't talking she, about AEW here. That, that's exactly it, is that Bailey that grew... made the money. Is that Bailey grew up, and she, not only did she grow up, but that character was not getting over, and then that new development to Ding Dong Hello, Bailey actually getting over before she got hurt you can keep that and make that a face you don't have to change the character to turn that character face whereas with the hugger character you could not turn that heel without a complete character change i think she comes back as the exact same person she left as i think so too because you need well it just it really depends on i mean right now you've got what rousey's is a face flair's a heel lynch is a heel <laughs> I know what they're going to do. Belair's a face. It's probably going to be... I think you got to bring back Heel Bailey to keep balance, and then Oscar comes back (laughs) as a face. I know what they're going to do. She's going to come back with a split personality. (laughs) And every once in a while, when she gets rung in the head, she'll start hugging people, and then someone will blow a whistle, and she'll go back to the bad guy. So actually, I have an idea. I I have a thought on what you just alluded to with (laughs) Ezekiel. I, I think that that's actually what they're doing with Elias. Is <laughs> he comes out with a big fake beard and a guitar next week. And well, it's, and it's because they... Am I telegraphing this? Are we going to get to this later? No. Okay. Well, it's because they acknowledge that it's the same guy. They didn't try to repackage him and yeah. treat the audience like they're stupid and they don't realize it's the same guy. They 
pretty much acknowledged Elias in that same breath. And it's like, we're treating you like you're stupid, but we're not really treating you like we're stupid. And it's going to double back at some point, I think, because of that. Because they didn't just try to be like, oh, Ezekiel's debuting, and here's a bunch of vignettes for Ezekiel. And- they should have had him be the Joker and fucking come out like, you know how I got these scars with the fucking deep creases <laughs> on his fucking face. I, I, damn, he get cut or what? But it's just, uh, it's just how he looks. <laughs> yeah, the, way, the way the stuff's been going, if it bleeds into Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, we can just blend it all together. That shit was weird, man. Real so, weird. I think if... Uh, yeah. I think they they are going to double back on the Elias character. They're going to have to. The Ezekiel character is so bad. There's no way <laughs> expect that to get over. I don't, There's so no weird. way they think their audience is that dumb. And it's like, got to be a play into something bigger. He's like, Kevin Owens, you're a he, liar. And he, he's like, what? He actually looks like a champion, though. <laughs> I was going to say, he I'd looks like a dirty visually. Hip, he looks like a dirty hippie. hippie. What makes me mad, though, is that Kevin Owens went from Stone Cold, main event of WrestleMania, should be moving him up a tier on getting paid more money, and he's fucking with Ezekiel. Or Elias. I don't know. What makes me mad is that the Elias character was over. You could have done yeah. more with the Elias character they because never, it was I've been over. saying it for years. They I, never gave him a chance. I think he got too big for his britches, bud. I don't think so. Man. I do. I think he got a big head in the back room, and Vincent Man was like, "You know what, pal? We're going to shave your beard and give you pink trunks, <laughs> and we're going to give you an Amish name." The criticism that I always heard from him coming up from NXT was fucking that he wasn't very good in the ring, like in the bell ring. Uh, but. Like, he worked on that shit, man, and he had good matches. He looks the part. I've never been overly impressed. As far as physique and shit. You can he, look at it, but you got to do it, He can sway the crowd. I mean, he did always go for the cheap heat. Not but. no more. He ain't got all them gimmicks and all that shit no more. He's got to come up with new ones now. He's Ezekiel. How do you he, come up with new gimmicks? For, is he, is he going to play the kazoo instead? Oh, it would be fucking the recording. great. If he had a, <laughs> a fucking banjo instead of guitar or some weird shit. <laughs> Ooh, that would work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, anybody else anymore to say about Bianca and Becky? Nah, fuck them bitches. Uh, no, I, I, I thought it was a great match. and It was. I, I was thoroughly entertained. They both did a, a hell of a job, and I thought Becky was going to have a I, nine wardrobe malfunctions. I, I could. We did get we a wardrobe hoping. malfunction. Different match. I could have done. I could have done without the Texas Southern marching band playing for that. That was different, but I guess yeah. that's that was the best school, part. Right? What are you talking oh, about? No, that was weird. <laughs> And she went to like, have weird entrances. She went to a school in Tennessee too, so I don't know what that was. But she went. Didn't she go to the University of Tennessee? Yeah, I think so. Who? Well, uh, I like. We're who, in Texas. It's all about Texas. Texas shaped everything. Like who? When did it start that people <laughs> had to have stars at night? <laughs> when, when did it start that like every person that comes out at WrestleMania has to have this fucking goofy fucking entrance and they come out like it used to be like one person like Undertaker with the Druids and it was like that was all we needed. This, now every uh, motherfucker. I want a big entrance too. I want a throne with a bunch of gladiators. Like this year's stuff. WrestleMania. I want to come out with Terminator. Like this year's WrestleMania, the only thing over the top coming out the ring should be Stone Cold on the four wheeler, and that's it. Like it to me, like Stone Cold on the four wheeler is cool, which we'll get to. But everyone driving out in their fucking Lamborghinis or their fucking SUVs or their fucking horsebacks or whatever bullshit they rode to the ring on, kind of like. Just Put it in my fans. I want to see somebody drive out in like a '98 or a '90 Ford Pinto. <laughs> I was hoping Stone Cold would have the old truck with the skull on top of it, so 316 that he'd drive down the ring. But he probably sold that shit back. He should have came down in the beer truck. That would nah, that's that truck's probably in the uh, WWE warehouse. Oh, if they're gonna top dollar to go find it from yeah, somebody they sold it to yeah. on A and E. Yep. We don't know exactly where we don't know where it is. It's your job to find it. But. <laughs> see some hillbilly. Bet if it's a little rusted out now, <laughs> I'll sell it to you. 
All right, next match you had uh, Seth Rollins taking on his mystery opponent, which for wasn't weeks. Wasn't The Undertaker, damn it. No. no. <laughs> Wasn't Wyndham Rotunda either. No. no. <laughs> Who was your choice? Me? Yeah. I've been saying Cody for months. So. No, well, no, you you, you've you been saying it's a work. I haven't. I said it's the only thing that makes any sense. Bullshit. Well, no, you've we, been saying it's a work since he fucking well, left no, AEW. We, we, we all made a bold prediction. I said Cody, I'm pretty sure, didn't I? No. you well, picked, wouldn't have been a bold you prediction. Picked, you picked another one. Who did I, did I pick fucking... You're trying to jump on the Coney bandwagon now. You've been telling no, me that not. it's a fucking... I said it's the only thing that makes sense if they bring him to WrestleMania. It, no. You haven't been saying it's a work out. since he fucking left AEW. Right. You ain't even really left hasn't AEW. Been on, we didn't record who we chose. I think we just talked about it in my office that morning or I something. don't remember. I threw out like fucking 50 names, but it was, it's too many. It's all right. Brent obviously remembers. Maybe he should just tell you. But there was like a podcast or so ago. He, he, he picked somebody bold, though. Uh, and, and I was like, it, it makes sense that it fucking be he come out lays the challenge down and Cody Rhodes answers it because who the, it was either that or almost or Lashley was going to answer his challenge. So with well, them the pulling Cody off TV for the two weeks going into WrestleMania, it's the only thing that made sense. Well, the prodigal son returns. So, but I said like thirty Dude, different people. A, uh, I think I said fucking Kenny Omega at one point in time. I think I said uh, <laughs> I don't know. I threw out a bunch of fucking crazy predictions. The the what main bitch I have about this, or or the main complaint I have about the complaint of this match is. So I've seen both sides of it. Like, well, a lot of people online that I've seen are like, oh. WWE still fucking him over. Like he still took him five crossroads to get him pinned. It's like no, but that ending was definitive. Like yeah, that was akin to like stacking like the bodies they, at WrestleMania last like year. They, you know, it would have been cool. Have how they, they never watched AEW. He's <laughs> always hit two or three crossroads. Would have been uh, funny if they would have pulled like Cody Rhodes music and then MJF's music would have hit instead, and it would have been oh, coming dude. out. People would have lost their shit, wouldn't they? <laughs> I have a lot of philosophical <laughs> things about this. First and foremost, I like the misdirection WWE tried to put out there with. Oh. In the on through the dirt sheets of he hasn't signed yet. Jer- Jericho's who I said in your office that morning. Yeah, yeah. I said Jericho come back because we making all kinds of bolder statements about him. He's always saying Jericho's coming back to WWE and shit, which I don't think that's going to happen. But but my other thought on this too is that so before we get to the actual match, Cody was the first domino to fall going from WWE over to AEW because the grass is greener on the other side, and we talked. I can't remember if we were recording or was before we were recording about the AEW formula, big debut, three to four weeks of TV time, and then into the background. And a lot of those deals now are going to start to come up, so he's the first one to jump back, but I don't think he's the last either. And I depends think on, you're depends start, on how uh, WWE treats Cody going forward. Yeah. It does, and if they've learned something from his exodus and the exodus of a bunch of others, particularly in giving these people a saying and creative, and it sounds like Cody got a pretty decent handshake agreement, but a pretty decent say with with creative in this one. I think as far as his character goes, probably, but as far as where his story goes, that's probably still 100% Vince McMahon, unless they made some type of deal where, like, you're going to get to hold the title once, pal. The only deal, deal that I heard is 100% handshake deal that we're never going to talk about Stardust, and then he fucking, his first promo on Raw. <laughs> Not even his first Star- promo on Raw, his first taunt in the ring, he did the Stardust <laughs> cartwheel and taunt. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's kind of like fucking... I think he kind of had to. But I think that brings Dustin back, like we've been talking about. Probably gets him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think if they build Cody right, uh, especially if Roman's, like, hurt, like they said he might be, 
they build Cody right, they could have him go all the way to Royal Rumble, win the Rumble, and then beat. Dude, I hope have it's, him beat Roman at WrestleMania next year Dynasty instead of the Rock. Dynasty man, that would be kidding. cool. What are you gonna do? Have him wrestle Charlotte for the women's title? No, I just hope that Cody Rhodes comes out and starts talk, saying "fucking acknowledge, acknowledge me, Roman Reigns." My oh, family is the guess, fucking but, wrestling family, not yours. I, then that could bring Dustin back, but he'd have to I, be Gold Dust, which would be kind of weird. The, the only don't have to be the only argument to that is there's never been a Rhodes to hold the WWE Championship, well, and that's well, what I'm that's, saying. That's Roman what he says back. He wins that's it. That's why The Rock comes out to tell him. And then, night two WrestleMania next and year. And it Cody ends wins like it. I've been saying, and all the Samoans. And their face paint doing the little war dance thing. No, I think it is a. <laughs> I think if they build Cody all year long, they say he, like I said, he wins a rumble and then beats Roman next year. That's the biggest fuck you to Tony Khan and AEW of all time. Look what I did with your man who helped you build your company. Thanks for paying for it and taking these AD put fucking people uh, off of me. Cody <laughs> did an interview after WrestleMania. It's like his media thing or whatever, and he said he fucked himself kind of in AEW because he said I put myself in the corner where I I, I could never win the title. He's like I, I kind of. Screwed my own character over down there. So rather than be a hypocrite in AEW, he's just going to turn on him and be the biggest hypocrite in wrestling ever. Well, and the other thing he's talked about a lot, too, and this is why I don't I don't look at it as Cody being a hypocrite. He got out. He got to the other side. He had to do the management job. And then I think it sounds like he never wants to go back to it. So it sounds like he learned some of what Vince and Triple H were dealing with and got a new perspective on what was going on with from that side of it with him and a new appreciation for it. And you can't really understand that until, until you walk in those shoes. And it, it really just sounds like he did some growing up after he went over there and got to see the other side of the coin and realized, okay, this is why this stuff happened and went back and, and patched it all up and really did some growing over that time. I think his entrance would have been a lot more cooler if they would have brought him up out of the mist sitting in Triple H's chair though. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Uh, rebuilt and shit. Uh, a little bit of tape holding one of the crowns on the back up or some kind of shit. Uh, I thought Seth Rollins looked like fucking Jimmy King when he came to the ring and stuff. <laughs> he did. Uh, he had like a purple cloak on, but he looked like but Jimmy King. He was in sequence. I thought he was wearing fishnets I, at one point. I will rule you. Uh, it was a really good match outside of that, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been complaining about Cody Rhodes on AEW for the last fucking year. I mean, so. uh, it says a lot to Seth Rollins, too, to let Cody Rhodes now. come in from wherever. It's a WrestleMania match. Seth Rollins is like at the top of his game right now, and you're going to lose to this dude who's just coming back from AEW. Like, it's not like he, Cody, Lo- Cody Rhodes left the next night and he's going to be gone, but still, it says a lot about Seth Rollins to be like, all right, that's no big deal. I'll take the loss. Like, Hogan would have been like, no, sorry, brother, can't yeah. do it. <laughs> they beat the hell out of each other, too. Oh, yeah, they beat the shit out of each other. Dude, and, the face and, kicks. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you see his forehead after the match. Yeah. Cody's forehead was all swelled up from getting yeah. kicked. I in was the head. watching the kicks, being like, and then Monday, and then Monday night during the promo, Rollins came out and shook his hand. Yeah. What kind of kicks? What kind of kicks were they calling them? They were calling them something, and it's some fam- some wrestler, some Japanese wrestler does it. But Michael Cole, or it might have been Michael Cole, it might have been uh, Pat McAfee. Somebody was actually saying what the actual name of the kicks were, which is something that WWE hasn't done in like a long time a long to actually time. call out or what a wrestling move was. But there was like a couple times I noticed at WrestleMania they were actually calling wrestling moves, and I was like, what the fuck's going on Corey here Graves right did it too. Um, with the um, He's the one who said the names of the kicks. Corey Graves was. Yeah, Corey Graves did it with the dragon screw yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. With, with the uh, the legless takedown. There's I think a lot of things the over the Charlotte weekend, Becky though. match. There's a lot of things over the weekend, though, that uh, wrestling has been saying, like alluding to or whatever, like... Uh, 
during the Hall of Fame, they've mentioned the filthy animals in the introduction to yeah. it. Then they uh, talked about Steiner math and shit. <laughs> that like, shit it's all it's like a bunch of stuff. Uh, Dragon uh, screw. It, well, and Cody's dropped pro wrestling a couple of times too. And yeah. being back with WWE, that was one of the, the taboo things you don't say is pro wrestling. Uh, maybe maybe Vince is changing his mind just a little bit and opening it up to, you know what I mean? It is professional wrestling at the end of the fucking day. Uh, Vince already has figured out how to beat TK. TK just ain't smart enough. Maybe, maybe he's just slowly you s- trying to sneak prop- the wrestling the only, part back in there a little the only bit. Reason that, one of the only reasons that Vince doesn't call it pro wrestling is because if he is in each state, the actual athletic commissions would make him try to pay money. And uh, another, He honestly really just thinks that it sounds better to be a superstar, though. Yeah. Well, and well then, he said that on Pat McAfee's show. You I think pro wrestling? Or would you rather hear superstar? And right. I think it was Dark Side of the Ring too, where um, the commissions will make you pay money, but then you're subject to testing and regulations. Yeah. And if you're an entertainment show, you're not. Right. Which they just dropped their marijuana policy. I mean, that's why he yep. came out and dropped kayfabe in the early '90s, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it still blows my mind when they send people home for steroid use. Fuck them. They want to blow up their fucking heads. Let them do it. <laughs> yeah. Same argument can be made for baseball, though. Let them fucking do it. They want to ruin their bodies to show me a good time. I'd rather see 90 home runs and fucking 17 fucking field outs. I hate, <laughs> hate to say it, though. It still takes a lot of talent, whether you're on steroids or not, to hit that ball that's coming 100 right. miles an hour yeah. at you. Steroids I want to see fucking Bo Jackson breaking bats over his knees and shit. You steroids know what I mean? has nothing to do with hand-eye coordination. Right. 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 All power and speed. Just helps you send it a little farther, that's all. (laughs) I I, I do think Vince needs Tony Khan, though. I think that Vince needs competition because that's when WWE's at its best. And I think competition always makes everything better. Overall, there were some better matches and some some more amendable things throughout WrestleMania weekend than we've seen in the last several years. And I think it's because. Oh, now you're talking shit about Pirate Hogan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was there like uh, six crossroads he did to him in the match? Maybe yeah. it was four, four to four, four. and then uh, three of them right at the end. Wow, wow, wow! I was really surprised. Spanish fly, but we never got to see it. I, I was surprised we didn't see the Tiger Driver '98 either. <laughs> no, we <laughs> got we got a pedigree though. Yeah, oh, I thought we were gonna see Cody hit the pedigree for a minute. I, and I was so like, too. oh shit, what a smack in the face! When he hit those double underhooks, I thought that's where that was going. I yeah. actually said pedigree, and then it was just a double underhook power bomb. A lot cooler if you'd pedigreed him. That's the other thing I saw this weekend. There was a lot of moves I haven't seen in a while either. You'd pedigreed him, got up and told him to suck it. <laughs> oh, what's he doing? The only knock I think I have on that match is I think Vince McMahon let him go AEW where they had 12 false finishes before I mean, the match was over. He might trust Cody and Seth enough to let him call it in the ring and then just tell him, you know, this is what the finish is going to be or whatever. This is how it's going to finish or whatever. Which, you know, for years and years and years, that's what I've been saying for a while. They don't have a guy who just set them down, let them run in the ring, and then just have them work on one finish. And this then is... let them do whatever in the ring that they would do. You know, they try to produce a whole entire match. And then I think part of the problem is they have to remember Everything. every step in the match rather than in each other's ear go, okay, I'm going to do this. Call it on the fly. And that's one of the things that they did. In the Attitude Era, yep. when you had a bunch of people, Vince Trusted, Rock, Austin, Taker, Kane, oh, They'll have all these Triple guys H. in there at 8 a.m. trying to produce a fucking match, and then you got to remember every step of that shit. Like, like there's just no way, man. It'd be so fucking hard. And then it'll change right before the show starts. Yeah. <laughs> this is honestly the only match that uh, has me thinking about the future of WWE. Like for the next year, maybe? Yeah. Like Barring injuries like and a- things like that. I don't really care about anything else that happens in the next year so far. They have to start from scratch with me, um, except for Cody. 
He's on a strange journey, Cody is. His whole career has <laughs> been on a strange journey, I feel yeah, like. So is Dusty's. Yeah, that's true. But you know now, say Cody's in WWE for two years, wins the title, and he gets tired of it. He goes back to AEW. You could pull that fucking New York bad guy gimmick like his dad did, right. show up with the Yankee hat on and shit. That I mean, shit would be funny. Dusty started like two or three promotions in his yeah. career. So I don't think Cody does it again. He, he was. I also liked it that they had him go against Seth Rollins, though, because, I mean, Seth Rollins is, co- or is Dusty's creation. Yeah, I give it XT. I gave it eight stars. It, fuck off. Fuck I do. It was my favorite match. And it wasn't in the Tokyo Dome. No, I had nine in the Tokyo Dome. It was my oh. favorite match. It was my favorite match of the first night. Shut right, up. You were fucking jerking off Stone Cold. That wasn't all a week. fucking match, bro. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to tell you all week. It was a match, but it wasn't a match. It wasn't it was a gim- <laughs> it was a gimmick match. It wasn't a match. It was still impressive. It was for his age and fucking Right. The SmackDown women's championship match. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. Titty. I fell asleep. Yeah, titty came out. I, the best part of the titty coming out though is they took it <laughs> off air to to edit it out and edit it right back to yeah. oh look titty, titty yep. <laughs> oh, take it away again everybody fucking looked at me like oh your internet's going out again huh <laughs> no no there, no it was a titty yep <laughs> it happened to WrestleMania the year before too mm-hmm. I was worried about your titties so you know it is what it is it was an okay match though uh, Ronda and Charlotte you know I'd rather seen Ronda and Becky but. It was my favorite. They did the match show with Bianca. So. That was my favorite match of night one. It was a good. Oh, I don't. When they do those matches, and they yeah. end them in a controversy the way they do it. Kind of. Did you re, me. did you rewatch it? Because you snored through part of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I went back. These guys kept saying I was falling asleep. Guys, but I honestly lost. From New York now. I watched less NXT. than like a minute and a half of. I fell asleep night. for like thirty minutes of that match, and it was only twenty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it was it was fine. I I. Preferred the Bianca Becky match, honestly. Yeah. I, can't, I can't say much. I fell asleep last night. I remember John Moxley coming out, and then I woke up at like ten twenty, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit! I missed the whole Wheeler Yuta match." <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of what you don't like about WWE booking, though, with the the non queen, the BS type finish, and well, that's because they're going to build the storyline for Backlash. Yeah, and I don't like that at WrestleMania because WrestleMania is supposed to be the end of all the storylines, not fucking let's keep it going. It's for WrestleMania bash, backlash. backlash. Yeah, you got to get your revenge for all the things bad that happened at WrestleMania. Why don't which, they, why which, they just calling it Backlash? Why has it got to be WrestleMania Backlash? Because they can no. finish up the stories that they didn't finish at WrestleMania. Because they can sell more tickets because it's named WrestleMania also. They also just don't like Rousey as a face. She's not a good face. They she, can they can be lazy and be like, oh, we, we still got three more weeks to finish a storyline. They told her to smile and shit or whatever, so she's out there smiling and she looks uncomfortable as fuck while she she's doing She wasn't smiling it. on... Friday. It's well, not natural. There's she, a rumor. She wants, an I, she wants an I quit match now with uh, Charlotte. Rumor going around is on uh, Saturday, she was told, or on Friday, she was told that her match on Saturday would not be the main event, and she got upset about it and left the Hall of Fame with her husband, and then was like, oh, we had a baby that couldn't sleep, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they had their match on uh, on Sunday or whatever, but I don't know if maybe it ended the way it ended, maybe because she decided to have an attitude about shit and... <laughs> they're like oh well we can do this then and fucking just have I charlotte that, win it and we won't give you the wrestlemania win you think so them being shitty about her fucking leaving the hall of fame was completely well, made up i don't know man well the bad part is if you want to use a vince term ronda screwed ronda she's <laughs> the one that pushed charlotte into the referee <laughs> that's true so you screwed yourself when charlotte tapped out and the ref didn't see it i just don't care about ronda rousey as a wrestler 
Yeah, most people I'll don't. I'll just say it. I just I don't know how you guys don't. I she just brought the mainstream. She's the best woman's fighter on the planet. She needs to work on the Piper's Pit, and she's not the best woman's fighter on the planet. She was anymore. for she a was. fucking long time. She was. She's like Shamrock, but well, not, not Shamrock's that, not Shamrock. The problem is, is that I don't watch WWE to see UFC. I don't watch WWE to see. I want to see so I mean, sports entertainers and wrestlers perform what I like about wrestling and that's not that I don't think anybody can argue that's not the same skill set as being a good UFC no, fighter but she 100% adapted to the style and and is not she lazy does. like other fucking celebrities she, in it. she got the in-ring part down fine yep. she did not get the character development and that's why you just watch face heal or any of the nah. promo work or any of the they other things. Even that, worry about all that bullshit. They should yes. just have her be pointing at signs. Then they need a belt. They need to have a manager on the floor. Then you give her a mouthpiece, and they all screwed hand. up by not doing that. And that's on the WWE. But you got to make me care about Rousey as a as a wrestler. She can do the in ring stuff. She can work. I don't have any concerns about that. It's everything I mean, outside of it you have to do to personality develop. Personality is the mainstream appeal that she had. Her whole personality is ganked from Roddy Piper right now. It is, her, her, and she needs to work on the Piper's pit a little bit. She got, <laughs> she got to work on that finishing move there a little bit, bro. It looks sad. This looks like a fucking Samoan drop to me. It's yeah. supposed to be the angle slam or whatever, but it looks That's like a Samoan it, drop. See, it, I thought it was supposed to be more of like a inverted, like almost a Death Valley driver, but kind of down pretty sure it's supposed to be the angle slam and she's just fucking it up see look at that none <laughs> of us know what it's supposed to be it could be a Samoan drop could because be could be a death valley driver she was using it the, the last part. time she wrestled i'm the pretty angle sure slam. it's her that part was you're she? a you're a ufc fighter just walk right out there and round kick him in the head and put him in an arm bar and you're done right right that's her personality I mean, that's what it belly be. to belly him and put him in the fucking ankle lock and fucking tapped him out that's i also think the piggybacking the rowdy piper stuff has really bothered me i know he yeah. gave it to her i know she was a fan but they mentioned that to me that's now. like not like come on you're, you're ronda fucking rousey you you can stand on your own two legs there they're also kind of trying to ride her like steve austin she's <laughs> also one of those uh, we're gonna have her wrestle with one arm tied behind her back in her judo outfit and she's botched a bunch of shit her timing's kind of shitty people are that good at their thing that they got famous for or whatever are like weird individuals anyways like that she doesn't like, like she doesn't operate on our fucking plane of existence, or even the superstars' plane of existence. When they, they had their uh, with kids when they had their that um, irritates a lot of people. When they had their contract signing on SmackDown, uh, she didn't want to show up to do the practice or whatever for that contract <laughs> signing, and then botched the fuck out of it so bad that they had to cut it completely off the show because she's supposed to be beating her head off the table and she couldn't do it. Oh yeah, it's, and it's like just small shit like that. Like she needs to be able to be willing to come in and do that extra and work on them promos and do that just that little bit of extra to really make it They've, make me feel like she wants to be there. Because right now it feels like she just needs a fucking paycheck because she don't want to fight. She's probably pissed. They keep giving her the L's. She's the fucking most famous woman's fighter well, on the planet. You she fucking take off and leave the Hall of Fame because you don't be in the main event. I mean, you're gonna <laughs> take that. L. They're at least making her look pretty every week. That's the thing too. She's a mean motherfucking fighting fighter. Like, and you want her to smile and look pretty, and it's. <laughs> it's back they're trying to like take us back to the divas i don't want that i don't want divas if i want a divas I fucking... nice yes I, I want what they gave us at the women's Spirit. evolution pay-per-view right it's only available in wisconsin or are we going to forget about the women's revolution like we're forgetting about covid like no i, I don't you know what i'm saying yeah i feel like they're trying to diva it up real bad again <laughs> Definitely are over the NXT. top with the makeup. Be too overly pretty. Like uh, there's titties popping out every two seconds. 
Yeah, but at least they can work while their titties are popping out. Yeah, but you know part. what I mean? The the stuff they're like they're just scantily clad as fuck go out here and like Becky and her butt cheeks at the one pay per view, you know what I mean? She was basically wearing a straight thong Be- dress on Becky two know. cheeks. You know, it's just Wait, Rhea Ripley's pins. And unless it's the two main women wrestling, you leave Rhea out of they this. have like three minutes in the ring to fucking get their shit in and their matches over and it's like a six women tag all the time. I don't want to leave Rhea out of this. We haven't made it to Sunday yet. <laughs> Not bad. It's a new Glarus, what, blueberry cocoa? Blueberry cocoa stout, yeah. Anyway, Charlotte won the match in mid-controversy. Definitely I'd smells like blueberries. Give it about a fucking... It's new Glarus, the same one that does spotted cow. Yep. Definitely smells like cocoa. Wow. It's like a, it's like a um oh hell, what did, I just forgot the name of the old Tootsie Roll. I forgot the name of a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Tastes like a Tootsie Roll with blueberries. I can agree to that. Yeah, it does. Interesting. Gave the match a four. Yeah, you probably like this one. Faux. Faux. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It's a blueberry cocoa stout from New Glarus. Sounds strange. It tastes like a Tootsie Roll with blueberry. No. It's pretty good. Pretty accurate. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. You can be in New Glarus in like four hours. You can. These were brought down to me by a buddy of mine. Brought me a bunch of New Glarus. Last time I was in Wisconsin. Nice. Cheese. And then moving on to the main event. You had the most spu- or stupendous KO show in WrestleMania history. That shit's stupid. Why does it always got to be fucking stupendous? Or because great? Pat McAfee said stupendous and nobody else says stupendous. Let's just have WrestleMania. Because Vince McMahon heard one thing that stuck and says, this will sell tickets. Like Pavlovian dogs? Yeah, Vin- Vince heard stupendous. He's like, that's unique. Such good shit, pal. <laughs> so, God damn it, pal. I love it. <laughs> Tuxedo <laughs> shorts. The reason that KO brought Stone Cold Steve Austin to Dallas, Texas is to not be on the KO show, but it's to challenge him to a no-holds-bar match in the main event of WrestleMania. So, if you want to see Stone Cold have that match, give me a hell yeah. I actually said, if you want to see me kick this sack of shit, yeah. <laughs> kick the shit out of this sack of shit, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> yeah Stone Cold came out uh, and does what Stone Cold does. He came out, override. played to the crowd, went back, got his four-wheeler and brought it back out. And that's why I think he should have been the only one to drive anything or be... Like, it was Steve Austin. You want to you want to get it real over, which it got over anyway. Have him be the only motherfucker that's got the giant over-the-top entrance with the four-wheeler and all the shit. There was Lamborghinis and fucking Denali's and so much crazy shit at WrestleMania that it almost like... It's like, oh, you could have just gotten the ring and beat his ass without all the... WrestleMania could have just been this end segment. We just all watched it. Same and, amount of people. And then when the ass-kicking commenced, it started kind of slow. He was stomping him in every corner, and it was... they were some old mud holes. They were some old man mud holes for a minute. And then Stone Cold said... <laughs> Give me a couple beers and had him one or two beers and this mud hole stomping got a little quicker. Something my wife picked up on too is that he looked stiff at the beginning and then like maybe he just needed to stretch more before you, the match. I think he needed the beers. He just needed the beers. Just needed needed a I mean, beers. He got him out of the ring he and he said, give me a couple more out. beers. He drank still looked pretty more. weak at the end though when he was crawling up onto the announce table. He's probably fucking too. tired, like bro. Took I mean, he just to... did a 20 plus minute match. <laughs> suplex <laughs> on the pavement. 57 years old. Yeah, he took a suplex on the pavement. They fucking started fighting the crowd and I was surprised he gave two suplexes on the stage and he said give me a couple more beers that was the best part of the whole match he was drinking beer while he was beating actually the whole best part of the match was after the match was over and his brother got in the ring and had a beer with him and then you could read his lips of get the fuck out of my ring (laughs) (laughs) his brother started laughing and got out been a lot more cooler if he was stunned his brother nah they're family that's all right you can give your family that's all right you can stun whoever 
Stone Cold. Tell Clint's the lowest, brother. That's true. Uh, the, <laughs> the one kid, Jay's nephew, he's what, he's 365 and oh with Midget. the stunner. Oh, yeah. No, so, I've seen somebody get Shout out to Wacky Pack on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to get him on here now. You just gave him a, you just gave him a uh, shout, shout out. out. That's, that's a bold statement. You just shout made. out. Uh, outside of that, though, it's Steve Austin. I was feeling like a 14-year-old kid again when he came out. <laughs> it was yeah. You know, the glass broke and I, the hairs rose up on the back of my neck like they always did when I was a kid. And to see him get in the ring and... Like immediately have the like no one like today like they don't have guys that can get in the ring and say like give me a hell yeah and have the whole crowd immediately react to that type of uh, thing. They well, don't have, they did and they renamed him Ezekiel. Well, <laughs> WWE stands for. But they don't really have like like guys like I guess Austin or The Rock anymore that can cut a good promo like that and have you in the palm of their fucking hand just by saying two or three words. Uh, and I don't know if yes, that they I do. think they just don't use them. Kevin I think Owens. that's kind of their fault. I guess Samoa Joe had people gripped. Kevin Owens doesn't really Dude, have catchphrases. Ezekiel had people, or Ezekiel. Elias had people asshole. gripped. That's the one that immediately comes to mind. And then, yeah, you had Adam Cole. That or Enzo. Adam with Boom, Enzo and Cass. No, Enzo left for different LA reasons. Knight, you know, they got him, but I guess they turned him into a manager. We had to talk about the Enzo reason, though. We get to, I'm sure Nash Carter and MSK will come up at some point. So. Stand in the liver. Yeah. There's actually a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes in wrestling this week, too. But uh, so anyway, he got he uh, Austin got hit with a stunner, kicked out at two, which you knew was going to happen. He gonna lose to his own my own fucking, and then you know gave Kevin Owens probably the best stunner out of everybody all WrestleMania weekend. I don't well best actually, stunner actually, or best sell because, best sell. I'm sorry, best sell. Um, I, I no, I Austin Theory. I think Austin had the best Theory, sell. dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Austin he Theory did. has the best actually, one ever. McAfee was pretty whoever, fucking funny to to me. Like he got fucking like he went up on his tippy toes. That's because like, he wasn't supposed to get a stunner. Ma- yeah, McAfee didn't know any of that was happening. If you listen to his show he, and believe it, he kind of sold it half Scott Hall a little bit, but he was like on his tippy toes and like just <laughs> fell backwards. And My shit. favorite part about McAfee taking the stunner which is on sunday so we'll get to it anyway but i'm gonna say it now is when he's laying on the ground outside <laughs> still chugging, chugging, the still chugging a beer <laughs> it's like but, best uh, wrestlemania ever austin theory <laughs> had the best sell of the weekend though because it, it reminded me no. of the rock selling the stunner just how over no, the top it, it was, it was the no plus. who had the best stunner of the of the weekend is vince mcmahon <laughs> after the guy edited it and made it look fantastic like the <laughs> splash mountain thing or whatever <laughs> fucking the guy, the guy, the guy who edited under half the guy yeah. who edited wrestlemania's highlights and put it on smackdown made vince mcmahon look like a fucking champion <laughs> i didn't i did that's not why see I, that. uh, that's why partly why i wonder what because i want to see how bad the stunner was because you can't even see when vince mcmahon goes down you can't see his bottom half it looks like he's just sitting behind stone cold like at the movies or some that's shit. because uh, his top half went one direction and his legs like, went the other well he like landed on his <laughs> like sitting straight down on his ass it was the weirdest shit it's like he's stone vince mcmahon's first ever stunner was the shits and his last ever stunner was the shits. Maybe that's what he was paying homage to. I, I have I no know. idea. Hey, look, Vince Stone Cold was trying to laugh as that. Well, trying well, he got back laugh, up on dude. the turnbuckle after that. Was like motherfucker. The thing <laughs> is, too, thing is, too, that night or Sunday night when you hear the and here comes Austin. You can already tell he's like three sheets to the fucking wind by the time he's getting into the ring. And, he's uh, at his like he enjoyed the shit out of himself on yeah. Sunday, though. and he held beer in his mouth the whole time he did all that shit with Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? He had that beer. I don't know how he did it, but he was holding beer in his mouth the whole time he did that shit. And he got up and spit beer out all over after that. And I was like, how the fuck? And he was like trying not to laugh. I don't know if he, maybe he puked it up because he was laughing so goddamn hard. But you could see that like, like Vince, like when he went to give him the stunner, like, I don't know if he lost balance. 
but he was like shaking backwards or some shit and Stone Cold was trying to like grab his head and the shit just wasn't working out the way it should have and it was, <laughs> it was fucking weird. What man. do you think Brent would think we would do if he didn't do this motion to tell us to keep talking? If he just got up and went pee. Uh, we, we should just stop, actually. Just <laughs> sit here awkwardly silent. Just stop oh, talking. And we're, we're back. Moment of silence. We should just start chanting the white stripes <laughs> like they were from McAfee. Except for too quiet, you might be able to hear him tinkling back there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. <laughs> He's giving his, his wiener a stunner. <laughs> McMahon style. Though. <laughs> it's just kind of flopping around. <laughs> he's in there, but over the toilet. He's not, not going to hear this until he edits it. Either. <laughs> it's even better. <laughs> Brent yeah. Wiener making an appearance on the show. First time ever. You thought well, Pontius was the only one. I think. Yeah, Brent comes back in a in a denim thong. I, <laughs> I got problems. What? Could be any worse than your Daisy Dukes used to wear. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I should really bring those back. No, you shouldn't. You can bring them back, just not to my you house. Yeah, it's about 100 pounds. <laughs> just not to my house. I was about 80 pounds lighter when I was doing that, too. <laughs> yeah, I think I was, too. Those were size zero. <laughs> there ain't no way now. It can barely fit. I'd fit size zero over one butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd look like Becky. You'd be all right. So you told us to keep talking, not about what. So we just talked about your wiener for five minutes. We did. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> so oh. how unintelligibly small it is. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, now you don't know where we're coming from. <laughs> he says, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> As he grabs the clipboard. <laughs> what? All right. He, so speaking of wieners, he, this week on. <laughs> he's gripping the clipboard awfully hard, too. I don't know what's going on over there. He snapped it in half. He's lost his mind. He's going to hit me over the head exactly. with it before the end of the show. <laughs> Putting me through the table. I'm still, wa- I'm still wanting to swanton bomb somebody. <laughs> we'll get to them poor hardies in a little while. Oh, All right. man. Saturday or Sunday night, WrestleMania kicked off with Triple H. <sighs> Coming to put his boots in the ring. Uh, of course it did. It was a good nostalgia thing. And he deserved. Uh, honestly, I no, fast forwarded all through that. He deserved any of the WrestleMania moments he got. So night two, they did. They started with America the Beautiful. And then they gave us a fucking extremely long video package. And then they gave us <laughs> Triple H. And about 20, <laughs> 21.26 minutes into the night two is when actually wrestling started. Hey, one thing we didn't talk about on the uh, Stone Cold match. Is he comes that, out he exactly come out at 316. 316. Yeah, they said he, his music hit and he walked out right exactly at three. And so, you know, they obviously timed that's that. Why, that's why they cut out the tag match of... Yeah. Fine by me. Shit didn't make no sense on night two, neither. Get, hold on. Get in the ring. Get your shit in. Make Sheamus look good. Then everybody get out. <laughs> Actually, the only person who looked good was Butch or whatever the fuck they're calling him this week. Look Butch like, looked like a freaking crazy man that right. took away from the rest of that match. Which, I don't, which speaking of Butch that, on, Smack, on SmackDown, you had Xavier Woods taking on Butch. He, he, had, to, he, uh, had, he had Pat McAfee on commentary, and he goes, I've hung out with the East Boys quite a few times. You got Seamus and Ridge and Pete. He goes, I mean, Butch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needs to do uh, like the hat with the ponytail underneath it sticking up this high off his head. looks really, really goofy. So he needs to do something about that shit. But he, buzz- he busted himself open during the match, too, and right on the bridge of his nose. Yeah, I believe they said busted open even. Uh, when they when it happened and and uh, they they don't say those words in WWE anymore. <laughs> yeah, there was a bunch of slips on uh, SmackDown last night of words you're not supposed to say or do. I mean, the best part of it though is when you get 
Adam Pierce in the backstage going, we need medical over here. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Triple H leave his boots in the ring. He which, just, he which, just, he which did. you did notice that the kids were at ringside, but Stephanie was nowhere to be found. Now, was that the babysitter? Stephanie was, was Stephanie was in the back, was backstage. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean she was with Triple H. <laughs> she don't got to come to the ring she's with probably making out with, She's probably making out with Kurt Angle again. I don't know. Uh, Right. You know how it is. Once Triple H is done, Xbox takes the spot. Who knows? <laughs> Tri- Triple H though did deserve to leave his boots. That could have been on Monday goodbye. Night Raw. Two nights, fucking eight hours. That's what I was getting ready to say. They ruined Monday Night Raw. What they should have fucking done was had Stone Cold come out on. Or they should have had Undertaker come out on Monday Night Raw for one last march, and fucking Stone Cold come out and get ready to share a beer with him, and then fucking Triple H's music hit, and he comes come out, on. and all three of them in the ring together. Maybe Triple H don't drink a beer, but. Everyone raises the their hands. On, everyone takes a turnbuckle. Fuck yeah, man! And Just then, get it, let them out at the, at the same time. That alone would have made Raw fucking over the top because Raw sucked on Monday. Yeah. Then he could have had Cody just come out. And they had Raw in Dallas again, right, on Monday night. Wasn't in the same yeah. place. So they easily could have been like, hey, well, can you guys come in for a quick well, five minutes? It wasn't before? the same place. They went to the arena that Stand and Deliver was at, but it was still in Dallas. Either way, they could be like, Steve, you guys stay around for one more night, and I like we can't afford to keep you here and fucking have them all come back out for one last hoorah, wave to the crowd. <laughs> and I think that would have been fine. And, and honestly, with Triple H, too, I mean, he did the interview with Stephen A. Smith, which... I agree with Brent. I don't like Stephen A. Smith either. Uh, um, it's controversial. Having come cut a farewell promo. I mean, Michael's got it. Flair got it. Triple H should have gotten that. On maybe he didn't want it. It didn't have to happen on Mania though either. Well, I mean, I think it's because he hasn't really retired. I mean, from wrestling, yes, but he's still involved with WWE. So maybe so when was, he actually retire, retires, he'll so do was, like Undertaker and have a two-hour speech. So on did him. Michaels. <laughs> so did Flair. I mean. They didn't leave WWE. They just retired from entering competition. I guess that's true. Well, well Flair's not with WWE. Rick didn't either of them. Well, guys. but he has <laughs> been between then and now. Rick Flair had a, like that next night on Monday Night Raw was like the very end of Raw. Remember they brought out the world championship and gave it to Rick right, Flair. Right, right. And, and then he went to the TNA. And shit. Like that's like one of the greatest matches retirements. matches with Hulk Hogan in 2010. Yeah, he had bills to pay. And then came back to rest WWE also. Well, you had hookers to pay. Right. But he didn't wrestle when he came back to WWE again. He was just, you know, managing his daughter or whatever. But times are tough, bro. Times are tough. (laughs) Especially for Ric Flair. Hard times. Dusty Rhodes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Ric Flair's got a lot of alimonies and shit. Well, don't you (laughs) always say diamonds are forever and so is Ric Flair? Exactly. That's why he's still kicking. (laughs) Somehow. All right, Sunday. Uh, kicked off with a triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. You had RK Bro, Alpha Academy, and then uh, Street Profits. Triple threat tag team match, triple threat match anyway, hard to do. Um, yeah, these three teams okay. made it look good. They did. It, That's because it's probably the best three tag teams that they actually have in WWE right well, now. Well, two of them are actually legit tag teams, which I guess Otis and... And uh, Gable just got together, but they're two dudes who were from tag teams previously, so it works because they know how to do tag team. And then, obviously, uh, the Street Profits have been a tag team since they came to WWE. Now, Riddle and and Orton, I I think the match was still designed to get them over more than than anybody at all. 
Um, but they're most over. they're they're doing a good job as a tag team, and I think it's because they actually like each other in real life. Yeah, because a lot of them tag teams they throw together, and it's like they don't really like each other. They're doing it just to get a check, and you can tell don't know each other. Just so it was like three legit tag teams, and like you could tell that they all worked on their tag team craft before they got in the ring. And it, I thought it was really good. Chemistry was good. By the way, can can we double back to Logan Paul for a second, talking about tag team wrestling? There's one thing about Logan Paul that pissed me off. <laughs> there's well, there's a lot of him. things about Logan Paul that pisses me <laughs> off. Say. There's one thing about that match that pissed me off, though, too. He's taking tags from the middle of the damn ring apron. He's not anywhere near the tag yeah, rope. Yeah. He's not anywhere near the turn buckle. I think he said that that night. It's, He's not even holding the tag rope. St- I did, too. As I'm watching it, he's not even holding the damn tag rope. Like, if you're going to be a student right. of the game... Rule right. one: Hold the this, damn tag rope. This isn't AEW. Yeah, yeah. like I'm Logan Paul and I do what Instead I want. Instead, he's in the middle of the damn ring apron taking tags. But not to take away from what you know, Riddle RK Bros, Street Profits did. I mean, you got <laughs> you have six world class athletes in there. Otis, definitely. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. machine of a man NCAA wrestler and shit too I think at one time yeah so, so you've got six world class athletes in there the athleticism showed the chemistry was there it's a hard situation to be in to put yeah. on a good match you do, you do realize though that all the house shows leading up to Wrestlemania that Raw's been putting on they've done a triple threat tag team match with Otis and Gable and the Street Profits but instead of it being RK Bro it's been Rollins and KO. I think Randy Orton had a... So they pretty much have, like, got them prepared, but uh, didn't put Randy and Riddle in it until WrestleMania. I think he broke some kind of uh, record this year, or made some kind of history Randy Orton did this year. Yeah, he's the only wrestler to ever carry in the tag team championships, the Intercontinental title, the world title, the U.S. title. Well, I think it's that, and also uh, WrestleMania appearances, I believe. No, that's still the Undertaker. And then it was... Stone Cold, also he's the oldest, the oldest, main, gap. O- oldest wrestler in the main event of biggest gap in between WrestleMania appearances. No, he's the oldest main event wrestler as well. In he, WrestleMania he is fifty seven. So I guess two records were broken by Steve Austin and one by. You know, when you actually think about it, Randy Orton has carried in two different Grand Slams to WrestleMania. Yep. Figuring he's carried in the WWE Championship and the big gold belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and both, the Intercontinental both, and both, the WWE. Both middle, both middle titles and oh, the Tag God. Team Championship. Oh, I don't like when oh, they replay E breaking his neck. That's so hard to watch. So technically, The Miz is not the only two-time Grand Slam champion in WWE history. That shit makes me sick to my stomach. To watch that man's career come to an end like that. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be fine. Maybe. That's not a career ender. You can come back taking bumps like Steve Austin. Lucky as hell that it's not, but not a career ender. Look, it's Butch. You could see it go out of his eyes for when he, when he first hits that floor, though, and he rolls over off the top of his neck. You can see Big E's eyes. You can see it just go out of him for a second. Yeah. And then he comes back. RK Bro retains the uh, Raw Championship. I thought it was a good match for what they did. It was. It was. For being a, a triple threat and having the ring kind of overfilled with people. I'm going I'm to go to my, go to my varsity blues uh, reference. I gave it 9.5. Still got wood. Yeah, I'm going to go that high with I give about a five. <laughs> but they reference the Steiners way too much for not letting fucking Braun Steiner be called Steiner. He chose the name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You chose the name. Then you had the almighty Bobby Lashley taking on Omos. I like how they did this because I think Lashley comes out of it looking really good after you set up almost to be this 
immovable object almost still isn't quite <coughs> quite there for me. Um, he moves better than a lot of big men. His the, first loss, too, I believe. Yeah. The, the big man skill set is still a little bit awkward as far as believable offense. He, he throws like a fucking roundhouse kick, though. Yeah. A big man roundhouse kick, which blew my fucking mind when he threw it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I've never seen a dude that tall like in wrestling throw a, a, like a high kick like that oh, yeah. before. There's a boatload of potential there. I think he's just going to have to try to develop it on the main roster, which is a little difficult. But depends on how he takes bumps too. A big yeah. guy like that takes bumps, and fucking they break when they're you know big guys fall harder. You got to limit the amount of bumps too, and that's what's Lashley, what's hard because you Lashley, can't have a good Lashley's back and forth. The, Lashley's the first person to give him a bump. Hopefully, now that the Undertaker's like retired, maybe he'll stick around and try to help out with like the big guys, and mm-hmm. and maybe be able to make them a little bit better than what WWE's been able to do. Yeah, it's just it. 400 pounds you got to limit the number of bumps he takes and that makes it real hard to do a good like back and forth match this isn't just a squash who's going to take him off of his feet makes it hard for entertaining television but you know what almost is coming along nicely and they did a good job setting that up to make lashley look i like him like a badass on his own since butch is on tv i gotta ask chris a question real quick because he knows him travis williams yes does he look like Butch? Yes. Straight up. Straight up. It looks to me like nobody wants to take wrestling moves from Butch, so they all keep running away from him and shit. Don't break my neck next. Well, Butch want, didn't break anybody's neck. Was, Rich Holland. I mean, Rich, Rich Holland. Holland. You don't want this dude you don't right want, here. Everybody you don't keeps your, trying to run away from him. You don't want shit. your fingers broken either, though. You got to stay away from Butch. <laughs> well, he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he plays it well. He got the little man syndrome for their group. Bobby Lashley ends up defeating Omos at WrestleMania. <laughs> Looks like a badass. And then moving on to Monday Night Raw, you had a uh, turn. MV, MVP turns on him. Came back. Yeah, he came back, and then well, Bobby Lashley told me he didn't need him, and that's pretty. That's pretty much what it was. Don't need me. I'm MVP. What do you mean? You always need me. <laughs> so he joined Almost instead. Well, now Almost has his mouthpiece. And I think you're gonna see Almost go straight to the top. There's I, no reason he can't. It should. It's fuck. Well, I don't see him. I don't see them letting him beat Roman. But if anybody else was the champion, I could see them letting almost beat them, like so, AJ. So he's going to let him squash Finn and become the U.S. champion? Yeah, probably. Or or Ricochet. No, he's on SmackDown. Depends. What they need to do is they need to get rid of They need to – see like how they've unified the world title? They need to unify the other titles, have one tag team titles, have one Intercontinental yeah, or U.S. Then pick if one. you do all that, you end the brand split for like the fourth time, fine and then we get to have another draft in five years. They cut like 85% of their talent anyway. It's fine by me. They can put everybody on one show, and it'd, it'd work out. Well, they might have to, and then we'll – but – also, how many times have we gone back and forth between the brands are split, the brands aren't split since the invasion angle? That's true. I don't know. They got so many people on so many shows, and now they're talking about having NXT guys on SmackDown Raw regular, like just different ones randomly coming up every once in a while and stuff, and it's like, just have it be one fucking show then, and have maybe the champion don't got to wrestle on fucking both shows both nights, but have them cut a promo on Raw, fucking wrestle on SmackDown, or the opposite, or... Pick a guy from SmackDown to wrestle that month, and then he's only on SmackDown for the whole month. They'll never have him on Raw, but there's not enough talent to have a three-hour fucking Raw and not put everyone <laughs> fucked to sleep. You also limit yourself a lot with the with not recycling matchups when you do that. And Fox has been bitching about wanting more stars. Well, fuck it then. Put a bunch of people from Raw on there and SmackDown together, and statu- mm-hmm. you know the, the brand split shit. Where oh, these guys are going here, these guys are. It just doesn't work, and it. It didn't work when they did it last year. People bitched the whole entire time they were doing it. No, it's but just... what it does do for the talent anyway, if you're going to have two live shows, is it it lets them go home for 
yeah. a length of time. But and even now, the schedule is not like it was even before COVID. So there's shit's yeah, I, way more relaxed now than it's ever been. I think right now it's probably the easiest wrestling schedule that these guys have probably ever had. And I don't see it ever going back to the way it was before either. So I, I think that shit's... With live bad. shows every night in between TV yeah, and you're on the road for 300 days a year? They don't do... I don't, I don't even think they do that as much as they used to as far as live shows go. They're not doing as many live shows as what they and did before you can pandemic. So still in the brand split and have, you know okay we're gonna you're gonna do raw then we're gonna send you home like you don't appear on both shows in the week without keeping the bland brand split they got plenty of nxt guys they want to keep showcasing they could throw half of the raw guys and half the nxt guys on a fucking live show someplace and then mm-hmm. same thing with smackdown and let these fucking young fuckers who don't know nothing who keep breaking people's necks on live tv <laughs> actually learn something instead of just all, showing them on live tv and then letting them break people's necks it's all repetition they're not going to learn unless they actually get in there and get the reps well that's why they're they're fucking up right now because they don't have an ovw type of place to send these guys for two what years an, three NX, years that's what nxt is supposed to be yeah well well now there's nxt level up it's rainbow now AEW <laughs> <laughs> dark yeah <laughs> I mean, but the bad part is Tony Khan has so many toys that he keeps putting his main roster down on dark, too. Okay, we're left. We went left someplace. What are we really supposed to be talking about? Almost. Almost, right. We already talked about it. MVP turned on Lashley. Lashley beat Almost. I'd like to see Almost versus Roman Reigns. You probably will. I bet you'll get it. Depends on how. how You really would see fucking four moves then. (laughs) Depends on how hurt Roman is. It's all we've seen in the main event anyway. So, yeah. A lot of Superman punch, spear. A lot of German suplexes. Suplex city. We're not calling them German suplexes, but. <laughs> uh, arm bar. Arm bar. All right. Uh, moving on. Where were we? Keep losing my spot. Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Anything uh, goes match. Entertaining as hell. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. We were it, sitting here laughing. It was so well. much fun. I wish they best. would have practiced their contraptions the, first. The smouse traps the end. Johnny Bug got his head hey, caught in it, too. Best best body slam since Hogan and Andre. Uh, the whole gimmick with fucking Wee Man <laughs> coming out from underneath the ring and throwing the hands on fucking him was hilarious, dude. I was the like, debut. damn, I didn't realize he had hands like that. The debut of Mark Henry and Mae Young's kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the big hand and shit. Uh, I was hoping that they would do, like I said, like a cinematic type of match where you had to go through a bunch of shit like that, but it's cool that they were able to work it into... A live match in front of everybody like that. I think the mousetrap table thing didn't go really the way they really wanted it no, to. No, well, the boot too. He tried to pull it down this way and it pulled to the side. Yeah, when he went to kick it. It's I'm a good like, thing oh, they should had probably fucking looked at that first, buddy. They had the at WrestleMania three ways because he pulled on the lever on the side too, and the lever didn't work. He had to run around the side and grab the rope and pop it to yeah. get it dropped down. But so the mousetrap table made a lot of sense until they didn't have the actual mousetrap table spring loaded, and he just. Fell on a table that had mouse traps on yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of why they didn't <laughs> load any of the traps. They just kind of had them fall on them and shit. Uh, right. And then the big mouse trap, he pulls the string and nothing. Nothing. So. As far as gimmick match goes, though, it's probably one of the best ones they've done. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, damn entertaining. I, mean, I, I was. But one thing when I. Fu- <laughs> so when we went and seen the movie uh, or whatever, the dude's dad that they hire. Dark, Dark Shark. Dark Shark. Man, that shit was funny. When they went to the side right there and he did something to him or whatever, I was like, oh, baby, that Dark Shark don't fucking play. Like, 
Yeah, they, uh, it was funny, man. They, uh, I expected to see Steve-O jump off of something, but I'd never seen him. He, well, I don't think he was there Steve-O at all. Steve-O wasn't there. Man, see, yeah. But uh, it, it was neat. They were able to implement some of the jackass guys in there. Pontius was in there with his fucking thong on and shit. And his denim thong. Wee Man has the best uh, body slam since Hulk Hogan. He got the party boy at fucking <laughs> WrestleMania, which is r- ridiculous. And he had the, the blue jean thong on for Stone Cold and John Cena. This is funny. It, it was, was entertaining. It, it give, was. It a, give it a watch. It's worth a Google. And uh, now Johnny Knoxville is probably gone forever, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't on Raw. Or, he might be on SmackDown, I guess. I was he on SmackDown? I didn't see it. No. no. Yeah, I would imagine that gimmick's done, though. I'd imagine that that was just the end of it, but it was it was good. Knoxville's somebody that absolutely was way overdue for a foray into yeah. a WWE Actually, ring, and they did it well. If you want to go to what happened on SmackDown with Sami Zayn, he approached Adam Pearce, and he's like, I got embarrassed in the ring at WrestleMania against uh, Johnny Knoxville, so I need to match tonight to make myself look better or whatever. So he's like, whoever goes, first wrestler that comes through that door, I'm going to wrestle tonight. <laughs> Pierce is like, okay. And Drew McIntyre walks through the door, and he's like, okay, the next person that walks through the door, I'm going to wrestle tonight. And Pierce is like, no, you already said the next person that comes through that door, I'm res- you're wrestling. So uh, Sami Zayn got counted out because he wasn't going to wrestle Drew McIntyre. <laughs> So I think next week on SmackDown, it's a uh, Falls Count Anywhere match, Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre. I think uh, the Sami Zayn's ability to be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, too, <coughs> is why that match got over yeah, the I'm way I'm really too. digging this yeah. character. Because he can sell like a motherfucker. He's like Kevin Owens. He can sell, he can sell to anybody, man. He can sell a fucking mink to somebody living in the Amazon. <laughs> right, moving on. You had the Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Team Championship match. I'm going to do now what i did during that match i'm gonna get up and go pee oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> try not to knock shit off the table yeah, so you had uh, like dick did. you had sasha banks and naomi natalia and Shayna baszler you had live for brutality so live morgan and rhea ripley yeah their dominatrix g- gimmick they got Ooh, going batman on. And the women's tag team champions, Queen Zelina and Carmella. And are they teasing Shayna Baszler and all girls sleeping together? Because that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. They're teasing it awfully hardcore. What, her and Natalia? No, her and fucking, uh, not Shayna, fucking uh, the other one. Rhea Ripley and fucking uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Yeah. And they teasing it was them. awfully sexually charged. Yeah. A lot of it. Monday, they had that, Monday uh, night they had some more. They were in the crowd talking to that little girl that was dressed the same way. I'm like, ooh, that ain't good look. No. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> You're talking about when Doozer was like, well, who lets their kid dress like that? <laughs> uh, to me, it's crazy to me that, like, Rhea's got her titties out that much and she don't ever lose, like, they don't get out. But then other chicks out there don't even have, barely have theirs out and they get out somehow. <laughs> Shit blows my mind. It was a good match, though. Yeah. I mean, well, it was kind of chaotic at points, but. Yeah. You had uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi walk out as the brand new women's tag team champions. No, no, they didn't walk out. They rode out. They rode out? In the Lamborghini. Oh. Uh, no, she hitched a ride halfway through. Well, Naomi yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we... Uh, what the fuck? Oh. I was making sure we were still recording. Yeah, we're recording. I don't know what happened, but we're still... Oh, that's my titty. We also... Uh, you didn't jingle the handle. Oh, Okay. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> on the bathroom, in case anyone's wondering. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure you probably. I think everyone probably heard it, no matter what. 
wasn't going to call you out on I, I would. Non-handle jiggler. Non-handle jiggler. <laughs> <laughs> Do I even want to fucking know? Nope, sure don't. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yet Edge and AJ. Uh, this is my favorite technical match of the night. I gotta, what? I gotta. No, I, I can agree with that. They were working body parts. They were. It was the best match for WrestleMania until they fucked up the ending. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't care. The, the and that, once again, like Ronda and Charlotte, same way with the ending on it. Yeah. It was just kind of fucking clunky and stupid. And it's like, if Damian Priest would have done something more to make AJ be like, oh, I gotta pay attention to him, other than just walk to the fucking ring, mm-hmm. like. I you know I like the pairing. You shouldn't have been setting that up on at WrestleMania. I've been waiting for that match kind of since Royal Rumble when AJ got his shoulder busted, and like I, I mean, obviously they're going to try to lead it into. It's some kind sort of a of dream rivalry. match. I mean, it's a dream match too. I mean, and they kind of pooped, yeah the booking and, the shitty know, booking kind of pooped TNA it away. For champion me. at the time that the WWE champion was a champion. No, I don't care to see him wrestle ever again because WWE t- kind of. Also it. tired of seeing the spear as a finishing move. Like, yeah, like, like, like Goldberg. Okay. Anybody else? No, no, not okay. Goldberg uses a jackhammer as a finisher. Spears a setup. Well, still, just like Goldberg <laughs> do just it. Goldberg can't do a jackhammer without trying to injure everyone he gives it to nowadays. So we just spear. And Roman, he's a spear. And Rhino, it's Gore. And Charlotte, she's Spears. And Edge, she's Spears. Christian Spears. Christian, he's Spears. Like. Sean Spears, he, he Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears, she definitely Spears. Like, get a new fucking move. Yeah, but I gotta. I, Spears oversaturated like super kicks. So that means when they lay the spear out, they're not supposed to smack their leg. <laughs> yeah, Spears. Spear is the WWE version of the super kick. Like, like, get rid of the super kick too. Spear the only, party. The only person that needs the super kick is HBK, and he's retired. I hope. I hope Walter's new finishing move is the spear and the super kick. It's the power bomb. You saw it. <laughs> power bomb. Is it a sit down power bomb or just straight power bomb? Straight jackknife power bomb. Fucking pretty much. A. I've been waiting for someone to start doing that shit again since Kevin Nash, man. <laughs> Batista did it originally, and then they're like, no, you got to sit down with it, pal. Injure yourself every time. Which uh, Gunter went against a jobber and his debut. But what were we talking about? You guys talked about AJ and Edge for a minute because I got to pee. Motherfucker. We should take that you, beer, too. You can't be. You can't be what? You can't be, I said. Hey, remember to jiggle the handle this time. I did. Because I'm not trying to cause Clint a giant water bill. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Dick, though, that it, it was... I watched this and thought it was very technically good as well, and that's because for the first time in a long time, I watched them work body parts. I watched them work... You know, I watched, um, I think Edge worked the midsection and Styles was working the calf to set up for the calf crusher. And I, I thought that, you know, that's not something I'd really seen since late 90s, early 2000s, where you're actually focusing on a body part instead of just trying to get moves in and get work in or anything like that. Ed, so I Ed was willing to go in and take some wrestling moves too, which is cool. Like you let him give him the Styles Clash. They did yeah. a few back and forth things. It's like, ooh, other guys. I thought the setup for the Styles Clash was a little clunky though because Edge straight did a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to get, to get hooked around AJ. I love when he gets it in and everybody in the whole entire crowd just screams, Styles Clash immediately because you don't get to see it that often in WWE and it's like, it, that's one of the coolest moves that like, 
as far as someone just making the shit up. It is. Like the, it's That's almost like I the Murder Breaker for me when you've seen the Styles Clash. You know, the Murder Breaker was so cool the first time I've ever seen it. And then, and then they're like, now nah, you can't do that anymore. Well, and the Styles Clash is actually pretty safe as long as you do the right thing with your head. Because I've seen one dude like tuck his head in the wrong way in a video. Well, so all like, of wrestling. It was Ellsworth. Yeah, you got like fold. It was weird yeah. looking. Every uh, wrestler, wrestler's training everything is to tuck your chin into your you tuck your chin Chest, because like that. that's like a wrestler in high school not like going to his back or whatever you know it's just unnatural yeah so uh, that dude look fucked up in that video i seen but you have to remember to not do that with the styles right because you normally tuck your chin to protect your head but if you tuck your chin on the styles clash you're gonna land really weird you know what's crazy is uh aj styles has had this mega career and all this crazy shit's happening he's one of these titles and doing all this crazy shit what the fuck ever happened to air paris <laughs> His original tag team partner from WCW. Whatever happened to that guy? He was never around again, was he? No, I don't remember ever seeing him ever again. After WCW, it was like, what happened to Air Paris? guess it doesn't matter. Maybe he was just hanging out in your basement. I bet they both went to NWA Wildside after. Maybe he went back to France. He never made it back out. This match, I liked it other than the shitty finish. Shut up. This dude still wrestles, I think. (laughs) All right, now we need an update. Uh, Air Paris update? Yep. All right, well, you got to give me a minute because I'm just not getting he into it. He don't read good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you got to Google it. So he's Air Paris, Frank Ott, and Kid Ego. I don't know if anybody's heard of any of them people at all. Nope. Nope. His debut was in 1996, and he still wrestles. Huh. I guess he just takes bookings. I suppose he's 42 years old at this point. He would have been young in 96, he's 42 now. Which what, AJ's 45? It had been like 15. Huh? He wrestled under the name Kid Ingo, Ego April 20th, 1996. Air Paris made his debut. Hmm. <laughs> uh, where he and Mark Payne lost to Dusty Dotson and Nasty Critter. <laughs> Nasty Critter. <laughs> that is somebody North, making some shit up on North, Wikipedia. No, North Georgia Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> uh, Nasty Critter being something out of North Georgia does not surprise me in the least <laughs> bit. Was, this, was the other tag team partner Ricky Rabies? He did wrestle for NWA Wildside. <laughs> Ricky Rabies. Uh, until 1999. Told you. Right, Austin Theory, Pat McAfee. Good timing. Oh, yeah, good to Oh, they're on TV. Mm-hmm. But that's the match we're on at WrestleMania. So, so let's just all be quiet and watch it again because it was that fucking great. It was that good. <laughs> McAfee is very good in the ring. Austin Theory. Vince McMahon looks like mm-hmm. his coat was like holding his arms down, but it's because he's so jacked he can't lift his arms that high anymore. See, I thought he looked a little flabbier than normal when he took the jacket off. He actually looks old now, but maybe it's because he just didn't have a ton of baby oil on. And he's got like, his, you can tell he's had some work done I mean, to his face. He's got the old people loose skin, he's but checking he's still out jacked. A, he's checking he's out still his jacked. Host body. Maybe it's just because he didn't get like pumped up beforehand to make the muscles fill out the skin and I throw mean, a bunch of baby oil a on A couple him of days before this, he sent Pat McAfee a text at 3 o'clock in the morning showing him Squatting, squatting a thousand pounds, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like how the fuck does a 77 year old man get up at three o'clock in the morning and squat a thousand pounds <laughs> also how the hell do i even respond to this other than fuck you man <laughs> <laughs> the only title this dude ever won was the fucking uh nwa Wildside television championship and then fucking aj styles beat him for it so he must have been like good and then they're like but aj styles is better <laughs> <laughs> Well, AJ, the, Ma- the McAfee match was fantastic, though. Dude, Seven Nation Army. 
That's it. Like, it. That's the whole thing of it. it <laughs> the crowd was behind him. It was electric. He got some some things in to show off his athleticism. He was too sparkly. Uh, he was very sparkly. There was a story on that on his podcast yeah. where he was just going to wear the tank top and the jeans, and then he went to the seamstress and said, yo, I need a little zazz, and she's like, I got you. Well, and the thing about it has been they were good friends for a long time because he makes it a point to go and like talk to the people who have been not behind the scenes for 20 and 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they, she, they, he'd become friends with her because she was like, hey, you want to see Undertaker's robe? Well, fucking hey, I do. And you want to see Ric Flair's robe? Yeah, I got it right here, blah, blah. So Pat mm-hmm. McAfee was friends with her before, and he freaked out. Like, he's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to wear? I'm just going to wear this shit. Like, oh, blah, blah. And she's like, I-, I was already thinking about this. Here you go. Would have made more sense <laughs> for him to have the Indiana Colts cheerleaders with him on the way to the ring. But, what? Same colors. Uh, you want to hear a neat fact? Yeah. <laughs> the only match that, Evan, or that Air Paris and uh, AJ Styles ever won in WCW was against fucking uh, Disco Inferno and Alex Wright. Nice. I love that pairing, though. Inferno and right. Uh, Hell of a boot, by the way, on that football walk into the ring. Like, how cool is that fucking entrance? It is a hell of a boot. Nope, not anymore. Vince McMahon stole that from him, too. Punted (laughs) punted that football right into him. Yeah, McMahon's punt wasn't nearly as good. (laughs) McMahon's also not decade or punter of the decade. Pat McAfee doesn't look athletic just to look at him. Have you ever seen, you ever watched the videos of Pat McAfee in the NFL where he lays out more people than a goddamn linebacker? Catching his own onside kicks and shit. (laughs) Pat McAfee is super freaking athletic. He just doesn't look at you, right? But it was... Well, well, you already know that. Dick will tell you the same thing about me. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Brent is suspiciously athletic. I, I, you don't, I don't need Dick to tell me that. What do you think of beer? What? The beer I handed you in the solo cup. I'm not a yeah, it wasn't bad. Why? Just not asking. That's another homebrew. That was uh, that's a wood aged embryo. That's so going to a festival. After 2013, this dude just disappears. And the last thing he ever did was being a part of uh, the phenomenal autobiography of former tag team partner AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Marty Janetti. Was it your Bronco that was parked in the backyard at Gertie's that one night? I think you may have actually been asleep. It was the, it was the Blazer, yeah. I, uh, I straight up just... Right onto the hood, just straight <laughs> jump up onto the hood of the. Really? Yeah. Because I think Chris was actually asleep in it. <laughs> I, that was the night that I showed up, and I'm like, "Hold on, gotta catch up to Brent." And I weigh like 140 pounds at the time. <laughs> like, okay, let me slam 12 beers. Yeah. He's like, "How many beers have you had?" I'm like, oh, "Only like 12." <laughs> All right, I think I made it to eight. <laughs> and, and then like 45 minutes later we're like where's chris i, I was know. asleep in the back i was asleep so, in the front seat of the so bronco you just decide to jump onto his head somebody's told me i couldn't base jump it well <laughs> and, and here's the thing right that wasn't my daily driver and i'd already flipped it into a ditch so it had oh, like a well. trash bag over the top of it <laughs> <laughs> no muffler <laughs> but i can yeah. <laughs> you could. I don't know if you could today. I, I don't doubt his athletic ability at all, Clint. I've seen him. I, I might know, be I'm able to. I used to jump sure. up into the bed of a truck with no problems today. I don't know if I could do I it. can jump up into the bed of a truck with no problems. The hood of a Bronco might be a little different because it sits up higher than I'm kind of scared that Brent's going to swanton bomb me every time he's on top of the cooler every day. He's better not fall you. down on the ground anywhere. <laughs> he talks about it all the time. Like it's in his head. He's just waiting to pull the trigger. I've got the swan bomb. I got the swanton one person ever. <laughs> I'm looking for number two. 
Pat's still looking for number one because he missed one in this match. He missed his uh, moonsault uh, on NXT, too, when he tried to pull one on NXT, I believe. Yeah. I did, I did it off of a trampoline onto somebody laying on the ground. <laughs> Maybe it's homage to Ric Flair. Nothing off the top ever hits. <laughs> that is true. Until his very last match. McAfee's backflip and then fucking thing is, Austin, the turnbuckle. Though, Austin Theory was... could be one of the next big superstars for WWE. Yes. I hate his fucking character, though. He is the next big superstar for WWE. But he is. Vince is behind him. He's the next Cena. He's got the look. He's got the fucking wrestling uh, he's ability. Sorry. He's the next Orton, but he's this the, is just the Orton with the blue and yellow tights right now. He's <laughs> the next Brian Kendrick. No. Uh, that was Vince's he's way first, bigger than first Brian big Kendrick. guy. I'm still waiting for the match with he's, Harland. That's because that was Shawn Michaels' personal pet. Is why that was Vince's first guy. What, Brian Kendrick. Yeah, dude, they called him the franchise. Right, that's Shawn Michaels when he had his when he started his wrestling school or whatever. Like Brian Kendrick was his first personal fucking like Vince. This guy's gonna be me. You gotta take him, and you know how Vince feels about Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory, only to have an impromptu match with. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Pal. Unsanctioned, if you ask. <laughs> that, that, McAfee. That was a dog shit match. And then, like, Vince fucking pretended like he was going to kick the football into every side of the crowd and shit. And that shit was just, like, got to the point where it was, like, just fucking. I didn't think he was going to be able to kick it. I'm and like, even oh, Pat Vince McAfee was laying this in there. Like, you could see Pat McAfee, like, laying in the corner looking up every once in a while. Like, is he going to get over here and fucking do this shit or what? Like, <laughs> but he just got, like, towards the end of it, after Vince's shit starts, it gets just. It's comedy after that to me. It wasn't. There was no. But honestly, the glass breaking on this night and it, and it was it. even better. Yeah, yeah, like but with with Vince in the match, and I don't know if it was supposed to be taken seriously, and it was just so bad that it couldn't be I'll, taken seriously, or I'll, if it was supposed to be fucking I'll, funny. The whole Austin should have came out about twenty seconds before he should have. Like, yeah. like he should have came out twenty seconds quicker. Like this should have been like one, two, and then like Vince doesn't get the win. And here comes Austin. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it could have been five minutes earlier. I think that's the last time you ever see Vince McMahon do anything physical in the ring, and that's why he got the win. I think. Well, yeah, because he wasn't going to let Austin not. If you think about it, you know, a few years ago when uh, Sean and Triple H and Undertaker had that match, and like, oh, it's the end of an era. Not really. Like this night, tonight, or that night, like you had Vince McMahon have probably his last match ever at WrestleMania at his age. Triple H came to the ring. Undertaker was there. Austin was there. Outside of The Rock, like, this this WrestleMania was the true end of the Attitude Era, I feel like. The true I mean, end of Not the-, the true, but you know what I mean? Like, none of them... I, I guess you can't say none of them guys are left, because if you count Edge, I suppose, and Christian and fucking Billy Gunn are still out there doing it in the Hardys. Jericho. And Pat, Jericho. Well, Jericho Pat, wasn't really Pat, Attitude Pat's Era. Pat's also the first person to wrestle and commentate his match. He was, like, 99 when Jericho... No, he's not. Booker, was- Booker T did it, and he said on his podcast he took it from Pat- Booker T and T but at wrestlemania at wrestlemania yes so to me it was like that was like the a mark to me like you're not going to see undertaker maybe because of his stupid speech or like you're definitely not going to see that shit with steve austin ever again ah they always fucking bring back old people i don't think not for a full match though i don't think stone cold will ever do that ever again you might see him show up to do a contract signing i think it got into him he's going to be a coach on aew that would be weird. <laughs> when the AEW first started, they tried to offer him a... They I'm wanted gonna, him to be an announcer. Son, I'm going to teach you some real cowboy shit. <laughs> if you ever watch any of Stone Cold's podcasts on WWE Network, every once in a while, they'll pull up old wrestling matches, and then he'll call the match, like, the do the, what, the commentary. Uh, they should have a show 
where they show old wrestling matches and have Steve Austin and somebody <laughs> else do the commentary for him. That shit would be fucking Make it fun. a That's WWE fair. network. Oh, Thanks. wait. A peacock. Exists. Right, right, right. That's Hangman Adam Page's problem right now. He hasn't drank since he won the world title. His problem is he sucks. No, you suck. <laughs> Don't worry, I jiggled your handle. His problem is he's Adam Page. You probably jiggled your own handle a he few doesn't. times, too. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know if he wants to be a cowboy or a fucking urban cowboy or a Mason County cowboy or... Oh, he's definitely not a Mason County he ain't cowboy. No Mason County. <laughs> he ain't no type of cowboy, I don't think. Should have been a cowboy. Should have learned to rope and ride. Should have learned to rope and ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Final match, main event. The greatest match God in damn. WrestleMania history. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, unification match. That's a bold statement. It was not the greatest match in WrestleMania history. It's not a bold statement for me. That's what they were saying oh, on TV. I was like, I don't know about that, man. I've seen some like 10 times more. Yeah, it was not the greatest match in WrestleMania history. It was good. It I was hard-hitting. It was fast-paced. It was not the greatest. Probably name like three mid-card matches. It's kind of what AEW has been doing with all of their matches, though. Like, it was spam finishers. It pisses me off because the last few matches that Roman's had, he's actually been putting on a match. And the last few matches Brock's had, he's been putting on a match. It went back to Superman, Superman, Superman punch, suplex, suplex, suplex city. Fucking <laughs> the end of the match. Outside of like, yeah, we got some belly to belly overheads too. Yeah, but to, it's like you guys got the capability yeah, well, of doing so much cool shit, and you decided to just some, fucking. Yeah, well, something on Roman's arm literally popped out. Did we skip over New Day and? Yeah, it ain't important. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm Vince McMahon in them. Last show. We ain't got time, ain't got time for you, bud. Last match. Last match. Wait, wasn't there one more? <laughs> nope. Gotta talk about Butch. What being rabid? Yeah, getting held back by Ridge Holland. You know what would have made that tag team match good if Stone Cold would have came out and gave everybody a stunner, like you did this match. Yeah, actually, that match <laughs> happened before this match, <laughs> and then poured beer on everybody and left, and then came back out and did it again. They could have had Stone Cold come out every match at night too and give everyone a stunner and drink beer, and it would have elevated the whole night to fucking greatness. I agree. Could I have had a beer too? I would have took a stunner for a beer. You want a beer? Not from you. I mean, from Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'll gladly give you a stunner and then give you a beer afterwards. Especially nope. if he would have came out in the main event and stunned both of them. Because only from Roman and Brock both talk shit about Stone Cold never beating them on Monday Night Raw before WrestleMania. That was athletic as shit. <laughs> it hurt his ass too. Did you see that little hop at the end? <coughs> Stung. Theory helped stabilize him. Well, yeah. If not, he would have been. In the front row. <laughs> Shortened his career by probably six or seven months. Still, though, I mean, yeah. That was, <laughs> I mean, that's a five-foot vertical. Oh, and by he, the way. He got a lot of tailbone on it, too, when he went down. AEW Dynamite and Rampage is coming to uh, the Chaffetz <coughs> June 15th. Coming to where? Chaffetz Arena, St. Oh. Louis. Chaffetz, yes. Whatever the fuck it's called. Cool. When? June 15th. It's Wednesday. Yeah, I might be able to make that work. Right. Fucking so. motorcade down to that bitch, won't we? <laughs> We're going to have to. There's like nine people that want to fucking go. So. I live there. I'll be fine. Rolling that motherfucker heavy. <laughs> All right. Chewy can't. Oh, you think they got set up like WWE can't have a sign that's real long? Just make one big giant sign to hold up? <laughs> it's just a penis. I don't know if we could get away with that. <laughs> just all hold up high spots and kick outs. <laughs> oh, Everybody's yeah. got a letter. <laughs> We'll just get a shirtless and paint it on our bellies. <laughs> I'm down. That shit would be wild, especially if you get on camera side. Roman Reigns is your 
undisputed universal heavyweight champion of the world. That's possibly injured. Yeah, but they haven't said anything about it. Uh, the ending kind of, I think, because Brock or because Roman was hurt, it kind of was. It kind of sucked. You can totally, you can, you, <laughs> you can, can totally, you can see, you can totally see him grab the yeah. top rope and pull, pop his shoulder back in. Yeah, uh, but you could, like the like the ending was very like, oh, oh shit, it's over ten minutes. They were or, trying to, they were trying to talk about like it's his shoulder, but it's his tricep from the Kimura lock, yeah, right? Yeah, he was. You, you could you see, see it, it rolled up. You could see like, he tells Paul it popped out, it popped out, or he screams it popped out, it popped out. But that was all just kayfabe. That was just him was trying it? to. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it was. I think that's I think it happened. was. I think. He was trying to hide the fact that his triceps tore by saying that his shoulder was out of socket. Um, I'm pretty sure his shoulder came out of socket too. It might have just been the tricep. No, because he was using. I was watching it afterwards though, and it wasn't like there's like a knot on his arm or something. Yeah, yeah, but he the knot. But he grabs the top. I think him him. yelling right there, and I think him raising it real slow right after the other one. I think those two things were kayfabe. Well, I I noticed on Raw when his shirt he had a t-shirt on, but it was like the sleeves were rolled down on it, so you couldn't see his whole arms and shit. (laughs) I think that. The shoulder thing was kayfabe. I think maybe there's something going on with the tricep. The shoulder might have been to cover it. That's what I'm subscribing to. Because if you watch how he uses the shoulder the rest of the match, he's not favoring it. He grabs the rope with that shoulder. And I take it from NFL games, right? You see somebody that has a shoulder injury, a collarbone injury, pops it out in an NFL game. It's dangling down there at their side. They ain't using it. You can tell it's out. He definitely was lifting it. He was definitely using it fine. His shoulder was not out. But either way, it ended with him being the new undisputed (laughs) champion. And I was thinking about it being fucking the unification match, though, Mm -hmm. since and he's still holding around both belts. If if he's got, if he has to, wait for Vince to design a new one. Well, I mean, you know. They could smack AEW in the face again and say, since Roman's hurt and he's going to be out for maybe three to four months. You let Cody become the WWE we, champion? We have an interim championship belt, and then you have Cody and mm-hmm. Seth say, maybe Co- I wouldn't give it to Cody this soon because I feel like that would ruin his whole run immediately. I would let like Seth win it. Have a tournament. Have, Vince loves have tournaments. Have a tournament Fuck called that. the Scott Hall Memorial have, Tournament. Have Roman come back and give everybody <laughs> that match with Seth that they want to see. And have Roman win it, and then he can carry around three belts, and they can start calling him the belt collector and shit, just but, like your brother Kenny Omega. I also feel like though, if Roman had been seriously injured, that you would have had a situation like you had with Balor after he won it when he tore his tore his shoulder up. That you're gonna address that quick, so you can start changing and building for for backlash. That's what I say. You know, they not, don't they don't want Roman's historic not. run to end, so why they not make not. an interim champion until he can come back and resume? Or and, just, and, I think they would have started that well, ball. Either, either a tricep tear or a, or a, his shoulder going on a, a step. Both of those things, like, they don't require surgery. They don't. No, but it's time to rehab, and in three months, we got to have a title match before three months. It could be three months, months though. I mean, depends on how bad weeks, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be a six-week supposed And they're not saying it's shit supposed right to, now. It's supposed to be Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns at yeah. on a cell, but that's still two months away. That shit, they're going to do that. I'm going to quit watching wrestling again. <laughs> it just, you got to address it if it is serious. So the fact that they haven't yet makes me think that it's not it could months on months. It could be a pull. Like extremely pulled muscle, maybe. But the other reason that I say that the shoulder coming out was 
kayfabe is because literally in the Styles Edge match, they did the same thing. I think AJ uh, just popped her shoulder back in where he grabs her open. They were also kind of pops. They it. were also in Texas, and I'm sure that building is extremely hot. Maybe you had a fucking shit terrible. I get cramps real bad sometimes, and then motherfuckers raise up. <sighs> Maybe you had a fucking shit terrible cramp that they couldn't, you know, he couldn't get, and it's just they're now they're just playing it like he actually could be hurt. Maybe not because they're not saying shit about it at all. They no, one I haven't even seen shit about it on the dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. Just what we think is, you know, some people on the radio what they think and what people seeing on screen with a knot on your arm. But fucking said, you get a real bad cramp, it knots up. Yep. So he could like a just, Charlie horse. Yeah, he could have had something like that going on. You could watch. Fucking, you could watch your calf roll up and on into your kneecap. I'm just saying, <laughs> as, as hot as it was in Dallas and as hot as that building probably was, he and you know them guys aren't the most. They look good. They look awesome. But as far as like uh, cardio. being cardio goes, they don't have the best. So. You know, it could be a cardio issue or he just had a terrible fucking cramp. But, yeah, see this Vince McMahon shit's getting, it just, it's, it can't tell her the laugh or not. And he looks so crazy with his arms, yo. The only other thing we have main event-wise, the main course for WWE, Veer Mahan finally ended a six-month swim over here. Oh, God. (laughs) Just to attack Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio. And bright yellow boots with cross eyes. I don't know, man. It was, uh, we'll see, I guess, on that guy right there, the wild man. The lion, Veer Mahan. He used to be some, I think he pitched for the Pirates, the Pirates he, or some shit like uh, that. Million Dollar Arm. He's the yeah, guy, that guy that was yeah. a focus on of that movie. That's what it was. Wasn't and, there two of them? <laughs> yeah, okay, he's one of them. <laughs> now he's Veer Mahan. That's weird. It's sweet that he can throw a baseball real fast, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's done some steroids, though. If you look at what he looks like with the Pirates and what he looks like no, now. yeah. So you uh, got to... I was unimpressed. You got to remember Roller Force this week? The Rumor Roller. How's come whenever fucking people come in, they automatically make them beat the Mysterios up? Because <laughs> they're little bitches. Does that make sense? I don't think it makes sense, but uh, first one up is that uh, Monday Night Raw Cody Rhodes's promo was un- like they basically they told him to go out and say what he wanted, but they wanted him to make sure it was a memorable speech. So he was allowed to go out and and say and he got to riff. Basically, unscripted. Kind of, yeah. I mean, they wanted people to uh, feel. They gave- they, they want people to feel they something. Gave I guess. Sad, they gave him sad. They gave him headline news. They gave him bullet points <laughs> instead of people having like, um, uh, uh, I guess you can't really make people like I don't know. They write shitty promos in the back for people to come and ring. <laughs> and you know, I don't know how you can make. Well, well that's because you were having people writing promos that don't even know the name of your champion or what a heel is. So, <laughs> the fuck. Hold on, my phone's fucking up. I don't know what's going on right now. I had a bunch of pop-ups. <laughs> I need somebody to shit. riff. Come on now. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I was about to go into Logan Paul's deal, and I fucking right. uh, my phone just like for some reason some crazy Google shit to start. I don't know. On. Vince McMahon's got a Cowboys game ball, not even a real football, just a Cowboys game ball. That's one of the ones you get in the mail when you're a kid for fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, signing up for the fan club or buying like a video game. Yeah. True story. I don't even know what the topic was. He kind of left us mid-topic. What are we talking about? 
Uh, just I was trying to get into the, this the Miz and Logan Paul thing. Uh, yeah. Basically, they're saying that he is going to be a face when he shows up uh, again after he's going. They're going to send him away he's, to do a little bit of training, and then he's going. to I back. had seen that it was in his contract that he wanted to be a face. I just don't know how that's going to work because he's <laughs> naturally just a heel. It's not like you're bringing somebody in that nobody knows about, and making them what you want to be. It's Logan Paul, and people don't like him. How are you going to bring him in to be a face? That's where I just by having the Miz give him a face crush, skull crushing it's finale. Like people were cheering ECW. for the Miz when he did it. So yeah, it's like when Mick Foley went to ECW and was not hardcore. Uh, Brock Lesnar went home <laughs> the very next or the same night after WrestleMania. He flew home. He has three more dates left, but they're yet to say when they're going to be using those three dates. Uh, they might not be on TV at all. They could be like that Madison Square Garden show they did, where you know they just have a mega show or whatever. Uh, Shane McMahon was at WrestleMania 38, uh, but none of his family, the rest of his family, wasn't there. And Alexa Bliss also was not at WrestleMania 38. They Speak, had her. Uh, speaking of Shane's family, on no on access though. Um, so to answer your Elias question from earlier, all of the Elias's character references and were uh, removed. Yeah, from the internal WWE, and they aren't selling any more of his merchandise either. So he will be Ezekiel going forward. No, Which, uh, they'll tie it in later. I mean. They're just playing into that. That's kayfabe. We're going to remove all references to Elias. He's gone. But you referenced on TV that he was gone. You didn't just cold bring him in. They're going to tie it back in later. Which, um, speaking of Shane's family, you, did, you guys did see that uh, his son Declan signed uh, uh, yeah. with Indiana uh, to play D1. Football. He's going to be a Hoosier running back. Really? It's crazy that his son's that old already. I mean, we just watched him at WrestleMania when Shane jumped off the Hell in the Cell or whatever. Fuck, that was years ago. And he was like dancing around in the ring. It wasn't that. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago, though. It was like four years ago, right? It was, it was a little bit more than that, I think. It was like at least about five, six years ago, I think, when Shane did that. Well, then he would have been like 13. So it's crazy to think of that much time's flown by. But um, oh. WWE is about to do another deal with A&E for a new series. It's called WWE Rivals. Uh, I guess they're going around and they're, they're filming and interviewing past and present WWE people, some that are with the company and some that aren't. Uh, so that might be kind of neat. I mean, their last series they came out with with the biography shows that they did which, were which pretty, Co- pretty Co- telling. Cody gets to help produce his dad's. Well, his is for Peacock, though. His isn't for A&E. No, I thought it was A&E. I thought he said it was a Peacock one, but I could be wrong. I think I think they're doing another round of A&E biographies. Uh, ROH Supercard Honor did over 20,000 buys on pay-per-view, which uh, doesn't include the Honor Club subscribers, so I don't know if you're an Honor Club subscriber. What they that used to have, means. like, you pay, like, 10 du- Ten bucks a month for Honor Club. They've been having like two thousand buys. I mean, I'm sure that's maybe that's the bots. Tony Khan's bots. <laughs> it's Tony Khan's bots buying buying at pay per views. <laughs> See, this is the nickel version of that. <laughs> uh, you got the Gunther and fucking Marcel call up on SmackDown the other day, so I had that on here, but that happened. Obviously. They changed his name. Yeah, they changed it to, what the fuck was it? Uh, uh, Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser. Kaiser. Yeah, they want a straight Nazi group in WWE is what they it want. It sounds delicious, though. I like his roles. It sounds like a Mario villain. Kaiser also, roles? Also, didn't, Ludwig. I know we're in the rumor roll-up, but my bad. Uh, Lacey Evans had a return for a face, face oh, uh, yeah, return. Dude. I have to say, they did more for Lacey Evans on Friday night than AEW has done for the women's roster this entire time. They did more for Lacey Evans coming back from pregnancy than they have for Bailey or Asuka coming back from injury yet. (laughs) And then also we get Raquel Rodriguez. That's what I was going to say. Raquel Gonzalez has been changed to Raquel Rodriguez. 
is the next one. That is that the I, weirdest. Why? That's the weirdest name change it of could it all. Be, because could, they're just going to drop the last name anyway. It's WWE. Right. That, that could be her actual last name too, though. I didn't. I don't know what her mm-hmm. actual last name is, but for some reason they maybe like because it's Vince likes double R's that type of shit. Jeff Jarrett, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, alliteration. Uh, so maybe he was just like, it makes more sense to use your regular name, but maybe not. Maybe they're just being WWE and they're kind of racist. So there's that. I totally love this beer. Yeah, it's uh, blueberry pancake sour. <laughs> Blueberries and maple syrup. Mm. And it tastes like tastes like a blueberry pancake, honestly. It's uh, pretty good. A little Hurst, tart, but yeah. Layla Hurst, is, sour. Layla Hurst is injured. Yeah, uh, she, she got uh, hurt on Saw that hurt on her, dark. Hurt her leg in a, in a squash match. In a dark match. Did a backflip, landed, blew her knee out. She's trying to do too much shit. I've been saying that for a while, man. She's She tries to do it. She's too small to be doing all them crazy-ass moves and whatnot. She needs to stick it strictly to mat wrestling. She's stout, though, so that's a little surprising. She that tries to do all them fucking crazy flips, and she ain't built. Her body ain't built for that bullshit. It ain't. She needs to be more like uh, Chad Gable. Just be fucking straight mat beating people. Go off the second rope if you want to. But that top rope flippy shit ain't for her. This is the worst stunner ever. Yeah, I gotta watch this shit again here. <laughs> <laughs> he just died. <laughs> right, he his eyes are straight open like somebody shot him in the forehead. Like he's laughing watch. so fucking hard. Ah, oh, shit. You can just look. Says, Mother you, you can look from the... You can just tell from his face... That he's been drinking for a couple of hours before he ever came out there. Vince McMahon uh, was good. It's funny that this happened because I have a quote from Vince McMahon saying, as long as people are entertained and laughing, it's fine by me. Yep. And, you know, people were laughing, Vince. And I was entertained. Uh, Cody Rhodes was at the SmackDown taping last night, but I don't. I guess they didn't use him. So. He's on Raw on their reason, too. I think he's supposed to be, like, featured on Raw. Yeah, he's a, member, he's a member of the Raw roster. Uh, WWE, we haven't got to it yet, but they fired Nash Carter because of a Hitler picture and uh, supposedly allegations of abuse against him He's came from his current wife, wife, wife. fiance. Or yeah, who he hasn't. Wesley's wife came out in defense and said that. But uh, WWE said they were more worried about the photograph than the abuse. <laughs> Which is fucked they, up. Well, I'm pretty sure he's already been cleared but, on the abuse. Here's why. Because Wesley's wife came out after that and they didn't want another Enzo situation where Enzo was released because of abuse yeah. allegations well, and the, the reason they were got, unfounded. The, the part of the reason Enzo got released was because he didn't tell WWE about the allegations. Yeah. And then when they found out about it, they're like, what the fuck's this, pal? And he's like, so, oh, yeah, this shit happened way up. And they're like, no, dude, you should have told us that before we gave you a job. Like, right. that happened before you even wrestled in WWE. So with... They're starting to take some flack because here's the, here's the problem, right? They didn't do... They covered their ass by saying it was because of the Nazi pictures because they didn't do and they didn't suspend him pending an internal investigation or to find out if it's true or not. And that sets a dangerous precedent of, look, I'm not one for victim blaming. I, I commentate on the NFL all the time, and this is a rampant problem there. And, and but the thing is, you couldn't actually prove it because Kimberly's a wrestler, too. Right. And then you got Wesley's wife coming out and saying he's been living with us for a year. They've been separated. Like they haven't even seen each other, but the precedent you set by saying that that's because of the allegations is that any woman that's pissed off at a guy can say whatever. And there's going to be immediate consequences without an investigation, without due diligence. If you do that type of shit, you should absolutely be held accountable, oh, yeah. but there should still be an investigation into it to figure out if it's true or not, because I mean, look, everything that's coming out of 
mouths is not gospel. Now the Nazi picture, yeah, that was in the Hitler salute. Like that's that's stupid. And he, sh- I don't, I don't know what he was. He was trying. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. You're jo- looking, joking you're around looking. with this old lady like I'm shaving my mustache and this is what I look like and send her that picture. Or if he was, because obviously he's not. I mean, he maybe he's a secret racist, but his tag team partner is an African American person. Right. So you wouldn't, and he's been. I think Trey Miguel was his other tag team partner. He was Latino. Right. So he's, it doesn't make sense to me unless he was just fucking. around. He was just fucking around, and, and, and she screenshotted it and was like, "I got this motherfucker now." He's just fucking around in poor taste, is what it was. It doesn't even really look like a Hitler. I've seen the picture. It's not really a Hitler mustache. He can't sh- grow a Hitler mustache. Right. It's like it's a, a little shitty little, like yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Dirty Mexican. Well, well now the most talented rascal is a singles wrestler. <laughs> yeah, well, Wes. Yeah. So I yeah. would imagine he'll end up someplace again at some All point. All the rascals time, go away. Yeah, control your narrative. That's what I was going to say. He'll probably control your narrative. <laughs> Jesus, He's have to fight. Yeah, He's going to fight. Impact might take him back. Uh, That's per, not sanctioned. Per Sports Illustrated, after the War Games the match with the Undisputed Era, WWE wanted to bring in Aaron Rodgers to join with Pat McAfee. Per, please please per, keep Aaron Rodgers out of wrestling. Sports Illustrated. So I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's that's coming from Sports Illustrated. So. That'll be why Brent stops watching again. <laughs> yeah, if Aaron Rodgers shows up, I'm out. Uh, next month, Kurt Angle is having double knee replacement surgery. I've seen that. Wow, getting them both done at once—that's a strong play. <laughs> he just wants to ride a rascal for a while. <laughs> I don't need legs for a while. He probably I'll say he probably don't got nothing better to do. That's a that's one way to do it, I guess. Let's just make this six months really fucking miserable. So, there making he's sitting there making it's better than uh, making a whole year miserable that's true <laughs> sitting around reporting podcasts <laughs> work on his knees while he's doing his podcast <laughs> that painkiller addiction let's just, just get right <laughs> back on those his podcast is super strange i don't know if you guys have ever listened to uh-uh. it but it starts out with like it used to start out just him and conrad and then now it starts out with like her interviewing somebody and then conrad asking him a story later it's very the dynamic of it's very different than it's like Kurt was like, this is supposed to be my podcast, and I got to be a part of it. So I got to start interviewing fuckers on here because I don't want you interviewing everybody, Conrad. It was just, it's a very, very strange. You don't ask good questions neither. But that's Kurt Angle, I guess. <laughs> Kurt Angle is a strange individual. That is true. Uh, we already talked about the Tony, Tony Khan bot thing, so I don't know if we need to go back into that <coughs> crazy nonsense yet again. Uh, he shook. <laughs> so uh, Lesnar's schedule R- Lesnar and Rousey are both scheduled for Wrestlemania backlash so I don't know they're gonna Rhett Lesnar shows up at backlash and oh Roman I haven't left yet or if he has a match again with Roman or maybe maybe if Roman's hurt he fucking feeds the Usos to Lesnar instead and then Lesnar fights both the Usos and main event <laughs> Wrestlemania I don't, backlash I don't know but I hope Lesnar is having as much fun with his current run as he seems to be having and adds more dates because this is one of the best runs of his career yeah, I mean, it, it seems like he's finally having fun, I think. I think he's enjoying the shit out of himself, and if he is, he could add more dates to those three and, you know, keep that going, build it up towards SummerSlam. That, or you just start the storyline at Backlash, you have one appearance between now and SummerSlam, and a SummerSlam match. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins are possibly supposed to continue their feud off into SummerSlam, so... That might be a good way to get Seth or Cody Rhodes going for the next couple months is to have him back and forth with Seth Rollins. Don't worry, that happens all the time. Chris didn't even know what he did. <laughs> oh, I reached my beer up and hit the bottom of my microphone. I knew what I did. I was like, uh, it happens all the time, <laughs> especially on this podcast. Um, so Steve Austin supposedly has said that they booked the KO show instead of a match because he didn't know if he'd be able to deliver an actual good match. 
And once he started training again, he became kind of more confident that he could actually have a match. So they kind of waited till night of, day of, basically no. decide whether he was going to have a legit match or not. So I think probably right before he walked out, he was like, fuck it, we're having a match. Or, Call you know, <laughs> we're having a match, cut this tag team bullshit. You know, maybe they left it up in the air and then he was like, all right, we're doing it. So we're going to need 15 minutes, you know. I remember seeing that beforehand that he was concerned about being able to deliver and coming back after having officially retired. years, yeah. And the last one is about that. Alexa Bliss's wedding is this weekend. Yeah. So she's going to be married this Getting weekend. married to the guy from Dashboard Confessional. So there you go. Ryan Cabrera. And she can come Ryan back. Ryan Cabrera isn't. That's Chris Carrat. Ryan Cabrera isn't from Dashboard, is he? I thought he was the lead singer. No, that's Chris something. Chris Cabrera? <laughs> Chris Carabas? Fuck, I don't know. Who's who's the singer dashboard professional? Chris Carabas, I think. Hold on. I thought it was I always thought it was Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> She's gonna come back with <laughs> Ryan Cabrera did on the way down. Well what is what okay, whatever. Uh I don't know either of these people. Chris Caraba. Just know Alexa Bliss. He's the lead singer at I totally thought it was the same guy for like two years now. <laughs> She's gonna be oh, Alexa Caraba. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm she comes back spitting up black shit. Or she comes back. I mean, I I don't know. She who, should just who's be Alexa, Alexa Bliss with? She should just be Alexa Bliss and not nobody else. It's <laughs> the guy from Dashboard. Or? Find out it's like uh, Joe Manganiello. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> so wait, okay. Hold on. <laughs> so it's not the guy from Dashboard. <laughs> I always thought it was the guy from Dashboard. Shit's getting weird. Uh. God, where's WWE Divas when we need it? Alexa Bliss fiance. We're going with the original Alexa Bliss theme song. He's going to have like all the fiancés since <laughs> so, 2005. It's Ryan Cabrera, not Chris Caraba, that's her fiance. But Ryan Cabrera did not do anything with Dashboard Confessional. He did that. Well, who the fuck's the singer of Dashboard Confessional? Uh, Chris Caraba. Okay. <laughs> Ryan Cabrera. Uh, they sound aw- awfully alike. That's because me being dyslexic. <laughs> Played for Rubik's Groove or some shit. Rubik's Groove. That sounds really strange. It sounds like somebody a WWE wrestler would be married to. <laughs> I had this sweet song. It's called Rubik's Groove. What? I still want Roman Reigns' avatar to fight Undertaker's avatar. Wait for the game. Well. It's slowly getting there. Yeah. As soon as they do an update, you'll be able to get Golden Roman or Bronze Roman Reigns and Bronze Undertaker. I've got a good line on how long I should wait until the two K twenty. They had like Liquid uh, when Undertaker they, when they or released two K twenty three. Remember, I was on two K twenty. Alex had all them weird. It was like Fire Undertaker and like yeah. Brock Lesnar looked like a rock demon or some shit. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Sorry, I got totally distracted when you were asking about Cabrera and stuff because my kid fell and scraped his forehead and his nose. That happens. Fuck yeah. It does. Yeah, I just got... It's the first time it's happened with him. So. No, knowledge bumps. Uh, That's right. Yep. I did it when I was about his age, but... Is he all right? He's fine. Build some character. Is mom all right? She, I think she's fine. Yeah, because that's the main one that's going to freak out. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure she did. He'll look like... Because the, kid, the kid's going to be like... Well, she already kind of got that out of his way when he did like a 180 and took his face off the wall and bit his lip and there was blood and stuff. That was the one that got mom worked out. Yeah. Well, I guess it's time for the Indie Mud Show report. And now, the Indie Mud Show report.
My nose got twisted off my head one time. My mom cried quite a bit too. I, I will, I will say this though. When you said the lead singer at Ashford Confessional, Confessional, I had to like process. I thought it was Ronnie Radke, and then I remembered that was Paige. And Ronnie Radke is also not the lead singer at Ashford Confessional. He's just a piece of shit. <laughs> you uh, pissing my dog off over there? Or what? <coughs> I don't know, but I heard some growling. Didn't yeah, you? I don't know what the fuck she was doing back there. I could hear it too. Show back there, laid behind Brown. Actually, like, I've been hearing uh, weird shit the uh, entire show through my headphones, and I don't know why. Oh, maybe that's just my voice. Oh, okay. maybe me knocking walls out of the house stirred the ghosts up in here. Warlock, I ain't feeling no shit. So, <laughs> it's just because you're drunk. Because I ain't got time for ghosts. <laughs> I ain't got time for ghosts in my I'm house. There. Nah, they know that I ain't got time for their shit, so they got to go. All right, we're in no the bills. You ain't gonna be up in this motherfucker. Well, <laughs> got time the, for your booze and your scares. We're in the uh, Indie Mud Show report now, so uh, we might as well start with NXT Stand and Deliver, which we already talked about. Uh, well, actually, MSK ends up winning the uh, tag team championships, but not anymore. Now that's a place where you'll see a tournament. <laughs> uh, they vacated the titles, right? Tag team title tournament, now. and they currently do not have a plan. To name a new champion. You know why? Because Triple H ain't in charge no more. <laughs> now they'll have a tag team tournament. Best thing to do. Best thing they could do right now. And then you're going to throw together a bunch of random people into tag teams to fill well, up the bracket pretty, for the pretty, tournament. Uh, pretty, de- uh, pretty Deadly just showed up. You have the Creed Brothers. You have that Briggs and Jensen team. Uh, who's a, a returning Enzo and Cass. And then oh, you that'd have, be so cool. That would be real sweet. You have, uh, the, you have the grizzled young veterans. You can just put a fatal four-way tag match. So do you put Wesley with fucking Trick and fucking uh, yeah. Swerve so they can all smoke cigarettes and do hood rat things together? Well, Swerve's yeah. gone. Not oh, smart. yeah, I guess right. Swerve is gone, huh? So I guess it's, Carme- you put it's Carmelo. Carmelo and Trick and fucking yeah. and, and Wesley. Wesley? He's the only one that doesn't fit. You got to give him a new gangster name. Westley. Desmond Howard. <laughs> Desmond Howard. <laughs> That's what he was in Impact. Wasn't Desmond Howard a... Yeah, but I think that was his name in Impact, too. Nah, they'll come up with something stupid like grimy fingernails or... I don't think you can use Desmond Howard. He's well, tight they did. They did. And they have Desmond Wolf, don't they? No, that was ROH, huh? Because no, you had Zach Impact. Wentz, Desmond yeah. Howard, and Trey McGill. Too many Desmonds. It's the Rascals. You also, you also had uh, Kylie Ray with him. Too Desmond many. was my favorite character on Lost. Too many Ds, bro. <laughs> Triple Wait, Ds. Kylie Ray or Kaylee Ray? Uh, Kylie. Okay, well. The one that's been in like 10 different wrestling organizations Ray, in the because last 16 months. Sh- right. No, well, not not Kaylee Ray. Yeah, well, you, not, you understand the distinction needs yeah. to happen there. Not, not NXT UK's longest reigning champion. You know... There's a Kylie Ray and a Kaylee Ray. Yes. I just want to riff on. for a second on how pissed off I am that people are breaking syllables from a name into different names like Kaylee Ray, Kimberly. Wesley. Like that trend pisses me off. Me too. <laughs> yeah, my, my me friend. too. I've argued and fucking pissed about it on here so many times. Wesley, can you smack me in the face a little harder, please? <laughs> I uh, didn't even realize that's what that was. Be like a camp because you're know? on the other side of the table. Yeah. The fuck, and it's not just—he's like not the only one. It's happened so many times over the years, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Well, in the pre-show, you had uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai beat Toxic Attraction to become the tag team champions. So is that the same thing or different than Rodriguez? Uh, she doesn't exist now because uh. now she's Raquel Rodriguez. 
She don't get to drive her motorcycle to the ring anymore, does she either? No, she has to uh, be RoboCop. Undertaker's gimmick. Uh, fucking. Uh, they won the titles at Stand and Deliver just to lose them back to Toxic Attraction two days later on NXT 2.0. They should 2. Put Raquel with a couple of dudes and had her be the new Gina. I mean, you gotta have the you, you gotta have Raquel go out with her pens or her shoulders pinned to the mat. So, I guess Gunther did the same thing in the main Fuck event. Fuck him and his U boats. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stand and deliver. You had the five man ladder match for the North American Championship. Cameron Grimes, Solo Sequoia, Santos Escobar. So the dude took the shitty bump through the ladder. Actually, it was like a perfect fucking bump onto the ladder. No, nah, the one dude with the weird haircut threw like a flip into the ladder. looked like he broke his arm off. He like got caught halfway. Remember, we were watching it over here before WrestleMania, and like he did like a like a I don't know what the dude's name was, but he had his hair kind of slicked back. Yeah, it's Sokoa. And Santana. Yeah, but he like fucking went. Oh, yeah, when he came off the ladder, he like went sideways through. Oh it no, looked like his was... arm snapped when he went. No, that through was Grayson. That was a different different bump. Yeah, that fucking shit looked. I was. I thought. Bad, you, I thought you meant when Escobar fucking did this. No, uh, no, 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 no. And that guy, he like. I don't know if he was trying to do an elbow drop through. I don't know what happened, but he, he like tried to do the ladder. He tried to do an elbow drop. He like it's hit it sideways. Ropes to the outside, right? Yeah, and it was like his arm went through the ladder hole. I don't know. It looked really, really, really bad. I think he just caught it on his fucking tricep and it went down real hard. Yeah, flew or whatever. Yeah. Well, the thing is, unless you actually watched it in slow mo, you didn't even notice that Carmelo Hayes was laying on the ladder and jumped off before. <laughs> Waller ever even left the top of the ladder. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. But you had uh, Cameron Grimes walk out as the brand new NXT North American champion. His first title in NXT. He cleaned up different Cameron Grimes, by the way. <laughs> Vince McMahon's Cameron Grimes. Him and Austin Theory are going to be tag team partners here next because they're both Vince McMahon's. How is Cameron Grimes still in NXT? <laughs> he ain't good because Vince, the main is, roster. Vince is working on him. To the moon. You got to kiss my grits. And then uh, to the unemployment line for too long. <laughs> Budget hey, cuts. Ah, oh, fuck Tony. I'll sign Tre- it. Trevor Lee was a hell of a wrestler before he came to NXT. He'll have to say to the Neptune. When Cameron he Grimes. Is, Cameron Grimes is still a hell of a wrestler, and it's, well, yeah, I, I like Trevor Lee more than Cameron Grimes. And he's got managed to get over too. That's why I don't understand how he's still in oh. in NXT. I mean, he's a heel, so you're now he's a face now. Oh, is he? Cameron Grimes looks like he should work at fucking he became, Silver Dollar City and Branson. He became Missouri. a face whenever uh, he did the whole Ted DiBiase L.A. Night shit. Well, who's uh, a better heel? You had L.A. Night taking on Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> Which LA Knight took well, the he took, probably lost, right? Took the loss. Yeah, he don't win. And NXT barely ever. That's why he's gonna be a manager. Only time he's ever won was when he won the fucking million dollar championship. Like that's like the only match of fuckers ever won that I remember. Yep. Uh you had Tony D'Angelo and Tomasa Champa. Which Aunt D'Angelo won the match. And then at the end, uh Champa took a stroll up the ramp and Triple H came out. Gave him a big old hug. Cause Send you to the main that'll roster. That'll be the one that pisses you smooth off is when he comes back to the main roster and has a different name altogether. It's like, he's been on the main roster. Dude, Ciampa? I don't know because he's got enough of a name at Just this comes point. Out, he's he's like, like, not. Oh, this is Edward. Ciampa's one of the ones that's 
pitch to be with Edge and Damian Priest. And he's also been on the main roster as Ciampa before, so That's they might. Saying. That's what will irritate the piss out of you. They might yeah. not change his name. He might be enough of a household name. They're going to drop the last name. It's just going to be Tommaso. Or just be Ciampa. It won't be Tommaso Ciampa, though. It'll be one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. He's going to be like, it's Edward. Can that we... would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Edward. Fucking no, call him Belmont and shit, because yeah. they're like out of vampire group they got going on. <laughs> Belmont. Back to WrestleMania real quick. Can we talk about how hard Mike Rome got cucked on this announcement for uh, on the ring announcing for <laughs> Reigns and Lesnar? He's not a good <laughs> ring announcer anyway. I don't like his ring announce anyway. He doesn't doesn't do it the justice that like a Justin Roberts did or like a fucking Lillian Garcia. Like he don't have the voice that those guys had. He see, just he's like a ah to his voice when he says their names, and I don't like that. I like that fucking like, Bruce Buffer or fucking uh, the other one, the mm-hmm. build they give when they. The Buffer Brothers type of shit. That's who they should hire for main event of WrestleMania every year anyway. I was impressed with Brock Lesnar right here. Because it's braid or? No, the promo he's about to cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Introducing himself. He did. I mean, for being a guy who don't really cut the promos, he cut a pretty good promo uh, on here. And then he did a good one on Monday Night Raw, too. Uh, this run's been a lot better for that. Everyone was chanting Stone Cold or whatever. And he's like, yep, Stone Cold. He's been a, he's an ass kicker, but he didn't kick my ass. <laughs> Nobody's talking. We were waiting on <laughs> you. Wait, we ran out of things. We were, I don't even know what match we're at. I was at. talking about Mike Rome getting cocked. Don't pay attention to the rumor or the uh, the Andy Mud show as much. You know what? You know what Jeff Jarrett calls Andy Mud shows? Spot shows. Spot you know, shows. He don't even yeah. give it the fucking courtesy yeah, of calling it Andy. Spot show. Louisville. Just not even an indie <laughs> show, just a spot show. The uh, fatal four-way match for the NXT Women's Championship. You have your defending champion, Mandy Rose, taking on Cora Jade, Kaylee Ray, and Io Shirai. Mandy Rose retains the title. <coughs> Vince McMahon's in love with her. How is Io Shirai still in not she, main she, roster? She's going to be going to. Maybe they gotta get rid of Oscar first so they can replace her with Io. You can't have more than one Asian person on the main roster. Is Not, that the rule? That's, or? that's, why, that's why Kyrie Sane's gone too. I didn't realize that chick was like forty some years old too, though. She, she blew she blew her eardrum out in a match a few weeks ago. She don't look forty, whatever. What Kyrie Sane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a ret- she had a return to stardom, and uh, yeah, she blew her eardrum out in the match. <coughs> that's all I got to say about the women's match. Uh, main event. You had Dolph Ziggler, the NXT champion, taking on Braun Breaker in the main event. Dolph ends up retaining the world championship. <laughs> Just to lose it on Monday Night Raw back to Braun Breaker. What are Breaker. we doing with Dolph and down in NXT? <laughs> Better than they've ever done with him on they, the main roster. They ever. needed to give him a world <laughs> title of some sort, so the NXT championship was the only one that Vince was like, nah, I can't give him my actual world title. How is he still title. even fucking wrestling, as a matter of fact? He has been there forever. Anybody longer than anybody not named John Cena. You'd think like. he'd want to go someplace <laughs> else and try it out, but maybe it's because he only knows WWE Because, because Vince let him be a world champion. Maybe if he went anyplace else, he wouldn't know how to wrestle because he's never wrestled anyplace else, and that's why he stays. Por- Pornhub wants him. <laughs> right, but that's a lot different than do, like professional wrestling, oh, but it's right. not the wrestling that I'd care to see. Still acting. His ex-old lady's in jail for fucking running somebody over the car and killing well, him. Well, his other ex-old lady said, broke up with him because he is uh, too, too athletic, athletic and bed. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Fucking, uh, that was some some breaking news earlier this week. Was that fucking Sunny hit somebody Dude, while they were in a parked car and that's killed him? Just scary. how is she still out? She's not. She's not anymore. She gonna be out. Probably her fourth go around. Pretty sure she's like, gonna get three to five for vehicular manslaughter. I bet she gets life at this point. So? For she's been in yeah. uh, jail one she's or two on, many times. Well, I guarantee she's on a probation. On shit, right, yeah. she's done, bro. She's gonna get max whatever plus killing this motherfucker. No, she got arrested like fucking plus driving with no license and fucking <laughs> and, and they haven't said whether she was drunk or high yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, so no, they're actually. suspecting she was drunk. Right, so she's done for. <laughs> uh, things that happened this week on uh, NXT that I didn't talk about: Silas Sequoia challenging Cameron Grimes for the NXT championship or the North American Championship. Sorry. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is starting a new program with Santos Escobar. <laughs> you, we have brand new tag team champs. We already talked about it. <laughs> Put both the mafias against each other. <laughs> and then uh, Braun Breaker took on Gunther in the main event. And Gunther is on his... Well, he made his way to SmackDown. Did Braun Breaker beat Gunther? Yeah. That's... You always lose on your way out. You've got to, especially when you're trying to fucking make a monster for your main roster. You had to lose the fucking botch king too and shit. And then you, and then you had Nikita Lyons defeat a jobber. Oh man, bad booking. NXT two point oh. Other the, than the jobber with shit. the splits. Yeah, she beat Lash Legend. Who? Nikita Lyons. No. La- Lash Legends. Uh, she's uh, a former WNBA player that had three matches, and she's terrible. She's already hurt one person. Terrible, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It, in this WrestleMania match, it blows my mind that Brock was trying to get back to the ring furiously. Like, if, if you get counted out, you're still champ, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, neither yeah, one but of, you can't be both champs. Neither, neither one of them thought about that. Either way. Like, yeah, but champ, like. the, yeah, you're not both champs. I think I would just got back in the ring rather than trying to break my leg off. <laughs> Moving on, New Japan Pro Wrestling. A couple weeks ago, I talked about the uh, New Japan Cup. Zack Sabre Jr. ends up winning. He does not get the title shot at uh, Dominion. They actually moved it up. I have to look at my phone in here a second. They actually had the show this morning. I think it's called Hyper Blast or something like that. Uh, New Japan World actually made a deal with AEW to stream Rampage and Dynamite. So Japan will finally start to see AEW on regular broadcasted shit next saturday night in chicago is the windy city riots which they added scott norton will be fuck yeah wrestling with bullet club scotty flash norton and the bullet club how's that nwo and bullet club working together (laughs) taking on the uh united empires it's uh will osprey's faction i hope scott norton becomes a part of the bullet club that'd be so dope fucking scott norton and then you can have there's your NWO guy. Fucking how mad would Hulk Hogan be, bro? And then a story that I read this morning when I looked up, uh, when I was looking on New Japan's website, according to Sports Illustrated, Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, his plan is to win back the American, ti- the U.S. title, just to come over here and defend it against CM Punk and Daniel Bryanson on AEW television. I don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see the flying fucking ace in nope. AEW? Nope. 
tired of seeing that New Japan shit in AEW about putting me to sleep with John Moxley doing it every fucking other week last year. I don't want to see it again this year. Especially <laughs> now that they're open and they don't need COVID for help. Or they don't need Tony's Con for help for COVID. Fucking phone. All right, it's Hyper Battle. Uh, a few things that happened today. We You have a, a brand new King of Pro Wrestling champion. Tai Chi beat uh, Yano. Evil retained uh, the Never Openweight Championship. There's brand new IWGP Tag Team Champions. The uh, United Empire's Great Okan and Jeff Cobb ended up winning the titles. And then Okada ended up retaining the title against Zack Sabre Jr. That is uh, New Japan this week. Woo. Woo! <laughs> Woo! The only thing I give a fuck uh, about in Japan about is Will Ospreay coming to America. Next weekend, Windy City Riots. I mean, like, against John Moxley. Real American TV. 1999, fight TV, bro. <laughs> Gotta support the Jap- Japanese, too. Uh, MLW News. Yeah, Los Parks getting fired for going out on their own and beating the shit out of your world <laughs> champion. Uh, GCW. You have uh, the Briscoes, the brand new GCW Tag Team Champions, one in a triple threat match against the Second City Crew and just a Nick Gage because Tremont wasn't available. Uh, John Moxley retained the world title. He also had a blood sport, which I heard that uh, the match between Moxley and Biff Busick was bloody and very, very good. I haven't watched any of that blood sport shit yet. And uh, do we roll ROH back in with AEW since Tony Khan owns it, or what do we do? Because, uh, I mean, ROH pretty much ties into AEW now. Probably, well, probably this week anyways. If it goes off on some crazy shit, I'm not watching it. All right. <laughs> Supercar to honor. I bet you uh, ROH does monthly pay-per-views. Tony Khan doesn't. Tony, Tony Khan doesn't even technically still own ROH right now. Yeah, it's all pending on Time Warner. I thought it, I thought he completely owned it after the pay per view. Thought they said the next day was when he takes no, full it's, control. It, it's still uh, pending Time well, Warner's those approval. Those two uh, executives just left Time Warner too because the Discovery takeover and everything. So like, but if anything, I bet you they do monthly pay per views for our way to try to get people to. Well, I mean, they just went from two thousand to twenty thousand. You definitely think they're I mean, businesses. Samoa Joe back, things like that. We haven't got to Samoa Joe yet. Oh, too bad. You ruined it. Goddamn spoiler. <laughs> You're about as bad as Dick telling you that fucking. Or wait, no, you. Who? Well, who this podcast. Hey, he fucks up everything. This podcast is dark and full of spoilers, man. What the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Supercar to Honor, Dallas, Texas. You had Tolly Blanchard. Introduced Tolly Blanchard. Inter- Why can't I say Tolly Blanchard? There you go. Tolly Blanchard. Came when you're not Roads. 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 Roods. <laughs> That's another one of those funky words. No. Uh, introduced uh, Tolly Blanchard Enterprises. You have uh, Khan and uh, Tawa Liana? Leona as his tag team and the return of Brian Cage, which uh, Brian Cage... Took on Ninja Mac. <laughs> what are you guys laughing at? I just watched Brent totally 
have to think real hard about, do I put down the clipboard or the beer? What do I sit down to grab this <laughs> other beer that's being handed to me? <laughs> How do I do this? You could have just put that beer down and grab the other beer, but it to- <laughs> there, were, there were business decisions that were just made right there. You leave my os- or you leave everything alone. <laughs> It's just like how I make things difficult on guitar, too. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, you could have just used your ring finger, too. Yeah, but I got a pinky. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Tolly Blanchard? <laughs> Tolly Blanchard. <laughs> he, he did something and created, created a he thing. He created his own faction with Brian Cage. That's it. What are we drinking? This is a... Um, this is... One of the beers that's going to the Belleville Homebrew Walk with me. So this is a... It still smells like blueberry pancake sour. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's a blonde ale that I did with Bonanza yeast. It should have banana notes to it. Yeah, I pick up the clovies. Shouldn't be any clove. Should well, no. be banana. Kinda, I mean, you got that clovey banana taste like... Like a heavy? Yeah. I've decided I might add either vanilla or peanut butter to this beer. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter all the way. So, we'll see. I'm going to brint it before it goes to competition. So I'm going to say peanut butter on my part. Okay. <laughs> I'll do a flight and figure out which. It's going to be one or the other or both, probably. Can he tell you about the last homebrew competition that I won? Uh-uh. My beer was hot as shit. Like, alcohol, hot, white, like, burnt going down. <laughs> the morning of it, I opened it up, put vanilla extract in it. Recapped it, took it, won the whole competition. <laughs> so when I say I'm going to print this beer, that means that day of the competition, I'm going to pour some flavor and get some little sword into it, and we'll see how it goes. Nice. Every time I go to a brew day now, oh, do you supposed to fuck a vanilla in it? Asshole. <laughs> we got you to brew a beer, now we just got to get you to bottle one. <laughs> uh, that takes effort. It sucks. You want to come keg it for me? I'll keg it for you if you want it kegged, yeah. Uh... Supercar to honor. Why the hell is Mark here to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no. There's only two good things that happened on it, right? Tolly Blanchard returning? I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> J- Jay Lethal and Lee Moriarty? Oh, I didn't even know it was versus Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Is this when Samoa Joe comes out? That don't matter because Lee no. Moriarty can't talk where the fuck. Uh, Willow Nightingale and Mercedes Martinez for the interim ROH Women's Championship because you're too pussy to call Impact and ask for Deanna Peraza. I'm telling you, they don't they don't got the working relationship they used to. You had the you had FTR and the Briscoes for the ROA championships. Lot lot of Mark what Mark say? Match of the weekend. Match of the weekend. And it happened on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Which I, uh, I haven't seen it yet. The young buck the young bucks show up at the end and attack. The Briscoes and FTR runs them off, which built builds really? more to the storyline. I didn't know that. Yeah. I cannot wait to see Briscoe just fucking beat the shit out of the Young Bucks. Remember monthly pay-per-views for ROH? I don't even give a fuck where it happens. <laughs> they, young Bucks act like they were the fucking hottest talent never signed by WWE, blah, blah, blah. They've wrestled everybody the Briscoes before, haven't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or ROH tore them up. But the fucking Briscoe has always had the better half. Briscoe's went away for a little while, and Young Bucks, like, trying to make away, people forget. They lost their fucking jobs. What do you mean they lost their job? ROH got shut down, homie. Yeah, but even before that, fucking they were way downhill. When well, a- when Young Bucks started AD- AEW and shit, they thought that they were better than the Briscoes when the real story is is that they're not. They're, well, be- they, they're a- better at selling merchandise. Well, and that AEW wasn't going to sign the Briscoes because 
Yeah, yeah, they, they won't some, let them. They got some tweets. HBO don't like their tweets. Yeah. <laughs> from 2013 that they immediately apologized for. It's been seven years, but <clears throat> so they could have those matches on Impact. Let the door swing to AEW guys coming. To Actually, the they do Actually, the rumor is the Briscoes are going to sign with Impact. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, that promotion the, that'll take them right now. The then, way they swing the door, why wouldn't you know they could go to Impact and <coughs> AEW could go over there? I didn't even talk about Impact yet, but I guess we're still in the Indie Mud Show report because ROH is part of it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you had Rhett Titus and uh, Minoru Suzuki for the ROH Television Championship. Yeah, it was kind of surprising to see Minoru Suzuki show back up. He won the title. You had Josh Woods and Wheeler Yuta for the Pure Championship, Clint's favorite fucking title. Mm-hmm. Wheeler Yuta's the brand new champ. And then you had the unification match between the interim champion and the real gave, world champion. They gave Wheeler Uta that belt because Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniels the ones who make it fucking made it popular in the first place. I fucking hate Wheeler Uta right now. The Rampage match sucked. We ain't there yet. He bled a lot. That's it. Yeah. Now he did the BCC thing. Where are we across at? his yeah, chest. Yeah. I'm just saying as far yeah. as the match it was very subpar just Buckets of blood. Yeah, Jonathan Gresham and Bandito. It wasn't. It was Wheeler. He's Cactus Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Jack. Well, now who's doing what? Jonathan Gresham, Bandito to name the real champion for ROH because one's the interim and one's the couldn't show up because I got COVID. Jonathan Gresham win. Yeah. Then got his ass beat by Jay Lethal because Jay Lethal comes out and goes. I think I should be the one that gets the first title shot because our history. <laughs> that, and I don't think Bandito wants to be a part of the new ROH. So, uh, as, Jay, anyway, right? as Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are beating up Jonathan Gresham, uh, Samoa Joe makes his return to ROH, saves the day. I watched Jonathan Gresham cut a small promo, and it was really bad. Yeah, he's not good at talking. He shouldn't be their champion. <laughs> happening at the same time on impact wrestling you had the multiverse of matches you had an x you had an ultimate x match trey miguel chris bay jordan grace rich swan the fuck is one rich swan just in like heavyweight title matches not too long ago now he's busted down to x division already yep fuck that's better yeah blake better yeah blake christian and vincent not that Vincent. <laughs> the one from Ring of Honor. I would not have He's in his meat sauce. That'd be the... What? Why would you have that name as a professional wrestler? Why the fuck wouldn't you? Oh, it's ignorant. It's ignorant. That's These why. remind people of the word vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Trey McGill walks out, still the X Division champion. By yourself for too long, buddy. Something yeah. fishy going on there. <laughs> yeah, Tom, yeah, Tomohiro Ishii. Take on Eddie Edwards. Ishii was uh, victorious. Is that Ishii? Yes, Ishii. (laughs) Yeah, Josh Alexander and Jonah take on PCO and Moose. Jonah, he was the one that did the whale thing, or did the whale thing? (laughs) He's in the belly. Swallowed by a whale. Yeah. (laughs) Or he's just Bronson Reed. I like all of those people you said in that match. I don't know how good it was, though. Bronson Reed just called himself good. Bam Bam without the Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right. Coverage has concluded. 
What? No, I gotta open my beer. <laughs> Can you try and stand and deliver? Oh, on? I was like, no. I thought you were talking about Brings. He, he was talking about the pay per view is over. He was like, No, I gotta open my beer. <laughs> well, I had to put down the pay- I had to put down the clipboard. Yeah, Jay White and Chris Saban. Probably, that's probably a good match. Chris Saban's victorious. Look, there's our uncle Veer. He's on main event. How about that? He didn't even make it to a match on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on main event for six months swimming. Uh, you have the Good Brothers taking on the Briscoes. Good Brothers are victorious. Hmm. And then you have the return of Taya Valkyrie to challenge Deanna Perrazzo for the AAA Arenas Darius Women's See, Championship. Briscoes were on both shows. Why couldn't Deanna Perrazzo be? Because she, I don't know, she had to wrestle. Because uh, she makes good business decisions. <laughs> she had to wrestle a chick hey, from AAA. They their own business. She's keeping that fucking belt. And she knows if she shows up to wrestle an ROH, well, she's be, either gonna have to give it back, or as soon as she goes to wrestle, Tony's gonna have somebody steal it out of her fucking be, bag. It'll be it'll be Deanna Perrazzo and Mercedes she, Martinez. She's probably scared they're gonna Bret Harder, or she's <laughs> gonna be in the ring and they're gonna ring the bell and just snatch the belt from her and take off with it. And actually, this week's Impact on Access TV really didn't build anything towards Rebellion, which happens like th- two weekends from now. One of the actual paid pay per views that. You, <laughs> not, not the Impact Plus pay-per-view, one of their actual big four. Ah, $12.99. $39.99. Oh, fuck. I'm Holy not, God. That's too much. I think they have superstars. Ma- main event is Moose, Josh Alexander for the World Championship. Moose is still hurt, right? Yeah, he still doesn't have the surgery. And you want me to pay thirty nine ninety nine for a motherfucker that's hurt in your main event? Yep. They must be high. Deanna Perrazzo and Taya Valkyrie's match is at Rebellion. Other than that, I don't know what's happening. Thirty nine ninety nine. Yep. That's a lot. PCO is on the match. That ain't paying me making me pay 39 <laughs> That should take $5 off. Where the fuck is PCO on the match? I don't know. <laughs> He's on the card somewhere, maybe at the bottom. Just him being there should be five dollars off. He's that's, in the main that's, event of that one. That's because like paying nineteen ninety nine for ROH, man. In the pre show, you got to see Cheeseburger, <laughs> the great CB, the great, Why, the amazing CB, the amazing CB. Hopefully, fucking Dan Housen will be floating his fucking head back over there. No, dude, he's tired of that motherfucker. <laughs> By the way, I I bought some of Dan Housen's coffee. Yeah, you sent me the picture. Yeah, it was damn good. Human yeah. energy beans, fantastic. Very evil. <laughs> right, we'll just uh a comma? We're gonna comma. What what year are we in? Oh, this is nineteen ninety eight. I I thought you was talking well, about something. They haven't got the they haven't Kama got Mustafa and uh, they haven't got Farouk. the F, they haven't yeah. got the F out yet. This is a uh, giant this is WrestleMania fourteen at the very beginning of the show is a giant uh, over the top rope battle royal tag team match. Isn't and, that the uh, godfather? Yeah, comma. comma Mustafa, not the Godfather. Before the Godfather. Before the Godfather. About four weeks before the Godfather. And Farouk. About four weeks before <laughs> the, the Godfather. It's true. And then fucking uh, here in a minute, LOD 2000 comes out with everybody's favorite ring girl, Dude, that's Sunny. The, that's the Godwins, isn't it? That's the Godwins, yeah. Right. There's Mark Henry's big ass down there, too. Everybody, we're going we're gonna to take our uh, short break, and we'll be right back for the other main course, because we still got to cover AEW. We'll be right back. I don't know, man. Like the only thing I, I really don't like about it is like you know clicking the link, and and coming to where our show's at, and we can't even like it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. 
You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now, for the main course. Alright everybody, welcome back. Uh, It's time to talk about AEW this week in the main course. Because somebody... Won't do cream of the crop. This is uh this is seeds AEW right here. This shit. <laughs> Talking about Noku versus Agula. Is that not scream AEW or what? <laughs> and already in the ring, Agula. No, he didn't get a fucking entrance. Fuck your entrance, half pink and white guy. Where's Funaki? Nah, this was before him, like two or about two months before Funaki and all that. The choppy choppy pee pee and all that. Yeah, you guys ready to talk about choppy choppy AEW? Show kicks off this week. Uh, Adam Cole taking on Christian Cage. That's a good match. Baby. Baby? Yeah. I usually don't like Adam Cole, but... I thought it was a really good match. It was a pretty good match. Like I said, I've been saying for a while, I talked about this morning when i seen you guys, and I've said it on like, probably maybe two other podcasts, I think Christian's having a better comeback than Edge is. I do. When the hell did he see us this morning? Did I miss something? Oh, not you. I guess you're in the back plane. Uh, right? Yeah, we were talking to Luke. Is Lucas, <laughs> but I think he's having a better comeback than Edge is having right now. He's put in. I think he's had way more matches than Edge has had. He's won way he more titles than Edge I don't has. Remember two matches though. He was also less broken than Edge was. Yeah, though, right? that's true. I guess he had concussions that they told he's him also, he could never wrestle. He's also again. took just the amount of, or just the same amount of time off as Edge did. Yeah, yeah. But age wise and ability wise, I feel like I mean, it's Edge, bro. He's charisma and all that. He's always been better than Christian has. I, I mean, I love those guys as a tag team, but it was always Edge and then Christian. Christian like, is Captain Charisma. Yeah. He, and when he went out on his own and did his own thing, he's been very successful at it. But just like, I don't know, I feel like he's just had, like, as far as work goes, he's done mm-hmm. way more than what – he's won more titles than Edge has won since Edge has come back, impact title or not. Uh, he had <laughs> impact the, He's had way more bigger matches, I feel like, than what Edge has had since he's made – Edge has wrestled Randy Orton and shit. That's like a regular Monday Night Raw for he, fucking he like seven years. He got smashed and stacked. <laughs> I guess Roman Reigns was kind of a mega match because that's somebody from now and then. But like the other people who's wrestled have not been footnotes at all, other than AJ last, and they ruined that shit. Well, but it's all opportunity though, too, right? And you know, Edge is sitting in WWE where you've got Christian had a lot better timing with his company than yeah, a lot better timing than what Edge had, and Edge, you know, the alignment with Priest and that new stable that appears to be coming there or pivoting to WWE, but, um, you know, that that's house of purple, yeah, house of purple. Right. <laughs> but that's more of a mentoring relationship than I want to be the guy. Yeah. It's, I want to give to the next generation versus I'm going to come in here and be the guy. Well, that's the thing too, is I don't know that Christian one, you know, he's kind of helping out too. I think kind of backstage, I'll be sure jungle boy and Luchasaurus. I think he's helping those two quite a bit. Yeah. Helping yeah. Marco Stunt. No, no, didn't help Marcus done at all. He took help take his place, Uh, but I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to help. You know, with a lot of the younger Mm -hmm. talent stuff. I think it's why you don't see him win every single match that he's in. But just as far as like 
Yeah, he's old. He's old enough and done enough where he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll put you over. His matches have been damn sure way more exciting than what Edge's matches have been. Maybe, like you said, maybe that's because he can do more physically than what Edge can do. I guess, but maybe it's just the yeah. booking that WWE has. I don't care for anymore. Maybe it's because well, he too, outworks everybody. <laughs> that is true. Christian does outwork everyone. Forget true. about that. I mean, it was a hell of a match. Besides the last match, that match and that match were the best two on the whole card. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Moving on, then you had a qualifier for the Owen Cup. You had Samoa Joe and Max Caster. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Max Caster is a fucking killer. On his the fucking promo, or his goddamn rap promo was the shit, man. He came out, you, and he had Samoa did, Joe like, yeah, you're right, motherfucker. I don't know you, what I You did see that uh, John Cena came out and said that Max Caster is what he wanted to be. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure. Fucking, uh, uh, he slayed Joe when he came out off that mic, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? Fucking shit. One of these nights, I'm going to have to try to write down or record what he said so that way we can, because we tried to find it that one time in the year and couldn't find it. But I'd like to repeat some of the shit he said to Joe, and I can't remember it because I was laughing so fucking hard the whole time. I know. At one point, he said something because you're injury prone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was just good. And then you get in the ring, and they I thought they had a pretty, I mean, obviously, you knew Joe was going to fucking win. But, like, I thought they had a pretty good little run in the ring there for a minute oh, before Joe took him out. And then he hit him with that muscle buster. And fucking, he looked like he was in pain after that muscle buster, dude. It's nice to see the muscle buster make a comeback, too. It yeah. He hit him with it hard, too, bro. He could see him, boom, when he hit the mat. It's I was all like, right. Fuck. I, Ashley's not used to seeing Samoa Joe, like, wrestle. Be she's Samoa just, Joe? Yeah, she's just used to him being on the commentary desk. Yeah. And as soon as he picked him up, I'm like, this match is over. She's Had like, me- what? And he hit that move, and she's like... Ooh. had me hot bro he was Samoa Joe again the other night which was cool because when he did he did a press conference with Tony Khan a couple weeks ago or like a week ago or whatever and he just didn't look like he was excited about it maybe he just didn't like press conferences but he just didn't look pumped about it at all he was really red if you looked at him though yeah, yeah. he hit the beach for that he just you can tell he moved to Florida <laughs> living in Florida now I gotta get my tan on might have been a little miserable a little sunburnt just a little bit and then you had uh, Jay Lethal and uh, Sanjay Dutt Good to see Promo. Sanjay Dutt back, too. Yeah. Yeah, in some form capacity, I guess. I, I mean, I really liked watching him as a wrestler. Yeah. I don't feel like, like TNA used him enough, or maybe it was visa issues or something. I really don't know, but like he... He, he was working for WWE as a producer. Yeah, fuck that. I want to see in-ring work, though. I don't remember him being let go. He uh, resigned. Well, and there's a lot of that he going on. He resigned on his own terms, and then like a day later, he was announced by Tony Khan. Something we didn't talk about earlier, too, was uh, Pat Buck. Um, he produced uh, the Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair match at WrestleMania and, and the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and then quit and WWE quit. the next day. Like, Let him go and hang out with my kids. Well, he said their schedule is too strenuous for him. He also he, said, I just produced the main event of WrestleMania. What else is there to do? Right, and he reached the pinnacle, I guess, and then was like, fuck it, your guys' schedule sucks. I'm going home. <laughs> Which uh, respect Jay Jay Lethal told uh, Samoa Joe that he will uh, give him what give him a gift to his mentor next week on. Yeah, you know after Dale bowled a three hundred, he never bowled another game for the rest of his life. Yeah, I remember. What the what the fuck fuck is point? What's the point? (laughs) I was gonna say you just bowled a perfect game. Fuck's the point? So I guess he bowled his whole fucking life and bowls a three hundred. I fucking did that shit on my birthday, which is bullshit. I'm supposed to be one who bowls a three hundred on your birthday. It was cool to watch, though. What were we talking about? Uh, Shit not being the point, because... 
Talking Mishinoku retaining the light heavyweight title. Fuck yeah, WWE throwing fucking massive, massive love to the light heavyweight title. We're at WrestleMania, and they don't do that shit anymore. Why? Because they suck. Yeah. WWE 2K22. One of the uh, belts you can unlock is the WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. F. I remember <laughs> that one. <laughs> remember the F? Uh, no, we had to get the F out. You're right. Uh, let's see. Sean Dean and Sean Spears. Yeah, yeah. I give a shit about that. Man. Well, the Stor- best part about Stor- it is the Wardlow. Story building for Wardlow. And, and what was MJF. funny about actually Dynamite is they had Wardlow's picture posted on like butcher <laughs> yeah. paper. Like it's like butcher paper though. <laughs> yeah, like, like the, the worst one no, in posters best, ever. The best part you already talked about. The fake security guards getting yeah. their asses kicked so, as he walks right past the real security real guards. Real security guards, yeah. <laughs> so like, Ward, Wardlow's ripping security part through the back and everything, and he walks out, and when he throws the curtains out, he throws, like, four security guards down. There's actually two legit security guards standing there with their hands on their hips, and one dude's, like, with his arms crossed looking at each other, like, ah, fucking part of the show, man. I don't know. And it's like, you should have not had them guys probably standing the, right the be- there. The best part is, though, like, one of those guys, he looked like he's, like, 60 years yeah. old. But the bad part is, if Warlow would have got out of line, he'd been the first one to fucking hit him in the kneecap, and he would have been down. He probably did. <laughs> they, had some, they had some stuff on their belts, so they... He's he's over though, Ward though. No, it worked. Yeah, yeah, them getting trying to get to the ring and all the security holding them back and pulling them away. It's been the week before. It was kind of goofy. Don't you fucking say his name. <laughs> but this last week, I felt like it worked better than it did the week before <laughs> with the security and shit and them getting thrown around and stuff. Sometimes it just looks too well. Well, next week, War Dog, you come and there's going to be even more security. <laughs> but no, uh, Sean Dean picked up the win against. Uh, Sean Spears, he's picked up a win against MJF. You know who that is that's interviewing The Rock? I think it's it. This blonde-haired lady when it shows her a minute. It's Jennifer Flowers. You know who Jennifer Flowers was? Like Bill Clinton's Jennifer yes. Flowers? Yes. <laughs> that's a exact Jennifer Flowers. That's a young Rock. That was with Bill Clinton. That's an intercontinental title-holding Rock, buddy. That's an old Jennifer Flowers. And then you had uh, Eddie <laughs> Kingston throwing a fucking TV monitor. <laughs> mid mid card Jennifer Flowers. <laughs> and then coming to the ring talking about open season on site. It was like LAX, but they're not LAX. They're just a bunch of dudes hanging out mad at the fucking Jericho's Secret Society or whatever it's called. Jericho Appreciation Society. The Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah, yeah, they're mad at them. I don't think that's getting over. Because who's behind the curtain? Nobody's behind the curtain. That's who seen they stole that from you buddy uh but then it was funny because like they chased him out of the building and then jericho and them got in a vehicle and drove away and then like eddie kingston and them all still tried to on foot chase the truck down the street like they were actually going to catch it and they were doing like 60 to get away well ortiz ortiz Not is the only one that he ran after well, he actual. kept going but they all yeah. ran for a little while it's like we, we think you're to catch they're already half a mile away like yeah. it was funny man it was just silly we got a live performance of the dx band here fuck yeah you got to break it down. Break it down. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, rest in peace to, uh, I can't remember the name of that guy's, the, the lead singer of the DX band, but he passed away like, I don't know, eight or nine years ago. He did, eight or nine a few months ago. ago. Oh, was it years ago? I think I'm pretty sure it was like maybe eight years ago fucking, now. Maybe you have to Google it. I think it was like a heart attack or something that hit you. Like, hit you, you, got, you, got China, you got China carrying the uh, European championship. Zach something was his name. I don't remember what. <laughs> Christopher P. Warren. Oh, it's completely wrong. I'm thinking of fucking old boy from Rage is who I'm thinking of. June 12, 2016. Yeah, so it was a little while ago. You're talking about Zach Del La Roca? Yeah. It was six years <laughs> ago. 
All right, moving on to the horrible tables match. Yeah, yeah the Hardys. Yeah. Can't say boys. More waste of the Hardy boy Hardys. Dude, Sorry. it was terrible in multiple fucking ways. Um, they should be waiting for a fucking pay per view to be putting them in matches like this instead of wasting their bodies on Wednesday how, nights. How, how can the person that's been eliminated from the match win the match? Before that, <laughs> that's before of, even that though, that fucking didn't make no sense. You have to be put through off, the table with uh, the offensive, offensive move. move. Yeah, that shit didn't make like three or four tables. Were like that's the end of a tables match, dog. If you go but through yeah, the table, you, that's you, it. That was not offense. Yeah, I hate to say it. You went through the table, dude. You're out. They're, maybe they're controlling their narrative too. Yeah, I guess. Well, isn't that how the old? Oh, isn't that how Vi- the Vi- Viper Pit? Let's go. Isn't okay, that how the old WWF table matches were though with the Dudleys too? If you like laid somebody on a table and came off the top rope and they rolled off and you went through the table, it didn't that count. Was over, yeah, that was. I don't think it did. Pretty sure it's been that way my whole life. Find a Dudley's table match from. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> well, I could find one with them and the Hardys, but the only problem is I think, no, you know Ed, what? Edge and Christian would probably be in it, too. Yeah. Nope. Be like, well, we'll get back to you guys next He's week. He's got one. We're yeah. going to find out. I'm pretty sure that's how it's always been, though. Then you had to, I got to find it first. But then and that takes me he a does little, get eliminated. While. But does he get? They call him eliminated, but the table didn't break when he got eliminated because the leg, just the table fold just, or the leg folded, and that folded should not and the count. Table didn't break, but then he was eliminated, uh, and then he did the offensive move. I got to, <laughs> to yeah, get them he through. did the swanton off the top of the ladder. Where, I get where like where's all the and the, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's getting too old to get to the top of that ladder, and he he's pretty sketchy on the top of that premium live right events right there, Clint. Where's that? Was a premium live event? Where does it say that at? Wasn't that used to be called a oh. pay-per-view? If you go all the way to the right, I think it shows all the pay-per-views. You know Clint doesn't know how to navigate it. That's what I was just trying to say. You guys know i got trouble navigating this motherfucker. Oh, I know what you're going for. Royal Rumble 2000? Yep. I guarantee there's at least four tables. That's, not four, maybe two or three tables that people go through in this, and and like the match doesn't end until like offense happens through the table, though. Right. The, the, Clint and the cock are not navigate-friendly. No. <laughs> All right, Hikaru Shida, Julia Hart, another qualifier for the Owen 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 Hart Cup. I can't talk now. But I, Which I, one was that one? I think it's the first match too. Which one was that one? Shida and Julia Hart. Hmm. I don't think I paid attention. Julia Hart looked actually pretty good for being really green. I mean, Shida did some work, but you knew Shida was going to win. And then you got the weird face paint because, you know, she's going to the House of Black. Mm-hmm. She's been mean. She fucking kicked Griff Garrison and fucking uh, JP Jr. to the fucking back, too. Or JPG, you know what I mean. Brian Pillman. Yep. Fucking hum dyslexic moment. Fucking all the fireworks fucking my eyes up. I have my uh, <laughs> like she, she told me to get off. to the back, and they were like, no, da, da, da. And she's like, no, get to the back. And then they stomped their feet, and like, a couple little kids walked to the back. And then she lost her ass. And then the main event, you had FTR and the Young Bucks for the ROH and the AAA championships. Oh, really good fucking match, man. Say what you want about the Young Bucks, bro, over there, but fucking it, it was, was a good. really good match. It was I a like very when good they. It's a swan song for them to get the fuck away from everything and let FTR fucking have it with. I mean, it's Red FTR's Dragon. face turn, but fucking. I thought it was cool when they did the. They say stole their move and did the kiss on the cheek to them and fucking yeah. Yeah. in the face and shit. It was definitely a slap in the face to them, was. They do that shit in every single fucking match almost now. And then you had Cash Wheeler kick out of the, the big same rig. table match. This nope. is not the table match. That's Kurt Angle. <laughs> it, it could still be a table match. Maybe. We'll fast forward through it. It's just Taz not ch- choking him Was, out. Wasn't that three. Michael Cole's a ring announcer? 
<laughs> was it? I think it was. Uh, it might might have been. Uh, it should be Howard Finkel. Unless they just had him out there for some oh, fucked up reason. It could have been. I don't know. I just saw... Did you see frosted hair tips? Yeah, I was going to say, he's blonde-headed. It was either blonde-headed or completely bald. There you go. Yeah. <coughs> Fuck that shit. Did you see her? <laughs> That's what the dude does on Facebook before he jumps their shit. Wow. Hey, look, it was Matt Hardy when he could actually move. Look, it was Jeff Hardy when he could climb a ladder. He <laughs> could half-ass climb a ladder. So he did a swanton he's the other still, night in that still my hero. table match, and I thought he was going to, I thought he broke his fucking neck. When you did the Swanton and the tables match the other night, yeah. never mind. It, that wasn't that was wasn't bad, Michael Cole. Michael Cole's backstage, <laughs> and he looked like he was hurt after it too. It was on the dude from Private Party, right? Dude, it looked sloppy. I mean, they 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 don't need to put them in them type of matches every fucking week. Well, it needs Jeff, to be like a paper. Jeff, they're the Hardys. No, Jeff. Jeff no, but you're, they're going to do what AEW does, and they're just going to do this for three or four weeks. They're going to burn them out. That's and what then I'm saying. Like they could, they're going to go to the back burner, just like every other <laughs> big signing does at AEW. Jeff has changed the way he does the Swanton Bomb because his back can't hold up to how he used to do it. So now when he does it, it looks fucking horrible. He's going to break his neck. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't dive and flip the last minute. He It's basically a Sindon where he's well over and taking it more on his butt. So he's trying to yeah. like land with his legs on him now more than his upper yeah. back. I don't know, man. It looks yeah. like he's going to get hurt real bad one of these days doing that shit. And fucking, I'd rather him just do the weird whisper in the wind thing and forget about the swan dawn if that's the case. That or just do his twist of fate, which looks way cooler than Matt's because yeah. he ends it with a stunner. I mm-hmm. guess he can still do, what is it, the whisper, whispering, yeah, whisper the in whisper the, wind. the wind. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. He could, I'd rather see him do that. It looks way more less death-defying than the fucking swan tons. Weird because the swan tons like an easy fucking front flip to the mat type of deal. Yeah, so save the swan ton, do the whisper in the wind, and use that improved over Matt's twist of fate that ended a stunner over your finisher. I'm ready for I'm ready to see Willow. I'm just ready for the Hardys to go away. <laughs> Moving on to Rampage. Night started. Brian Danielson. Trent Beretta. It was really good. I haven't seen Rampage yet, so you guys got to. This is weird. Usually you're seeing it, and I'm like, oh, I, I should have watched it. I had that. company last night, so I didn't get to watch it. Sorry. It's busy. It's a good company? It was. All right. It's the best kind of company. Uh, but anyway, fucking, uh, so I didn't get to watch that shit last night, but it, I mean, I wanted to, but I feel like it Dick, probably happened, then Brian Danielson Dick, probably Dick, beat Trent Beretta up, right? Dick, Dick felt good about it. He's like, I finally got to actually see the real Trent Beretta wrestle. He's got a bad attitude. I never liked you, Yuda. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was German suplex and Daniel Bryan around shit. They had a really good technical uh, wrestling match. He was Brock Lesnar then. He's bro- he was Brock fucking Trent. Trent Brock. He, he was Trent Suplex City. Trent Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Beretta. Alliteration. There you go. Fucking Brock Beretta. Vince McMahon would love that shit. Can keep your last name, it's pal. Such good shit, pal. <laughs> I'm real glad that uh, Orange Cassidy's arms in a sling he ain't wrestling right now. Why? Because he is... No, oh, Keith Lee fucking Will Smith added him. Or, uh, Uncle filled him out of the <laughs> ring and he landed on his shoulder and fucking like landed square on his shoulder blade and fucked his shit all up. Well, I know why he's fucked up. I mean, why are you glad he's not wrestling? Orange Cassidy's oh, he fucking he's great. shit fucking terrible. I tell him he's the next Hulk Hogan all the time. He gets pissed about it. Not shit fucking terrible. He's I don't, Tina Morella light. I don't like that they put the thumb he's entertaining on the back of the shit. jacket. But 
Yeah. The rest he's of it. He's not like, serious. I don't know why people fucking think he's fucking going over and going to win championships. And You don't got to be serious to win championships. You should be. You should take it seriously. I like the rest of it, but like I said, that fucking, there's a little bit of this fucking shtick, <laughs> and, you know, he's shit I don't like him. in there. Yeah. Uh, but the thumb on the back of the jacket, I don't care for. I think they're overplaying that shit too much. Yeah. Just let him be him in his jean jacket and his, shirt, and his pants and his white shirt with, you know, they don't need that on the back of the jacket and all that. But it seems to me like they're trying to turn the best friends into a little bit of a heel group. Why the way they're fucking being mad because Wheeler Utah don't want to be a part of their, their faction no more and shit. They're kind of well, turning here like they're dismantling it. I kind of feel. Oh, they are. Didn't Statlander? She's distanced she's her, she's herself and yeah. do her own thing and change yep. her character and everything. Yep, she's distanced herself. But, they, but then they haven't put her on TV for the fucking change for the most part. Of course, well, of course not because she had a terrible match at the last paper. They signed also. more talent than they have TV time for. So. Even though they have That's four also shows. true. <laughs> One quick thing about the women too, going back to uh, Dynamite that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. Right now, totally, totally, totally looking forward to Jamie Hader, Tony Storm. That's going to be yeah. a fucking awesome match, dude. It might actually be a good women's match. In yeah, it should be. Hopefully, Serena Deeb is in this uh, Own Heart Cup at some point, right? She's on Rampage doing something. Well, Serena Deeb. Yeah. No, she was on Dynamite. She oh, came out Dynamite. during the Sheeta. Oh, uh, right. I think here might be one table spot right here all of a sudden. Nope, never mind. He ran into it, not through it. Yeah. <laughs> then threw it then threw back into Bubba. <laughs> but that would have counted as an elimination, the leg broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, then you had Hook and Danhausen. You had, uh, they now have a backstage woman interviewing people. <laughs> and she was trying to talk to Hook. He ain't have none of it. Just, eating just, had, head, chips. just had headphones on, listening to music, bobbing his head, eating potato chips. Throws them in the garbage, gets up. Throws him in the garbage can. Dan Housen pops up and tries to curse him. And he's like, what the hell? And then he's like, wait. Uh. And then he picks up the potato chips out of the fucking garbage can. He's like, this could be the key to his power. And he starts eating fucking barbecue potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dan Housen. I like that Hook fucking doesn't recognize Dan Housen's ignorant shit. I like that Dan Housen's a badass. It makes me like Hook more because he can't. Like, your curse shit's fake, bro. I know. I already know that. Get out of here with that horse shit. It doesn't affect me. Go back to ROH with that. It's not fake. And Hook don't even say nothing. He just fucking straight, like, fuck you, dude. You don't even got time for your shit. It's not fake, he says. It's not fake. Uh, fucking. And yeah, you might be right because he about fucking got Ricky Starks killed in a ladder match when he fucking cursed what's his name. He did that powerbomb and about fucking broke Ricky Starks' neck again on that fucking ladder. Then we had a segment with uh, the men of the year and Dan Lambert and then some more bullshit uh, with fuck Dan Lambert. No, not fuck Dan Lambert. Now yeah, we're to the point is getting old. Now we're to the point where it's fuck Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti because she's just fucking annoying with Sammy. <laughs> well, it's because everybody hated them. So she's going to rub it in their face. I don't blame her for that. Like, oh, you hate us because we're happy here. Well, no, I like Ty Conti before she was with Sammy Guevara. Now that she's with Sammy, I can't fucking stand her because she's annoying. You just don't like her because she's got a boyfriend. Jealous. I didn't care about that. <laughs> That's what I was to say. He's jealous. Friends are jealous. He's jealous. She's not answering your emails. Hate us because they hate us. What? <laughs> Trying to send her Facebook messages on the low. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like, what, 10 years older than her? So? What the fuck so? does that mean? Even better. No, it's not. <laughs> 
When he's in high school, dude, it's still legal. Nah, it's in high <laughs> school. Just, I didn't realize he shoved him into the fucking crowd. I'm going to get tired real fast. No. Here's one of them. Oh, no. They fucking put straight put it. him out on that one. That was an offensive move through the table. He's out for that one. But uh, you still got to put both people through the tables. Gotcha. They'll do elimination style for this bullshit. They won't do it for a for, uh, fatal four. Yeah, Swerve Strickland and QT Marshall. They're also younger here as well. Wasn't bad for what it was. Yeah. I mean, Rod QT's getting some national TV time. Am I the only one who's never gotten the hype around Swerve? I don't like him either. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it's him. It's like, oh, he's so good. I'm like, hey, he really ain't. He just, I thought he's it was just really, okay. I thought it was really dumb. I, when I, like, I like Swerve. I thought it was really dumb when he showed up and walked by and Max Castro was like, ain't that a rapper? Are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> Aren't you a rapper? <laughs> no, I just say, hey, listen. You know? Uh, listen. And if they put them all in a group together, I'll be really, really upset. <laughs> they don't need to take anything more it's away from Max Castor. The newest AEW stable. They don't, just don't need to take any more away from Max Castor is all I don't believe. I think him and Anthony Bones is good. Him by himself would be just fine. But it'll eventually it'll eventually be that way. Maybe. Anthony Bones is the Marty Gennetti. Yep. He's just injured right now, is all. Then you had another qualifier for the uh, Owen Hart Cup. You had Willow Nightingale taking on Red Velvet. There you go. There right you go. there. There's one. He's not out. He's not out. Mm-mm. Yep. There's another one. There's another one. Match continues. Match continues. With the Hardy Boys in it. Yeah. Yep. Well, who the fuck else is it? No, it's Dudley versus Dudley now. <laughs> nope. Andrew Christian took their place. Well, but, fucking but the bad, still but in the bad part He's is eliminated. no sell on that table. Jesus. Bad part is uh, Bubba's out, but since it's no disqualification, he can still be ringside. They don't right. make you I don't think they ever made it. Do they make him leave ringside now? No. I was going to say that would be. No, Jeff Party picked up the win. So this is just kind of it, right? You can hate on the AEW match for it, but Royal Rumble 2000, <laughs> the same shit happened. There it is. I've actually never seen this. Yeah, this is probably this is the first ever actual tables, tables match, match. In WWF I ever watched. I don't know if yeah. it's the first one they ever had, but it's the first one I ever seen. And it's I, the first one I remember. Uh, and I watched the whole thing. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! Are they allowed to do that with their lives?" Like, yeah. And then you got TLC later on, and well, somebody's about to get a three D uh, WrestleMania oh, oh, two thousand, the ladder match. I did it at WrestleMania two thousand before TLC. I don't think I remember from the, isn't Mick Foley at the end of this. God damn, pay per view. Yeah, uh, no, him and Triple H wrestle and uh championship street fight I, not after this there's a bikini mat not in bikini but they have like a fucking they take all the chicks in wwe and make them come out in like like bikinis yeah. and have a contest so is teddy long saying he's out or he's not out because i think he, I think he, just, I think he just waved it off because bubba put him through it and may young gets her boobies out oh i remember that and they had to x-ray it out even on pay-per-view and they're like hanging down to her knees and shit yep i I remember that it was terrible with mark henry yeah and mark henry's trying to cover her up the whole entire time she's running around with her boobies out everywhere which brings us full circle to their child (laughs) the beginning of the show oh shit man which if you guys want to end the show you can talk about willow nightingale and uh red velvet wrong person won i didn't see it yeah the wrong person did win they should have put willow over instead of red velvet Pretty sure Red Velvet's booby popped out, though. Well, that happens. Good old titty. Hopefully that catches on the replay. This is the first time I've seen either one of those two, to be honest with you. Well, if that's it happened, it was it's Willow's, online. That's because it was Willow's first match in AEW. Oh, that'll do it. She was part of Ring of Honor. I liked her, though. I liked her. I didn't like Red Velvet. Yeah, she should be what they want Nyla Rose. She is what they want Nyla Rose to be. Hmm. <laughs> and then... Uh, Main event, you had Wheeler Yuta, John Moxley. 
a lot of blood. Blood match. There's yeah. too way, much. way too much blood. It's a savagery, right? Dude, it was bad. Like, and then at the end, we were like, you to put like the... At times, it was like spurting. All I, I think like was mass matches. transit. I've always been all for the blood, but it was, mm. it was, it was I'm kind of interested to watch the replay. Angie was like turning it off like mid thing. I'm like, do you got to leave it on because I got to see the end? But she's like, it's gross. I'm going to dream was, about this. Like, that's fucking awesome. Like, like, there's parts where it's like squirting. Mm, like yeah. he cut himself with like it was mass transit interesting i'm, I'm interested yeah. to see that shit now uh especially when they throw it on something like tbs like yeah <laughs> i guess it was on tnt wasn't it so yeah. that's even better but uh then it ends so with uh, yuda wins right or i mean moxley Mox wins right wins. and then yuda fucking takes the blood and writes bpp on or B, bcc yeah, on his chest, chest. yeah and, that happened to you and uh regal shakes his hand and, and then then mox is like we got a lot to got a lot to learn this is just the beginning yeah and then fucking this morning mark henry makes bold statements saying that they're gonna black black pool combat club is gonna be as big as the nwl that's what i'm hoping for man some guy called in and he said they need to throw cm punk and samoa joe in there with them and fucking make them the greatest group of all time and then the, the and then the one dude called in and he's like they could put hook in there and it's like no nah, don't do that if anything like hook should be like the ddp type of cat who don't join and then fights them all so I'd like to see him and Daniel Bryan. I don't Bryan. know about CM Punk, but I'd definitely love to see just Samoa Joe in it. I don't know, man. Samoa Joe's loose cannon out there doing his own thing. <laughs> I think he's better off. I think he needs to go get that FTW title. It belongs to him anyway. <laughs> All right. I think it's the time of the show for each one of us to pick the high spots of the week. I mean, that was AEW in a nutshell. So <laughs> They only announced a few matches for next week. I mean, you got it. You got uh, Hangman and Adam Cole, Texas Deathmatch for the world title. For the Texas Deathmatch. And that's on Rampage, not Dynamite. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And then you got uh, Battle of the Belts next Saturday night. You got Nyla Rose and uh, Thunder Rosa. And then you also have Suzuki and Samoa Rampage Joe. Rampage is a special spot start time, too, 6 o'clock. Fuck. Because of the NBA playoffs. And then you also have uh, Suzuki and Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor television title. Those are like the matches they've announced right now. I don't so. think I'll probably watch Saturday, I imagine. So who wants to start with the high spot of the week? Their high spot of the week. I, mean, will, I, I will. Okay. Uh, Dax Harwood's my high spot for the week. Like just him in general. I, I hope that they put him in the him maybe even the other one i guess i hope they put them in the own heart cup tournament as singles wrestlers he had a really good match against cm punk uh the week before on dynamite um and then put a fucking awesome show on on fucking this week's last dynamite with the fucking tag team match with the bucks and like and then had i'd like to see him and not necessarily break their tag team up but i'd love to see him as a singles wrestler doing and then the match with the briscoes on friday night freaking no yeah yeah i forgot about that they also wrestled the briscoes but just him in general like he's been really good in singles matches and every time i've ever watched him in a singles match he's he's always fucking killed it and like i would love to see him just go and do some single shit not not necessarily breaking their tag team up like i said but just him in general these he's he stepped his game up for sure in the last couple of months not that they haven't always been a really good tag team top guys but i feel like him in general is he's taken over the if you had to pick who the Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, and I hate saying that shit, <laughs> he's the Shawn Michaels of the group. All right. We're going to Chris. We're going to Dick. Go to Dick. We're going to Dick. Mine is uh, <coughs> 77,000 people fucking humming along to Seven Nation Army. <laughs> fucking 15 uh, minutes. Uh, 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 it was fucking badass. Uh, that's, a, that's a great moment. Like, that's up there with Dan and Brian winning at WrestleMania 30. It's fucking... 
up there with the Undertaker's streak being uh, beat. Like that is a moment I'm gonna remember forever. Pat McAfee on WrestleMania was the shit. It was he was living my childhood dream, and it was his childhood dream, and <sighs> and that's all real. Yeah, which is even even cooler about it. If you followed McAfee at all, listened to it at all, that is all real. Yeah, he's a huge fan of Attitude Era wrestling and all that. Yeah, like basically, he's like, I think he's maybe a year older than us, a year younger than us. Something he's within uh, he's the same 30, age as us. He's thirty-four. Thirty-four. So he's a couple years younger than us. So two, well, two years older than me. So he fucking. He, I'm, I don't know how old he was, but fucking, you yeah. know, I mean, he lived out of there basically just like we did, you know? Yeah. I'm the youngest in the room normally, but Chris is a few years younger than me. So. Baby in here today. I'm a baby in here today. <laughs> right. Not good as math. Is he in his 20s? Me? <laughs> yeah. Thir- thir- 32. Se- I wish I was still in my 20s. 17. <laughs> I wish I was still in my 20s. Um. <clears throat> Now, McAfee was a was a good call for that. Um, I'm gonna go with my high spot of the week was the Cody Rhodes return to to WWE. Um, I think that that's the first of many dominoes to start coming back through. I think that that might be a learning opportunity for Vince as to what he needs to do to retain kind of that level of talent. And you know, I think that. There's a lot of good that comes out of that, hopefully, with, with what Cody learned being in AEW. Um, coming back and putting on a hell of a match with Seth Rollins um, gives WWE another top guy to hopefully freshen up the main event picture from the, uh, the well, as the crowd would chant, same old shit that we've been seeing for a long time. So, you know, it, it's Dude. Cody Rhodes and everything that, that comes along with that, hopefully, him coming back a little bit more mature. Uh, starting what I hope is, you know, a little bit more competitiveness as far as talent goes and some of these AEW guys as they start to have contracts expire, hopefully making their way back to WWE, freshening some of that up. Dude, and his his finish is just as definitive as Roman Reigns stacking Daniel Bryan and Edge. Like, yeah. three Was it three in a row or four in a row? It was three. Three in a row? And then he, he gave he, another one. He, no, he hit one early in the match. Yeah. Then he did two, then he did the, he did he did the bion- or bionic elbow, and then he did the third one. Yep, the bionic elbow too was was awesome. Mm. Well, yeah, did daddy's punches in the elbow. Yeah, that shit was pretty. And the one you know he gave us the, the tease with what we thought was going to be a pedigree as well. Yeah, the whole, whole entire crowd went as soon as he went through the knees. The whole crowd stood up like he ain't going to do that. And, and then it's then honestly good just to have a reason to talk about Dusty Rhodes again. That too. Which you should always have a reason to talk about Dusty Rhodes when it comes to professional wrestling anyway, but you yeah. know, WWE finds a way to make you forget about certain people. It was a good tease, though, to see him go for the... Not talking about Jackie's <laughs> rope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a good tease, though, to see him hit the double underhooks like he was going to have a pedigree and then flip it into a powerbomb. <coughs> We're going to move on to mine, which is from the same match. Seth Rollins hit the pedigree... Not the biggest Triple H fan, but that is the best finishing move in all of fucking wrestling. <laughs> it's one of them, yeah. I, I and, mean, could, and Seth Rollins, he's one of my favorite wrestlers, hit it. Put it up there with the Muscle Buster and the Styles Clash and all the innovative special moves that not everyone can do and everyone can. Like, you know, like, there's been a hundred people that have done a stunner throughout time. A bunch of people have done a rock bottom, but, like, a pedigree... Styles Clash, Vertebreaker, Muscle Buster, only certain people have done that move or perfected it, made it, whatever. I don't even know who made Triple H's 
pedigree. If he made it himself, if someone taught him how to do it, you know, I don't, I don't know that he's ever told that story. I don't know if he used it in WCW. Well, yeah, he did. Well, here's here here's something for us for next week. We all bring our top four finishing moves. Finishing moves, and we that's how we end the show next week. I'm or we begin the show. I'm not gonna be here next week. But. Well, suck, damn, okay, two weeks from now. Oh fuck you! <laughs> I already knew what my four were already. <laughs> but yeah, Seth, Seth right, hitting. I could out. probably <laughs> throw mine out right now too. All right, well, what's your Chris's? So, I have a specific type of move that I like, which is kind of you can, you know, one is you can hit it out of out of nowhere. So, in no particular order, with my top four. Uh, Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore, if you will, the RKO, because <laughs> I think Randy took the diamond cutter and improved it with the out of nowhere aspect and the fact that it can just come from anywhere. Did you know that they used to say diamond cutter out of nowhere though? I did, but it was a, it's a lot more. The difference is, is DDP sets his up a little bit more. Yeah, it's just funny to yeah. me that they used to say it and then WWE yeah, says goes like it, this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And I didn't know that it was a thing back then until I started watching old WCWs back. But, well, plus, in DDP out of or Diamond Cutter out of nowhere, and I was like, hold oh, yeah. on, I had to text plus him you one know, night. Plus, you gotta remember, he did that. <laughs> Diamond upside down as a pussy. <laughs> but also the fact that DDP just set up for more. Even when he hit it out of nowhere, he still spun into more of a standing net bre- neck breaker. Yeah. And Orton will hit his on the fly. Yep. Um, Rob Van Dam's five-star frog splash. Just the height and how pretty that move is. Is so you're not, so you're not gonna you're not gonna throw a Montez Ford out there. Montez for, Ford's is good too, but I gotta from, go with the from the heavens. I gotta go with the original. RVD got so much height on his the turn in midair when he'd hit it when it wasn't directly lined up. It was such a pretty maneuver. Shawn Michaels sweet chin music again, kind of the out of nowhere aspect yeah. where he can set it up. That's or the thing about Shawn Michaels, he throws one super kick, you're dead. Yep. You don't gotta throw thirty. <laughs> that's how, throw that's 30. how it's supposed to be. Right. If if either one of if any of us in this room kicked each other in the fucking chin, they're not getting back up. Actually, uh, Chris Adams made the super kick, and he used to lace it on motherfuckers like 15, 20 times in a match, just like Adam Cole and people do. And they used to eat it the fuck up back then, and now people hate it for some reason. So it's actually something that they that he used to do classically in matches. But <laughs> it's the thigh slap. That's the reason they hate it. That yeah, well yeah. It, <laughs> Why are you distracting us with puppies? Puppies. You can't stop the show, dog, and that's not public. And then that's ass. My fourth is going to be the Muscle Buster, just because it's super unique, and you could literally kill somebody with that move. It's so believable that that would wow. not just end a match, but end a life. I say he definitely ended Tyson, Tyson yeah, Kidd's career. Yeah. Kid. He ended Tyson Kidd. Yeah, exactly. So well, actually, he he supposedly can wrestle again, and then Vince McMahon talked him out of it. You go to Switzerland, I guess. It's, but he he actually had a meeting with Vince McMahon. I watched the thing, and he was gonna try to wrestle again. And Vince McMahon like legit talked him into being scared into wrestling again. Yeah, it's like you could break your neck again, pal. Da da da, going to this. But he's like, yeah. But the doctor said, and he's like, yeah. Da da da, one wrong move. Da da da, and he sits there for a minute. And you can see like the fear just like take over his whole entire face. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I don't think I need to wrestle anymore. And Vince is like, I know, pal. It's it's weird. It was really fucking weird, dude. So, like he was convinced he was going to wrestle. I know what you're talking about over there. <laughs> Fucking head shaking. Chocolate titties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, if you're a fan of our show, check it out our social media. The buffers tell you all of our streaming sites. We'd like to thank Chris from Beer Fueled for being here. Thank Probably you. won't be his last show. Thank you guys for having me on. It was a, a good time. I look forward to doing it again sometime. And uh, 
We are dickless next week. <laughs> About we will, time. We will uh, see all you guys next week. You're dickless every week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>